You are watching the vodka stream. What is happening, everybody? Hey, it's Friday. Thank God, right? Justice. Got to make myself look taller, you know? What is going on, everybody? We made it through another week. Let's get the drinks flowing. Ah. Okay, there we go. Vodka is flowing, guys. Cheers. Welcome to Friday. Welcome to Vodka Stream. Man, a week before the full circle event. Crazy. This time next week, well, we're going to be in Pasadena. We're going to be, God knows it's going to be happening, but, uh, you know, we're going to be, at least around this time, we'll probably be already past the, the Man of Steel Q&A and everything like that, so it's going to be a good time, but I'm not sure. I, we still, we're still trying to wonder, uh, we're still wondering when the times are going to be when it comes to at least those first two days. We know the time for Zack Snyder's wrestling on Sunday, but yeah. Anyways, cheers. Ah, I'm rambling. The Giants are losing. <laughs> Only one nothing, though. It's fine. Maybe they can come back. <laughs> I'm going to have to owe my friend. I'm going to have to owe my friend a bottle. That's what's going to happen. First comment, what's going on, Captain, uh, Captain Biggins? 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 <laughs> what's going on, Andrew? Good to see you. Galactic Fearsome. How you doing? We got Mind of Inception here. Uh -huh. And we got Travis. What's going on, Mr. Vincent from uh, Las Vegas? I'm ready to ready for my work on AF. Okay. Oh yeah, there's an AFSP walk tomorrow. That's great. So that's happening in Vegas. That's cool. Glad that's happening. I went on one of those a few years back. Should do that again. Should do that again, definitely because. It's for a good cause. Mama Film Junkies here, of course. We got Joshua Hamilton, can't stay. Picked up a studio musician uh, musician gig on my downtime before I go back to Denver. So I'm in Chicago doing music stuff for a month. Wrote a theme song for your stream. Whoa. Well, that's kind of that's nice, Mr. Hamilton. Maybe I could record it off the clip. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I appreciate it. So, but uh, thanks for popping in and saying hi. Nothing wrong with that. Cheers. We got the Eye on Stone podcast here. Mr. Fear Jason, good to see you, buddy. And we got the other Jason, Jason McKenzie. Ahoy, ahoy. What's going on? Let's do this. Let's do this. We got uh, Yakko, the volcanic Muto. <laughs> quite a name, quite a name, but I like it. Gotta like it. Hello, darling. We got Miss Nighthawk. Good to see you, Steph. We got RJ here. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Just one week until I graduate. Oh, until you graduate college. Then fun part of a teaching job hunt. Oh, well, you know, somebody who's part of the panel knows what that's like. When it comes to teaching jobs. So is my brother. Um, but yeah, good luck with that. And uh, congratulations one week from now. And of course, we got good old saggy melons doing, uh, you know, saying that I smell as per usual. I took a shower before this. Like, probably about an hour and a half ago. So I'm squeaky clean. You know, just saying. Just saying. Cheers. Jar Jar's fashion. <laughs> okay. It's a good name, too. I like it. I like it. Stephanie T, what is happening? Happy freaking Friday to you. Let's see. Oh, the LA Kings. Yeah. What's, what's happening? Is that, yeah. Playoff. I mean, hockey. That's hockey. I don't even follow hockey. So I don't even know what's happening with hockey. 
I know basketball playoffs are happening right now, but Chuck, yesterday was 420. Don't ask me how it went. Don't remember anything. Well, that means you celebrated just right. If you don't remember anything that happened yesterday at 420, then, well, you celebrated just right, you know? So, and we got Laser Luke Gaming. What's going on? Game City Savior. What's happening? Good to see you. Thank you, Mr. Proctor, for the $10 super chat. Oh, man, I can't wait for the Flash trailer Tuesday. I hope they show us Michael Keaton with long hair in the trailer. I, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. That would be pretty sweet. Long hair, beard, looking all... I mean, even though he's supposed to be, like, all haggard and everything, man, he looks sharp. I'm going to I'm gonna think... I'm going to say that he looks... He looks sharp. He looks sharp. Venom. Am I the only one of uh, my friend circles that's not, not a Dodgers fan? Yeah. Um, you know, it happens. It's, it's okay. Dodgers are actually not doing that well this year either they're doing okay they're doing better than the giants but they got killed today 13 to nothing they got killed by the cubs 13 to nothing today i had to uh make fun of mama film junkie a little bit talked to her on the phone earlier and i was like hey did you see the score today and she hadn't yet and then of course she sent a text message you know with a bunch of sad faces when she saw that score Azteca, wow, that Metallica album was yikes. Time to call it a day, guys. Megadeth's album from last year blows it out of the water. Now that's trash metal. Metallica, not so much. Man, or thrash metal, not trash. Well, you said trash metal. I think you meant thrash metal. Well, I mean, I disagree, but hey, it's okay. It's okay. I know some people don't like them. It's fine. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Hal Jordan's here. Yes, do what he says. Like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Hmm. Um, let's see who else we got. Anybody else? All right, now. Hmm. Interesting. I'm. I'm still like. I'm still. You know. I'm probably in my sixth listen to it now. I'm not sure if it's better than Death Magnetic. I really like Death Magnetic. Uh, that's still up there when it comes to the newer albums. When it comes to Metallica, at least in the uh, the 2010s or the 2000s, I should say. But uh, yeah, I mean, I like it. I know I, I, I eh, it's just it's 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 hard to to gauge it. I haven't I haven't yet gauged it. But, you know, Death Magnetic is, you know, I don't know. It's just good shit. Good shit. All right. Let's go ahead. And uh, it's just a full panel show tonight. We're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff. Talk about the past week. Talk about some things. But, uh, you know, we'll. We're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff, and we already got some people backstage right now, so we're going to do some chatting it up. Let me get my little icon so then it could be in someone's face when they show up. And let's go ahead and get that up there. All right. Let's see. I'm just going to go in order as they uh, as they showed up. Scott! Oh. And Mr. Scott McClellan, you were first. Of course I was. <laughs> no, when are you not first, right? I mean, you know, I, I just, I am that awesome. You you're, know, it's you just. You are that awesome. Well, you're the best dad, according to your I career. am the best dad. Uh, sorry, ever. Yeah, ever. So. Yeah. It's not just best dad. It's best dad ever. And I'm taking, I'm taking it. That's the Alabama. That's the Alabama A. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that is absolutely yeah. what that is. Yes. I always find it funny because it looks like the Atlanta Braves A. It's it kind of really does. And yeah. it's a little confusing sometimes. I'm not yes. going to lie. Yeah. I mean, I, I always say it's always kind of interesting because I believe there's a, there's a college football team that has like the similar G as the Green Bay Packers. The, is it the, I'm not sure who has it, but somebody does. And I'm like, I don't know. 
I'm not sure, but it's like it they're that it's orange and white or something like that. I don't know. Their colors are different, but it's a similar G to but then you know what I mean? is it is it Georgia? It might be Georgia, yeah. Georgia, yeah, you might be, yeah, it might be that because their G looks similar to the Green Bay Packers G. But then you know, you have you have the Chicago Bears and the Cincinnati Reds that have the same C but different colors. It's weird. Sports is just weird. I don't know. Some people just decided to like screw creativity. They were like, you know what? We'll just change the color. That's all. All right. And then the next person that's coming in. Fuck you. I don't know why I chose that one, but I chose that one for Travis. Yeah. That's what the chat says every time. Oh, it's Travis. That's what they're saying right now. <laughs> it is Georgia, though, because it always confused me as a kid, as a big Green Bay fan. And it's another team with the, like, it's pretty much identical, the exact same G. It is like what Scott said. They just gave up. Like, ah, just make it a G. Make, like the Packers? Exactly. I don't actually know who came first, but happy Friday, yeah. everyone. Happy Friday, happy Friday. Happy Friday. And then we got an author in the house that's uh, going to be showing up right now. <laughs> Mr. Garza, <laughs> what is happening? Uh, you're, you're muted, by the way. It's because yeah, I'm, there you go. I'm in hot. That's why. I'm in hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing well, man. And Scott, uh, I hate to break it to you, buddy, but I guarantee you're not the best dad. Period. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. You probably I don't are. have a dog. In the <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just kidding. Yeah, man. you know. He probably is. Like a, yeah, I'm just <laughs> well, the, the fact that three of the four people on here are dads, you know, it's you know, it, we, we can we can share the title. I mean, there you go. They're shared amongst. Your yeah, guys there you go. Nothing it's a wrong. it's a collective, you know. Yeah, got all the dads. <laughs> but uh, thank you for joining, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, I have nothing. I literally brought nothing. I'm not prepared at all. <laughs> I don't even have water on me. I don't Whoa. Even have water. Wow, Travis, you, we, we even let you in, in like pre-show, and you don't I know. bring a yeah. drink. I mean, well, it was last minute. I saw him today because at one point I was supposed to be seeing Bo is afraid, which I still might later on. But my friend who I'm seeing with had to stay later at work. So okay, we might hit the later one. I'm like, okay, but that's where I'm like, okay, I might be on, but Bo is afraid is like three hours, so it'll be after. And I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna jump on here. But uh, that's the plan for either tonight or tomorrow is to see that fucking weird ass movie. So. I got, I am looking for it because like I said lately I don't know what it is but you and I have been like on like our wave our our wavelengths mm -hmm. have like meshed lately so I'm really looking forward to your review because mm. I have a feeling that whatever you think is what I'm gonna think <laughs> because it happened again today with your uh, Power Rangers once and always review you well, nailed it again that. I still yeah. have to watch that it's exactly what you expect <laughs> really <laughs> as long <laughs> as you're sure. expecting an episode yeah. of the 90s show that's what you're, it looked like. Yeah. You're yeah. getting what you expect. And it still works because my kids, ones, they're five and a half, three and a half, they loved it. They sat there the whole time, watched the entire thing start to finish, asked to watch it again. I was surprised. Okay, even though it's like a little updated, it's okay. Does this stuff still work on kids? Like the POW and the how cheesy everything is. But no, it was for a full hour of just eyes on the screen. They've never really watched Power Rangers. So yeah, it's a it's a good time. That's because they don't have a filter. They have no they don't know if, why it should be anything yeah. else other than entertainment. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's how yes. it should be. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. wish I had that. I wish I could just 
you know, for, for some, some movies just have like a filter that I know people can be like, Oh, the don't turn your brain off thing. But it's like, sometimes I wish that, you know, just like press a button. You can just turn enjoy it for, off. yeah. Turn your brain off stuff like that. Cause there is times where I feel like now you feel too much like, okay, you know, how the sausage is made and you can't sometimes disengage, especially when we talk about all these news and casting and this and that, like, like not to bring up a bad thing, but like, let's say if Jonathan majors gets recast every time I see the new Kang, I'm going to think about like, Oh, right. He's Kang because this guy was maybe a really, <laughs> bad person where a kid's never gonna think that like look that's kang you know so yeah i don't know it's weird also you know i i watched uh nope like a couple weeks ago mm. and and listen scott you you and i we probably i at least when i was watching it i thought the same thing you know we ha we have the book it's how to you know how you read how to read a novel like a professor, like a professor. Like, right? yes yes yeah. mm -hmm. so the moment this starts the movie you know i see the i see this incident and i'm like okay you know obviously it's important okay cool right and then as soon as i start seeing the you know and it's not a spoiler because the movie's been out it's on streaming it's free you can watch on amazon whatever but the moment you see the alien doing what it needs to be doing I, when i first thought i was like okay i think it's it's moving like a predator so i was like okay cool so guess what i thought was going to happen in this film I thought this was going to be a basically metaphor, like a Moby Dick, Captain Ahab situation, right? Because that's, you have this big predator and you have this big animal and you're trying to do all this shit that was not even close to what the film was. And then you get to it and I'm like, there were so many things that I was not necessarily, I don't need everything to have like ties to them, but I also was kind of like, there's gotta be a reason for some of this stuff. Like there was, it was just a bunch of stuff that I didn't really uh, connect with, but I was like, man, you know what messed me up though is because I was at least thinking, okay, I guess it's going to be like a Moby Dick or something, but no, wasn't, uh, wasn't really like that. Did you have you seen it? I, I Travis has seen no, but I haven't seen no, I thought it was great. I mean, I thought it was different. I know, no, it was different. I just wish it would have, um, I don't know, I had, had a little bit more deeper because I, again, I was like, man, I, I was thinking there were so many things that I was like, well, what was the, po I didn't know what the point of that stuff was certain things. And, and then, and then sometimes and to Travis's point, sometimes you just kind of shut you, I, like you said, church, you bring me over. there wasn't a point. It just, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah. No, as soon as it ended, I was like, okay, so I guess there was, an, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> cool. I guess. I mean, no, it was, it was a cool idea. The idea itself was great. Um, it's just, I wish, there was like, I don't know, there was like little things that I was like, that's not really the deeper meaning I was thinking of. I was thinking well, like thematics. Yeah, well, I think they were trying to, because obviously when it started off with the the, the TV show that uh, Stephen Ewan was like part of, they were trying <laughs> yeah. to like, they were trying to like, it was trying to be like a parallel thing where it's like, okay, yeah. so, you know, you're taming a beast and mm -hmm. this is like the ultimate beast. It's literally yeah. a creature in the sky. But you're not uh, acting with it, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, mean, was, I know. I, I know. That's what I was like. Well, okay. Yeah. I, at first I was kind of like, you know, but the second time when I watched it, I was like, you know what? I get what he was trying to do there. And I, I like it. It's ambitious and everything. And, you know, yeah. the scene where everybody gets sucked up. And you actually oh, my God. Inside, that freaking scene freaked well, me but the that, fuck but out. But even, even like that, that's what I mean, though, by like the, there was like weird kind of like things to it. Because it was like, like, okay, there's two things, right? You have the Akira slide, which... I just watched Akira like a few days ago, which yes. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. And I, I got it, but I was like, dude, that's badass. But then you have, so at that moment, whenever he's like trying to draw it out, he's like, hey, the next hour or whatever, you're going to be entertained from that moment until the end is when it ends. And I was like, 
okay, well, I mean, that's cool, but like, I, I give me, so, you made it seem like he's been doing this for the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, not, this isn't whatever. But I mean, it's cool, whatever. I just, again, for thematics, I get what you mean. But, but Garza, a tangent though, there is a video out there that you'll be super entertained with. It's every Akira slide on film. <laughs> like, like th- there is a super cut of just the original Akira slide and then yeah. every time someone else has done well, and it. It's, it's funny because when I started watching Akira, like I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm watching it. And all of a sudden it happens. And I was like, oh, it just happens. It, I was thinking it was like some like fucking big you know, big, big moment, but it was like, no, that was just, it just happened that way. You know what I mean? Like it was just, that was cool. You know what I mean? Like the, the, he didn't make it a big deal. It just looked badass. You know what I mean? Yes. Which, which I, which I really appreciated because there was no, you know, it was nothing like, Oh man, he did something like crazy. It was just like, no, he was just doing something. Cause it just looked cool. And boom, back in 80, you know, 80, whatever, you know, like 88 i think i had to remind myself when i carry yeah yeah i because i actually just finally got the 4k of it because the 4k um has the original english dub and then they did a re-record of the english dub that was Mm -hmm. supposed to be a lot better performances and so i i i kind of like you know as the collector in me i like having like I can mm. choose which dub I'm gonna listen to. Oh, so I, well, I'm 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 big sub, so I don't. Oh no, <laughs> I'm, and I was right; it was 88. But no, I, I agree. I, I'm normally if you give me a if you give me an option between a sub and yeah. a dub, I'm like, oh no, give me the subtitles. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're one of those. Like I'm not. Yeah, I want emotion. I want emotion in my voice actor. Sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like I. I mean, yeah. Sometimes if yeah, if 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 the if the um the dubbing is really bad, then okay, sure. Yeah. But you know, I thought like like the last thing I watched that was full on, you know, dubbed was Squid Game, and I thought the voice acting. Oh, the no, voice- I shut that thing off as soon as it starts. Like no. I need Korean. I need. I need the subtitles. Like I started, and and, and it was really funny because that's one of the situations where I turned to Heather and I went, "Can we turn on the subtitles, please?" And she went, "Yeah, please." Yeah, you didn't like it, huh? I, I was the same as you, Dave. I I did I did the the dub. Yeah, I did oh, the no. dub. I, well, I'm lazy. Well, just just for anybody that needs to know or Scott, if you ever in a, in a, in a teaching situation again, or, or you need to give any advice. Cause a teacher told me this one time and it changed everything for me and Avery. So Avery's dyslexic. And, um, I was explaining, you know, certain things and, and we were talking, and this is like years ago. This is, I think she was like six or seven. And, um, we got on the top topic of like enjoying films and enjoying things. And he was like, oh, well, you know, if y'all watch a lot of stuff at home, um, you should actually watch it in English, but with uh, subtitles that'll actually help her not only hear the words, but read the words at the same time. So that she starts understanding it. Yeah. And I'm talking about literally a few years later, pff, she's reading novels, you know, um, at 12th Good grade idea. level. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, dude, that is the craziest. I would not have thought, hey, look, if you, you know, to help out with dyslexia, because they don't. They don't see it as reading because they're just enjoying whatever they're watching. But I was like, damn, dude, that's that's good. Well, it's kind of the same concept as like reading and, and Travis, you probably know that. But, you know, reading, reading to your kids, you know, yeah. reading bedtime stories, even when you have to read the same book over oh, yeah. and over. Uh, right now with Cal. <laughs> it's good. Oh, yeah. Well, for right now, it's good night, good night construction site. 
I, nice. I I'm I'm waiting for the moment. It's like because I've had this book for like all three boys, but it's getting to the point with Calum that it's like I'm about to have this thing memorized. Like I even perform it the same way every time I read it. Like it's you should just record, dude. Just record yourself <laughs> reading it and then play it at night. Like here, here you go, kids. We're we're in 21st century in this house, okay? <laughs> hit play just do it hit right play there. you're good dude yeah. don't even need to do anything and you have no, when you record shows yeah. oh no i've actually uh, i've i've done a um i guess i can reveal this now as a as a joke for amanda colbert during the uh the, the lockdown i did a i was experimenting with recording an audiobook so i actually recorded an audiobook version of me reading go the fuck to sleep ah <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious, by the way. If you've never read that book, that book is hilarious because it's basically Good Night Moon. Yeah, before adults, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But speaking of books, Garza, yes, mm-hmm. what yeah. happened with you? Something with the book? Eh? Yeah, man. Uh, finally came out with uh, the book um, that I've I've been kind of just literally. I, it's crazy to think of like of this book that I've released, which is only one part. It's only it's the first part. Second part is done and all that. I just got to edit it and do all that stuff. But, um, you know, one of the things that I was really adamant about was creating a world that was different and unique, but also like had everything that I cared about that I loved and that I just, I like wanted to see. And, and it was funny because like, I never, and even like at this point, I don't see any, stories that are like kind of what I'm what I've kind of done um with these I don't know with the magical systems you know what I mean like it's very it's actually pretty simple as I if I think about it like if I'm thinking about it like as as realistically as it can be it's pretty simple I mean you have water and fire going at each other right but it's it's also the circumstances of kind of why why certain things even happen throughout the story it's basically and scott will probably you'll probably relate to this if you were to just read it read it it's basically romeo and juliet but they have a kid you know what i mean oh no, and, and, and that's usually the best way you know people have talked about that i think steven likes to talk about that when you like sell books or sell movies like like the way you just did it, it's like what you have to mm-hmm yeah do for people is you have to give them a frame of reference to go yep. yeah yeah Something it, well known. It's, <laughs> yeah it's romeo and juliet with a kid but also in the world of game of thrones with lightsabers if that makes sense absolutely and, and i've read and like i said i've read i've read the first part i've read uh the beginning of it uh and unfortunately garza gave it to me months ago in life yeah but i gave you i gave you an i i will say that that one i gave Both you probably. i wouldn't even consider it even like Cause I changed, I, I rewrote the complete opening, a different opening, and then um, really changed uh, the first chapter up a little bit. But to, the beauty of it that I can tell people right now is even though I haven't read the whole thing, um, it's, it's worth what I did read is worth your time. Like check, honestly, check it out because trust me, I've had people, it's really hard when people that, you know, hand you stuff they've written. Oh yeah. And you're yeah. just like, and I am, I'm like, and you're a reader. You're well, a, I'm a reader. Like, so I it's know. like, you, you really, do you really, 
it's like, do you really want to go there? Because do you realize how harsh I am? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. it's like, <laughs> yeah, not gonna hold back. And that was the thing, oh, you know, the red pin, the red pin. <laughs> oh God, and, oh, I, right, I, and I still, I, you know, and I'm someone who I believe in the philosophy of the red pin. I, I yeah. do, I have, I have not gone to this new school of, oh no, we don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh no, I will bleed well, all over it. <laughs> and that's kind of, that's kind of what I did for like, the, I mean, realistically, I wrote the story a year ago, and when I wrote it, I didn't, I didn't flesh it all the way out like I, like I have now. And it's because I didn't do that, that the way the book reads right now, if 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 I were to say or if, if you guys knew where the story is going, you'd be like, are you fucking kidding? Like, it would sound crazy. However, everything that's in there in the book, in the first one that I've already released, there's things in there that, that if you were to reread after everything is said and done, you're going to be like, oh, OK, so. There's all this shit that that it was already there because I had, you know, in my head subconsciously, I was like, oh, I, I kind of know where I want to go. I know where I want to do things. And, you know, again, it's it's also the inspiration that I was watching and, and learning from with, um, you know, essentially Attack on Titan. And and that really did play a big role in, in the story, because I'm telling you, like, as far as the story is concerned, it, it goes even crazier to where it's going to be wild, but you're also going to go, Oh no, it makes sense. Like, like I tried deconstructing every little thing in, in this situation to go, well, why are they doing this? Or why is this situation happening? And essentially it was like, all right, well, if I'm going to have, if I'm going to have Jedi, I'm going to have Jedi, but I'm also going to have separate power. Like they're not all going to be able to do the same shit. Okay. If they're not all going to do the same shit, what's also going to separate them, you know? And, and also, because essentially what I did was, which in the first part, you're not going to see it because why would you? But um, essentially the world is Pangea. So if you can imagine Pangea and then one continent that wasn't part of it, if, if it was our world, all our cultures technically would be meshed together, right? So, you know, certain cultures are going to be dominant more than, than other ones. So like I haven't seen a story where you could see uh, – a Viking character interact with a native American character and an American character and a Japanese character all around the same, you know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, middle Eastern or Spanish, all of these characters can interact because I mean, they would all be influenced by the same, I mean, if they're on the same mainland. Right. I mean, of course you don't see that at the very beginning. Cause why would you, that's, too much but unless, unless you actually do what you did which was uh, when he sent me a, a draft he sent me a map and i went okay oh, yeah. it was like you yeah. won you won. Yeah. yeah yeah when, when yeah. a book has a map at the beginning you go I, it's like I, it's <laughs> little details like that though and i really commend you on that car so when you sent like uh, uh the stuff and of course the 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 cover and then of course that mm -hmm. map i was like okay yeah you you've done your fucking you know, you did your homework. Yeah, you well, yeah. And, and because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I was like, well, I don't, I don't want to, essentially, I didn't want to make it um, too fantasy, even though it is, obviously it's clearly fantasy, but <laughs> I went, I did go the George route where, Hey, look, you, I'm not, I'm not, you're not going to be seeing like fucking fantasy names. You're not going to be, you know what I mean? Like these weird, not Star Wars Tolkien. names, like like crazy yeah. names. Yeah, yeah, but you're not you're not going to be seeing these these Tolkien names because I'm not <laughs> writing a Tolkien story. You know what I mean? Like my world, and specifically 
as I was writing these characters, I was like, God damn, like I, as I'm reading the dialogue that I've written in some of these instances, I'm like, I, I don't know how I came up with it, but I just did. Um, and then I go, well, it's probably because of all the shit I've watched. I just feel, you know, yeah, you, you can kind of, yes. you kind of get, you know, that, that feeling. And so, um, you know, and, and again, also it's, it kind of leads to the whole, well, if I was going to do my own star Wars, this is what I would do. Whereas, well, the only thing I love about Star Wars, I know, is uh, the lightsaber. So I needed weapons that could light up. Well, rather than just swords, what if it was war hammers and maces and freaking tomahawks and halberds and, you know, all these fucking weapons that can light up that all have different kind of power sets that you don't know about really until you, you see them. And also, if they're all powerful in their own right how come they haven't either taken each other out or you know what has happened and um you know i'm a big i'm a big sucker for for history and stuff like that and so again going on to the why of everything like i really took zach's approach and and kind of getting these two houses in order so that everything else that's going to happen later on is so believable you're going to be like no, i mean it makes sense um because essentially it's it's like Game of Thrones and Star Wars, and then it's going to eventually end up like a Justice League, if that yeah. makes sense. You get what I mean? Because of the trajectory that's going to happen with everything. And I don't know. I just felt I was like, you know, man, well, look, I'm I'm interested in the story. I haven't I don't see anything like this. I haven't I haven't seen anything, even if people were to bring up Avatar, which some people have, you know, Avatar, they don't have, I mean, they have their skills and their elemental powers and all that, but they don't, when they have, you know, fire, that's cool. They can have some kind of manipulation with like lightning and stuff. But, you know, what if you have a country that's like America that their power set has lightning and shape-shifting? What, what would they do? What would that country technically do if they were like us, right? And I live here in America, so I can have fun with that, right? So writing that kind of <laughs> writing that kind of like, dude, like America, right? Like I think of the president, all the, like, there's so much shit that I was having fun with it. I was like, God damn, dude. Like the, the deeper I get into this, it's more, um, I can have fun with that because it's, it's America, even though it's not the main story, but yeah. it's just, yeah. So anyways, so, uh, I released the first part. Um, is it on like, it's on yeah, Amazon yeah, or anything? Yeah, Amazon. All right. Do you have uh, a link? Because I, I meant to ask you about that before you join. If you have a link, drop it in the chat so people can. Is it pinned on your Twitter? Number one, gotta. I know. I yeah, didn't yeah, see yeah, it. Pin that shit. Good, good, good. Yeah. Is it on your Twitter? Yeah. It's on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. I was gonna ask you when you talked about how you know where it's going because everyone I feel like that writes has a different process. What was your mm -hmm. process from getting the like even not spoiling oh. anything, but from point A to point B? Like, do you put a bunch of stuff down and film like little stuff later that you can come back to? Is it kind of like a movie treatment? Is it you do one book and then the other? How do you, what was your idea as far as, okay, I'm going to put this all down obviously before you write it. Well, maybe you don't, maybe it's all in your brain, but most people, they like put stuff down. Like I usually have a word document when I'm writing stuff. And then there's, there's little things I'll kind of think of. I try to do like the act one, act two, act three, but sometimes it kind of amalgamates into stuff. So what about for you? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Uh, so when I when I was first figuring it out, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to have a Romeo and Juliet situation, okay, fine. If they have a kid, though, and they still are, it's still kind of Romeo and Juliet, why are they, why can't they be together? Okay, mm -hmm. so this is the reason why. 
And so as I started fleshing that out, I was like, all right, well, if I want them to be these, these two kind of people that, um, like what, what would happen with, if they had their, I decided basically, well, okay, let me just, let me flesh this out. I kind of have idea. I like, I would, I would like write literally like a sentence of each chapter. The log line pretty pretty much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically of of what I wanted to happen. And, and, and this is what's, what's funny in this first part, as I was writing like around, I want to say it's like the 12th chapter, um, Mm -hmm. which I do have a lot of point of view characters, but I mean, I feel they're, they're all kind of connected to each other. So you get to see other people, you get familiar with it, I feel like, but um, there was a certain situation and, and I was like, I just, I didn't real I didn't think that I was going to go this route. And then I was like, oh, I guess I kind of need to, for the story to, mm-hmm. to kind of make it make sense. And so I did that and then I wrote it and then, okay, fine. I, I got to the very end. But after that, like I knew there was like little ideas that I knew where one of the, one of the characters would kind of like their, their overall structure. But then, and that was a year ago. So then when I started working on the second, the second volume that I'm working on currently, and I started breaking out the point of views and and some of the newer ones and the story beats that I wanted, I was like, well, I know that I'm going to be time skipping. Right. So there's going to be certain characters are going to be technically in the future essentially, but their current timeline. And so with the second volume, I was actually able to do a, a split timeline. And again, maybe it's just because I know certain things that I need to come across, but with the past events and the present events, like kind of the way two. I've written it, it yeah, they're, they're, you, you don't know certain things that are happening in the present. You kind of get hinted about things and you're kind of like, oh, okay. It's interesting. You don't know why certain things have happened, but in the past, you're, you're like learning about what caused these future events. And it kind of, they just both play off of each other. And I was like, fuck, I like in my head, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm, it, it's not confusing if that makes sense. Cause you get to like learn. And so with, with this, like this strategy, then all of a sudden I went, Oh, okay. Well, if, if I'm going to do this, I need to figure out a lot of these other character arcs down the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, that's how I got to, holy shit. I was going to like, it doesn't make sense to you guys. Cause you're not going to know about it anyways. But like, <laughs> I literally created my own order 66 and created my own. No, I'm your father without, no without it being obvious. You get what I mean? Like, I was like, no, it's oh. not right in everybody's face. It's no, it's not. And yeah. and the reason why I say that is because as I was I was watching or as I was writing it, I was like, holy shit! I just realized I could connect all these dots. And I remember because the only other person that knows any of this, which is kind of silly, because it's you know my daughter, but you know she's fifteen, she gets it. <laughs> when I had explained to her several things, she was like, oh yeah, yeah. she was she was into it. And then like like a day later, I had texted her. I was like, dude you know what that means? I said, that's, and then I, I explained it to her and I was like, that's literally my, no, I'm your father. And she was like, wow. Because even she, even all these little points that she knows about it, it had to like be connected a certain way that you're like, Oh fuck. Got it. And 
to basically be able to to do that in a story without it feeling convoluted or at least for because obviously that'd be silly like i'm not going to have a character basically tell somebody that i'm your father like no i'm no, you're <laughs> not going to do that yeah, but if you yeah. do a crafty way into mm-hmm. something like that. Right, yeah. but but even then though, it's like I I, I don't want to have like that's again that's basically the the trope, right? Like oh I'm some some lost whatever you don't know, but that doesn't in my story it probably it wouldn't definitely doesn't work. Um, but being able to look at that from a a writer standpoint, it kind of like it even tripped me out. I was like God damn dude, maybe I'm just. I'm overthinking it or I'm just so deep into my world that I don't, I don't see anything that's happening like this because I mean, I I don't know. I just have, I haven't seen anything that's, that's used like the elements. Like for instance, you know, the main character, they have super strength and they have hydrokinesis. Right. So like essentially if you were going to fight somebody that had super strength, I mean, you you don't, you can't use a fort because the fort's not going to do shit. They could just break it down. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had to make a reason why they wouldn't, why they wouldn't be able to use that or why they wouldn't use it. You know what I mean? All these little, all these little fucking like, not, not plot holes. Cause that's not really what it is, but it's just looking at the story from that deconstruction point and really breaking it down to its, to its essence and going, all right, well, if, okay. Well, if this happened, cause there is a moment in the story too early where a character realizes something and it all of a sudden it's like, that's exactly why none of these other countries are, are in, are in war because at a certain point, like you can't really be at war with a country that could do something, you know, for instance, like if somebody has, um, cause one of these, one of these uh, countries has the uh, it's like Dr. Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. So quantum mechanics and stuff like yeah. that, quantum, you know? So if somebody can basically, I don't, I mean, atomize buildings and shit like that. Like what's the point in going to war at them? Right. Like it wouldn't like there, there's no reason for that to happen. Now, granted those, that person in that country could go to war, which is interesting, which does happen, but it's like those little things. Like if there's these certain offsets of power, they're not going to, they're going to cancel each other out almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like, I just really wanted fucking lightsabers. <laughs> that's, <laughs> where that's where it all started. That's where it's like a perfect weapon, right? Like how does, was, how do you duplicate that? Yeah. yeah I know, well, yeah, it was. And I, and that, and that was actually the whole concept for the book. I was like, how can I make a lightsaber? Like, I, I was just like, fuck it. I want a light. I want a lightsaber. I don't care. Right. Like, but also if, if there's a reason for it, if there's something that means to it, yes, the old, the old legends of, uh, of lightsabers, you know, you had green because it was, um, what was it? It was closest to the the good or whatever, right? You yeah, blue, yeah. Blue, like different yeah. color. But yeah. then you, you didn't ever really know. Like you just okay, it was in the backlogs, and it was kind mm-hmm. of like the yeah. lore, technically. You know what I mean? If you yeah. watch the yeah. movies, you never got any of that. It's just right. Like, yeah, you, know, colors. you had to read yeah. like the encyclopedias. Yeah, or, yeah. Right. Exactly. video games. Yeah, Knights like, of uh, Republic had all. Smith the... has red. That's all we really. Yeah, know. yeah. Right, like red's evil, and I was like, yeah. you know what? But what if red wasn't evil? What if red was just a color and and. I mean, it's just a badass power set. Like, dude, it, for me, red, I think of fires. I was like, oh, well, I'll make it fire. Anyways, so I was like, you know, all right, well, these, not only these colors are going to make a difference, but there's, they're also going to have a different meaning. I mean, obviously, you know, what's the color that everything breaks off of, right? 
what is it? White. White, exactly. Right. So I wanted, I was like, all right, well, I'll have white be like the main one, which doesn't exist anymore because there's, there's reasons. And so that's why they're all broken out into these different colors because that white was the, basically the, the, if you can think of it, like the everything all in one, well, they got split up and that's why they're different colors. Mm. But, um, I was like, well, if I can make the colors make, if they, if I can make the colors like kind of fit with the characters and all that, that's cool. But how, like what I can't just, I can't have a light, right? <laughs> I just can't. Cause that's just silly. However, I could have a weapon and it just lights up. I mean, there's nothing against that, right? If I had a sword, you know, a, a samurai sword, and it lights up a certain color, that's that's cool. I was like, well, but how... It's got to light up somehow. You can't just do whatever. And I was like, you know what? What if the user has to utilize their blood to activate the weapon, and that's why it actually... Not only does it does it show up the color that they're that's in their training and in their blood, but that weapon is literally tied to them. Nobody else yeah. can use their weapon. So it's almost yeah. like it's like when you know a, I mean? like like a the finger pit uh, or whatever the hell like James Bond's had that. Yeah, the palm. Or, yeah, the palm print or whatever the hell like it only it's to him or something like that. It's, bio, exactly. it's biometrically tied to him. There yeah. you go. That, exactly, which means which means that nobody else can use their weapon, right? Yeah. But that also means that technically they could still use their weapon, just not their power. If they, if, I mean, essentially you got to learn. It'll just be a normal it. weapon. Right. Yeah. But yeah. you still also got to, you know, make sure that you're not thinning out because obviously you're using blood. Right. So that's a, yeah. that's a big thing. So I was like, but also I wanted to have more than just swords. So like tomahawks and like I mentioned, warhammers, like that just, that's just cool to, to think. But, um, you know, again, I, I just wanted to have fun. So, um, yeah, that's it. Welcome, Game of Thrones lightsaber, man. It's a big thing to do. You to do the no, task I'm... and still put it out there and stuff like that. So, and it's hefty it. too. It's hefty. I mean, when when you sent me the copy, I was like, "Whoa, look at that!" A lot of I pages. Mean, and right now on Amazon, I mean, it's almost it's nearly four hundred pages, and they're and it's only two ninety nine. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah. seriously, like, yeah, yeah. I posted a link in the chat for anybody who wants to uh, go uh, go grab a copy. Do it. Do it. Well, and also, just real quick though, too. There's um, at least just from what other people have said that, that have read it, 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 it reads, it's pretty fast paced. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not just bullshit. You know what I mean? Like each, <laughs> like, again, I, I tried to, to take the Zach approach and go like, this all needs a reason to happen and for all this shit to happen and all that. So I don't know. I feel, I feel like, you know, there's no like, um, pages and pages of food. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I was saying so there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But yeah. how many how 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 many volumes do you think it'll end up being? Is there like any kind well, of like have you mapped that out, outlined or whatever? Well, technically, it's volume. I, I want five volumes. Okay, but I'm only breaking up the first the first one and and maybe the second one just because of page count. But after that, if if people start picking it up and start enjoying it, then I, you know, volume three, I won't probably have to do that because you know reading 200,000 words in a, in a novel. That's a lot. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. and, and <laughs> well, I know, but, <laughs> but I just, you know, and it's, and also writing this and, and I'll, and I'll change the subject personally, just cause I know we can, but as I've been writing this and, and learning how to not only communicate dialogue, but communicate world history and just in general, just anything, 
I was so let down by the fucking Mandalorian. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I was watching it and I was like, man, they're treating me like I'm an infant. Like they're, oh, yeah. they're like, they were saying things and they were like, Hey, I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. It was like, yeah, they tried to hunt us or something like that. And then the next moment they would be getting, you know, attacked by the, the people that they said, yeah, they tried to hunt us. And it's like, in my head, I'm like, but you, you just told us that now you're showing us. So, I mean, anybody else like that season finale, I was like, okay, all right. Well, you, what? Okay, he's, he's it was dead. entertaining. It was entertaining. It was entertaining, but yeah, this season was a little rough. But there were some See, parts and where I just I mean, never felt that way. It, I it, just, was, it was the writing, it necessarily like wasn't rough, it was just the writing that was kind of like, why yeah. are they saying these things? But yeah, there's some like, yeah, when it comes to dialogue, yeah, I, I can get that a lot of exposition and stuff like that, sure. But then I really enjoyed the action parts of the season like anytime that the mandalorians were actually like doing some shit i was like oh this is cool and i thought when it came to um all the uh you know when it came to the last two episodes specifically i thought those were the best ones of the season and you know i would i would agree with that yeah yeah and i thought it ended in true star wars fashion of the fact that it's like you got a battle going on right out here Mm -hmm. you got a battle right here you got a battle right here I mean, and, you know, I think it was <laughs> the, the, the the things that I always made fun of. It was always rough when it comes to little Grogu doing his flips, his runs. And I'm just like, <sighs> every time I see it, I'm like, OK, he's adorable. I get it. But, man, it gets a little rough when he's doing like some action work because they're I mean, I, I love the fact that they're keeping it as practical as possible. But, man, sometimes I'm like. See, I just yeah. let I let that stuff go. I'm just, I can't. I, yeah, I know, I'm just. I I'm just kind of like what Travis said. Earlier. I'm just enjoying Star Wars. Mm. And the fun part is that in the past week or so, um, I'm not quite done with it. I'm halfway through season mm. six, but I have finally, I have finally started binging my way through Clone Wars, uh-huh. and and uh, and doing it in chronological order. Which thank God, once you get like halfway through season three, because once you get through halfway oh, through season I know. three, isn't it crazy? It's like it's like seasons one, two, the first half of three. It's like it's like fifty-two pickup. But once you hit like that midway point of season three, it's like oh, I can just watch the episodes as is. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, but it was fun though too because I watched. Like I said, I haven't finished Clone Wars yet, but I had seen just enough so that by the time I started watching like these later episodes of Mandalorian. I had seen the episodes of Clone Wars I needed to see to give me the context or to at least give me more context to enjoy the Mandalorian. So maybe but have from you been Rebel Jet? No. No, so oh, that's the thing. Well, this oh, is what dude. I'm doing because I gotta get halfway through yeah. season six, finish season seven. <laughs> Even though I know that Rebels came out before season seven yeah, came out. I'm just gonna yeah. yeah, chronologically, uh well release order. I'm sticking with the chronology of I'm gonna mm-hmm. finish through Clone Wars, I'm gonna jump to Rebels, and then I'll jump back to Bad Batch. Cause I know because ba- I, I know in the Star Wars timeline where everything happens, but in my brain it's like I'm gonna do Clone Wars, I'll jump to Rebels, especially before Ahsoka comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. And I finally want to see my boy Thrawn because, you know, being an OG, you know, ex- expanded universe, quote, legends guy, you know, Thrawn's my boy. So it's yeah. like it's uh, I'm enjoying that. And and then I, I think I posted on social media last Friday. It was so great. 
I got to show Liam and Declan the first Star Wars movie for the first mm-hmm. time and show them the theatrical version. What so, did you, you showed them New Hope first? I showed him New Hope first, good, and good. I showed them the non-special edition mm-hmm. version. Oh wow, you actually have that one, huh? Oh yeah, two. I, I, I love two. Yeah. I love it. I love it when everyone's like, "How did you have that?" And I just took a picture, going,2006, baby." The the, the, the DVDs, right? The that DVDs. Came in the three? That's what I have too. Yeah, I bought mm-hmm. the, the prequels didn't matter, but I bought those at like a Best Buy in America when I was there. They didn't have them yes, because back. it was in the tin. It was in the yeah. tin box set. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I have. I have DVDs of the original theatrical mm-hmm. versions of the OG trilogy. So I had, always, I remember a couple of years ago, um, actually, no, I take that back. It was like three years ago. Now Liam got to go to Disney world and he went through like the, the, the Jedi training and all of that. Oh, cool. And I, I did a special episode of on patreon.com at squadcast media of, um, <laughs> I, um, I'm a Jedi like my father before me was the name of the discussion. It was Ray and me talking about how am I going to how am I going to bring my boys to Star Wars? And I said, I'm going to show them in release order. Yeah, and, for the o- and for the OG trilogy, I'm going to show them the theatrical versions. first. I'll show them this. They can watch the special editions later, but I'm going to show them the OG version. The Perfect. only thing that disappointed me was Declan. He's seven years old. He's in the first grade. He leans over to me and goes, so when does he tell him that he's his father? And I went, damn it! Damn it! And, and I was like, and I was like, shh, shh, I don't know if Liam knows. I know he's yeah. 10 and you're seven, but obviously you get it ruined for you. Yeah. And I called him over and I was like, Declan, you're not in trouble. I just yeah. want to know. How do you know that Darth Vader is Luke's father? He goes, oh, somebody at you know his after well, school program yeah, and i was yeah. just like <laughs> should have been like listen here buddy if you fucking open your mouth one more goddamn time about that i promise you you're not gonna like it no i'm just kidding uh, right. i think avery knew but i showed her release order and after watching them all i mean talking about like even i think episode or force awakens had come out um and so she'd watch them all and even then she was kind of like like she already knew what her favorite was. So I asked her, you know, what was it? And she was like, no, a new hope. And I was like, it's interesting because it's, I mean, essentially that's what happened with the star Wars fans originally. I mean, they saw the first one and they were like hooked. That's what, that's what got them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, <laughs> listen, Hey man, I, I love vague, vague descriptions and things like that. That really saved George Lucas's ass. Oh my uh, God. You know, uh, from a certain <laughs> point of view. Yeah, exactly. I do. Hey, listen, I'm, I am, I love it. Um, but my like, dude, it, like, come on, man. Uh, yeah, after, after, after a new hope, because it does have a, it's, it's like, you know, beginning, middle, and end. I mean, mm-hmm. it has an end. You, you know what I mean? There. Like, oh, yeah. he got an award. Yeah, like, the heroes won. That's up. the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. done, dude. Yeah. So when you, you know, and it's not a bad thing because I love Empire Strikes Back, but you know, whenever you go after that, you're like, oh, but I th- well, what was the cer- what was the ceremony for? But all right, whatever. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's cool. Um, but Avery, Avery was like, nah, I like a new hope. I was like, okay, you know, it makes sense why, why that film, you know, works, which is crazy, because. There's not well for me. It's crazy for me because, like, dude, I love Revenge of the Sith because <laughs> of the fucking lightsabers. Like, oh, yeah. the uh, that, yes, the oh, you yes. know what I mean. Well, yeah, it's the best one of the prequels for sure. Well, absolutely, absolutely. 
Yeah. Which, you know, give me, give me those fucking lines. You know what I mean? Like you're breaking my heart. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I love it. You know what I mean? Um, well, because Revenge of the Sith was like of the prequel trilogy. For me, I remember going to see it at midnight back in, you know, 05. And mm-hmm. just being like, we've sat through the prequel trilogy because this is the story. Yeah, this is what we wanted. This is what we wanted. <laughs> like, yeah. like, Revenge of the Sith was finally... We, we, we got through Attack of the Clones to get here. <laughs> yes, we, we yeah. watched Phantom Menace, we watched Attack of the Clones, but we're doing all of this because, like, like in my head, You're it like, was we like, want to see the Vader. I want to see, I want to see Anakin and Obi Wan like Throw duke it out yeah. because yeah. that was a story that, like you were talking about earlier, Garza, was in lore. It mm-hmm. was in the encyclopedia. Like, yeah, but you never like I knew that they had a fight on a volcano planet because <laughs> the encyclopedia told me. Like, that's mm-hmm. all I had. So I was just, like, ready for it. So when you see the images of Mustafar, you're like, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. But we got somebody else joining right now. <laughs> oh. That is the sexiest thing I have ever seen. Hey. Hey, Steve. How's it going? <laughs> I went ahead and put himself in four three. Okay. Yeah, you did. First I know, of I sh- all. A New Hope is the best one. Oh. Secondly, I agree with Garza. Fucking Mandalorian season three is trash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm with these I'm, two. Well, I'm not. I won't go as far as trash, but a very. Yeah, middling. it's not trash. But... Hey, listen, listen, man. I, I, I saw just two episodes and I had to quit. <laughs> listen, <laughs> quit. If, if they can make Andor <laughs> look and feel the way it felt when it's lit. I, I watched Andor, I was like, man, this show really doesn't do anything for me. But it looked like a fucking film. Every single episode almost looked like a film. And I was like, dude, this True. is intriguing to me. Like, they were on, they were on, like, on location and shit. On the, I don't even remember what the fucking plot was. I just remember, dude, those, that's real grass. Holy shit. They're, like, really outside. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then you get, you get something like nothing, you know, again, it's, I know I'm beating a dead horse, but Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan show is like, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, yeah, see, I'll yeah. agree with you on Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan was one that was just like, oh. Which yeah. blows my mind. Like, they literally, all they had to do is just, dude, just give us Vader and fucking Obi-Wan. Right. Like, give us that last episode (laughs) i mean uh, yeah that 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 exchange between them two at the end was like the best part of that whole thing but i'm trying to trying to remember the other parts of it i'm like oh yeah there's little leia Uh, okay i like i like the premiere of kenobi when they do just the episode of him like classic like down and out like gunslinger about to get into it i like because that's just you in for an hour doing his thing but yeah the middle it's like for me this the first episode the last episode episode, yeah yeah, and the rest yeah yeah, Yeah. it's all over which is which is something you can look at from afar going yeah they didn't know what the fuck to do they basically well, that was also one of those things where they go, you could tell that it was, that they've said it was a, they took a movie script and then tried right, to, well, should have stayed a movie. Well, here's the thing. Stayed a movie, stayed, yeah, right. Like a movie. But here's the thing too, is that if you're going to, if you're going to use canon and lore, as far as Star Wars is concerned, and I, and, and I know we're all, I know I was like a big spouter of like, dude, we, like Vader says, last time I saw you, I was the mm-hmm. learner. Now I'm the master, right? Like, so that in my head, obviously that could, that's not that vague. I mean, that's pretty vague. I mean, that's pretty on point of, yeah, I was 
a student last time I saw you. Now I'm the master. Well, you can't be Vader 10 years into your fucking reign no. and go, no, I'm still a student. No, you're, you're fucking Vader at that point. Like, bro. Yeah. That's not he even says not that he even says he's va- like, he said the Anakin's yeah. completely dead. I like, I killed yeah. him. So exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, well, okay. But if, well, okay. Well, that doesn't make sense now. In the like, I don't care. It doesn't really mm-hmm. matter to me. However, if you're gonna use that, we have to stick to this lore. And guess what? Almost broke it. And you, I know, <laughs> I know, Obi Wan's not gonna die. I know Luke's not gonna. Die. Well, why are you giving me this storyline? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. when Aunt Beru and they're being chased. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what dude, are we just, doing here? Hey, dude, just give yeah. me like. I would I would even fucking love dream sequences each episode of of him just having PTSD fighting Vader and something ha- like it's an alternate universe. I don't give me give me yeah. something where I can go, hey, he never faced Vader again until mm-hmm. the next when we see him in a new hope. I'm cool with that. To be honest, I mean, I think they should have taken the approach of like, what if, I mean, I know he was all down and out and everything, but what if there was like another Jedi that was also like trying to, you know, be um Try not to be recognized, something like that. He took him under his wing, but then of course he's suffering the PS, you know, of, of the fact that he fucked up with Anakin. So, mm-hmm. you know, there could be tension right there while having the flashbacks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just having the little Leia thing, which that was okay. I mean, she was adorable and whatever, but I thought that was a little bit much. And then, like you said, when it came to the whole Luke thing, and they were going to go after Luke, and we're just like, okay, but. <laughs> Oh, Ooh, I just I'm remember so what you were talking about. Gee, yeah, Reva. Dad running. Oh fuck! Yeah, that there's was literally like a Sith. There's ever. a there's a Sith user in the Skywalker home that we never knew about, like cutting things up and things. And that was uh, one yeah, of the worst things. Just, not only that. Not only that. She. <laughs> I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to feel sorry for her. Like what? 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 Oh what yeah, that was a about? very quick turnaround. Of yeah, I was whole, like, dude, yeah. you, you just fucking let her be evil. That, that yeah. was. I know yeah, they that's... had to do that whole thing where it was like, okay, you're trying to tie it to that yeah. whole. Okay. Yeah, they just. I think they were just trying. I mean, they had a lot. They probably had a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and they probably mm-hmm. had like a whiteboard, and they were like, all right, how do we? And they were just rearranging things. They were trying to lengthen the movie. Yeah. They just had they Ewan had. and Vader. That's all they yeah. had. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. what else? What else can we do? Well, young people love young like kids. We can do Leia. Like, I know. That's which, what, which I, mean, I that's thought was did. like a. Yeah, which I didn't actually mind as a reason to get him off. The plot of the original Obi-Wan script did not have him protecting Leia. It didn't even have Vader in it, supposedly. might have been in it, but not like that. (laughs) And they were like, all right. We gotta we gotta capture the fucking lightning in a bottle that we got with with Mando and fucking Grogu with the young. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just funny. Yoda. It's just funny that that you know you could have it to where when she's like, "Hey Obi Wan, you you helped my father in the the Clone Wars, yeah. but also you helped me like a couple <laughs> years ago. You remember? I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> like yeah. what? That's exactly what happened. But whatever, man. Hey, I'm cool with it. I'm just saying, Mandalorian. You could tell that. Um, I, I felt like the essentially the writers kind of ran out of things to do with him. That's why they, they mm-hmm. made it almost all about Mandalore and, and Bo-Katan, which that whole, that whole thing too. I was like, why is she just sitting there on her fucking throne by herself on her own planet? <laughs> doing nothing things for possibly a year. Doing oh, nothing. It's dramatic posing. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking sitting there the whole time. I'm like, do you not eat? You don't, you don't care about fucking other people or what? And then that was when I realized I was like, Oh, okay. So in, in the Mandalorian, 
and this happened in in the last episode or of not the last episode but a couple of the episodes before i was like oh okay so when they're talking about these other planets they're consisting of maybe 50 to 100 people that live on this world there's no other like when i saw navarro and i was like this uh what's his name uh apollo creed was, was talking yeah. about creed. um yeah. citizens of navarro oh, no. i was like i was like oh so that's literally all the people that are on this planet. Like that—that's a whole massive planet. Well, at least and in that little city, you know. I—I I don't know. I mean, they don't go anywhere. Like there is nothing yeah. else. It's just Navarro, right? Same thing with Bo-Katan. I was like, why is she by herself on a throne that's not comfortable? I know it's not because it's stone. <laughs> and I was like, what is she doing? Like, what is? And I don't. It just—it was weird to me. I was like, okay, I guess. Why is she helping him then? I don't. I don't know. I, I like there was just a lot of things where I was like, oh, okay. I feel like they're just they're like, hey, Mando, we we really don't know what to do. Um, but what if we just have all these other Mandalorians and uh they go on little adventures like they but to they, be they honest, this I thought that was a, probably a good idea because I was like, I like the fact that there was like a bunch of that and they that's I, the part I, I liked. I, I liked exploring the Mandal the Mandalore history, the especially, first episode, yeah. uh, especially the like first I said, season. because I, uh, you know, I watched Clone. I was watching Clone Wars, and I was getting all that. I know Mandalore that backstory, absolutely. And then you watch the season, you're like, wait, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, the writing got definitely else, took got a somebody fall. else that's joining right now. Um, I don't have a really drop because he's he's a, he's a newbie. So uh, we got Mr. Anderson from I Stone Podcast. You know what you need? Hey. You know what you need? You huh. need... It's the... Come on, dude. Mr. The Matrix. Mr. Mr. Anderson. Anderson. That's the easy one. Yep. Oh, there, you go. there you go. That's good. That's yep. good. How's it going, guys? Good. good. How you doing? Hey. Good. good. Uh, Garza, really excited for your book. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Just got to say that. Yeah, I wasn't going to get on tonight, but I told Dave I wanted to ask you some questions. So... Uh, I know well, people are probably tired of hearing you talk about it, but uh, I got more <laughs> questions. <laughs> I was in the chat and people are like, we need a new topic. And I'm like, I want to hear this guy talk for hours about this. Like I'm, yeah. I'm really interested. So, uh, no, um, not at all, man. Hey, no, listen, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you, if you know this, but, uh, I'm a narcissist, so I'm all good for it. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, I, I write all the time. I'm constantly like I got notepads on my phone, constantly writing stuff. But like, I think it was like a couple years ago, I was trying to write a book, and it was just beyond me, and I tapped out on it. So to see somebody, because I mean, how long have you been working on this? So I wrote it about I wrote it last year, and I wrote it. I think I started in February. I ended it in like May or June, but that was two hundred thousand words of writing. That's amazing. And obviously, I just I just wrote it. Like I wasn't trying to like edit it in my in my head my head and then stayed away from it kind of tweaked it a little bit and it wasn't until this year that i really dove into it like hey i need to really really get it down and tight and trim it up and change some things and um but there was like these little things that i noticed i was like oh okay so i was already planning some of these things and you know again i i went the the george lucas route at first where i was kind of vague about certain things um and then i went oh you know what well, I mentioned certain things in this story, but 
because I don't go into it, like I could just build a backstory on this. And because I had watched Attack on Titan, when you watch Attack on Titan, and I know Dave doesn't know what I'm talking about. Sorry. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. What are you talking about? No, I, but you haven't watched the whole thing. You know? I haven't so, watched the series. I watched the movie and I watched some of the series. I, and that's my point right there. Okay. So <laughs> when you watch Attack on Titan and you're, and you're watching it throughout the seasons, each season it feels like it's just like it just keeps going and it gets bigger and bigger and you're like oh shit but then all of a sudden you can literally go back to the first episode and you're like oh this shit all makes sense like there was never a point of oh i was just kind of confused i didn't know what that really served no purpose and so i was like you know what i mean that was that was a major influence so like for me when i started really kind of writing it out i was like well i had written these these kind of situations and these scenes and I was like, well, I can call back, you know, a little bit. And then I was like, no, you know what, though? I'm going to go attack on Titan. I'm going to go fucking all out. So I was like, yep, I know what I can do. And that was it. It was just like a, a quick thing. and um, it, But also, it was just kind of like figuring out a story that wouldn't be boring. Because, like, obviously, I'm... Mm. Dude, if I say Romeo and Juliet, you're going to be like, oh, it's just a love story. And it's like, what's well, right? It's really not. Um, but can that's really all I can... Do you think Attack on Titan kind of helped, like, as a guideline? Not necessarily, like, copying what happens in the story, but just, like, you're watching the show that you admire greatly, and it kind of helps you, like, move your process along, like, inspiring ideas, I guess, is the... No, absolutely, because I realized, I was like, oh, okay, I, I hint at certain things in the first book. Second book, I'm able to actually dive deeper into it, which is what happens in, you know, in, in Attack on Titan. You don't really know about where the Titans come from or what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Second season, you start to kind of pick up a little bit more of that. So I, obviously I don't have Titans in my book, but that's kind of the same thing that I'm doing. But, you know, again, it's kind of like, um, I wasn't going to have like a Darth Vader character cause that'd be silly. Um, but that doesn't mean I can't have a fucking Emperor Palpatine fucking character in my book. Like, who cares? Or a Moff Gideon. Yeah. yeah, something just somebody <laughs> to just like be okay, whatever, just to be bad. But that was the other thing too is I didn't I didn't want like a just an evil fucking person, um, which is also a, I I did you know in, in Attack on Titan. I mean, you don't really you're assuming these Titans are evil. Mm. Okay. Well, all of a sudden, pretty soon later on, you start to learn other things. You're like, oh, okay, that's fucking crazy. And then all of a sudden, your view, your viewpoint switch, and you're like, oh, never mind. I was thinking it was going to be this way, and so that it did really, it gave the foundation for how I was going to make the story go because everything that's going to happen in the story, it all makes sense. There's never a point where it's like, oh, that just feels. That there's never a point where you're gonna sit there and watch and go, oh, Obi Wan's fighting Vader again, even though they <laughs> called it out the first time. Oh, okay, that doesn't make sense. But, so, a uh, question I have for you: like, um, do you have like a main protagonist or like a group of protagonists from the different regions of your of your world? Well, at first they're from two countries, so yeah, they're they're kind of split. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's one main main person. Uh, technically he's the father figure of the story. So if you can imagine that he's trying to raise his daughter, but he's raising her in secret. She's basically stronger than him, but she's also 15. So she can't really control it the way she needs to. And 
what I also enjoy with this is that I'm able to kind of twist things up because, you know, like I said, I have, I have like a country that's like America. And so creating that, like, I'm not going to say that that country is bad. I'm just going to say that I really have this, I have these characters that are fucking just, they're real Americans. You know what I mean? Like they're fucking just, if you can imagine it, they're just like uh manifest destiny, you know, whatever. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I mean, how does that work in a world where you have people that are like extraordinary kind of thing? No, that not only are extraordinary, but they can shape shift and, and use yeah. like maybe okay. They can literally do shit that you you wouldn't even know, right? So it's like, how do they how do they do that? And then you have um there's there's this character that I literally in this in the second volume I fucking love and I I didn't realize I was gonna do this, but um essentially in this other country it's if you can imagine it's it's essentially uh japan uh, japanese culture and all that but in this in this country the main character is actually like literally my version of batman and rorschach combined nice. so he's good he's basically doing he's like on a mystery that he's got to figure some stuff out and it's i mean it's rorschach and batman i can't i can't stress that enough like as you're reading you'll be like oh yeah absolutely i can see i can see this and it's only because I'm able to kind of have these, these fleshed out first, you know, the first uh, two houses that you're reading about, you're like, okay, they make sense. And all of a sudden you get into these new worlds. You're like, Oh fuck. Okay. I get it. Um, and it all, again, it all ties to, to itself and all back to literally chapter one. That's what's even, like I mentioned, I, I just, I was like so adamant. I didn't realize I was going to do that until this year. And I started fleshing out like some of these arcs and I was like, dude, this is some crazy shit that I can do. Um, and let me just put it this way. Zach's idea for the nightmare world and how he was getting there and how he was doing it in BVS and how he was doing it in Justice League and it was going to be there. That also influenced certain aspects as well. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And to be able to, to create all of this shit in a story, it's like, oh, okay. Um, it just at, at first though, it's just Romeo and Juliet really with a kid, <laughs> but it's like yeah. it's gonna. It, it basically is able to. Okay, well, if it's, I mean, it's also BBS to an extent. It's just <laughs> Superman and Batman, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was uh, I was reading the description on Amazon, and it's so like well thought out and very descriptive. And then you get to the bottom and it just says game of Thrones of flight sabers. I started chuckling. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, that was, that was the whole thing, man. I, like I thought I want fucking lightsabers. If anything. Yeah. Well, it's just so cool. Well, I mean, to, like have a book because I mean, it's kind of got me wanting to go back and try to finish what I was doing, but the problem I was having, I think you've probably figured out how to like avoid this. I would introduce characters that would like, have an influence on the uh, the protagonist or, you know, at some point they would cross roads and then it's like, okay, well, how do they have a history? What's their backstory? And then I start going way too deep into that, even though it's not really necessary towards the main story. And then I just kind of get lost in my brain and, mm. and it's hard to like hone in on like what I should really be focusing on to really drive the story. And Man, I, even when I, I think I'm getting it, I'm like, okay, I need to still cut some beef out, you know, <laughs> but then I worry about sacrificing the story itself. So yeah, the, the only thing I did was I, I listened to Zach when he said, 
when he talked about Man of Steel and, and building Superman's house. I mean, we all can attest to that. Like when he yeah. made Man of Steel and, and we watched Man of Steel, we believed that that Superman was in our world. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was, it's the first it's, Superman I felt like I could connect with personally. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it, it really, it made us all go, holy shit, this is what a Superman movie can be like. Mm-hmm. And it was, be- and so now you start to introduce Batman and Wonder Woman and all that. It doesn't feel like, oh, really? That's crazy. Like they exist in this world. How could they? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, no, yeah. I guess they, yeah, of course they could. Why not? I mean, this guy is Superman and he's fucking been here for this long. Like, of course it makes sense. And so when you get to Justice League, you're like, oh, okay, great. But then it all boils down to the why of Superman and how he is the way he is in this world. And uh, has anybody ever read, uh, I think it was, I forgot his last name, but it's Michael something, but he wrote, uh, what's it called? 10,000 Hours, I think is what the, the book's called. Michael, uh, Ma- Malcolm, sorry. Oh my God. Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Gladwell? There you yeah. go. Mm. 10,000 Hours is, is a book he wrote. It's like a, you know, so not psychological book, but it's a book. And it basically talks about, you know, pretty much after he did a lot of things and, and research and all, he, he realized that if you really wanted to do something and be good at it, you needed about 10,000 hours of practice at it. That was kind of like the threshold, which, I mean, that's a lot. Um, yeah. It's not a joke. Um, and so what I what I did was just because of, of our, our um, capabilities now, I literally scoured YouTube like literally listening to people that were writers. Um, I don't know. I haven't read all his books, but I can, I can listen to somebody and go, they know what they're talking about. So Brandon Sanderson, um, if you guys are familiar with it, he has literally hours upon hours of all of his college, literal hour long classes on YouTube, on his YouTube channel for free. Well, there's a lot of other people that have things like that. And so what I realized was as I was watching it, I would see all these things of like things to do, things to not do, like how to write these characters, all this stuff. And because I had already written the book, I was watching it in the sense of, okay, are they going to say something that I did wrong or say something that I did right? And the reason why I even decided, okay, well now's a good time to publish this. Cause I literally, I'm not bullshitting. I started realizing Every single time these these pugnants and these people were talking about things to do, things to do right, things to do, you know, well, things to not do. It was everything I was do- like, hey, like I wasn't trying to, to bullshit, you know, I, I would I didn't have filler in there. And, um, you know, there's I, I don't know how I mean, I know how because it's just how I wanted it. But I've written a lot of women characters and I mean, I didn't even realize in my head that I was like, they're just. I just wrote them as characters. I wasn't writing them as a women character. So, you know, I have two women in my story that are not talking about males, which is the Betchel test. If you guys don't know that, mm-hmm. but it's like that stuff doesn't occur to me because I'm just writing the story and I'm, I'm writing it like a, you know, a human talking to another human. They don't just talk about guys all the time. I know I don't, I don't even, <laughs> I barely talk to myself. Um, <laughs> so it's like, you know, being able to do just watching and studying that and feeling confident that, okay, well, a lot of the things that I did and specifically these tropes that you can kind of twist, listen, man, I'm, I'm all for George Lucas and the hero's journey. I love the hero's journey. Hmm. Uh, you couldn't see the hero's journey in my story right now, but it's there. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> It'll be there, but it's also not going to be some kind of fucking virgin birth that you go, Oh, it just happened out of nowhere. Like there was no father. 
Yeah, it was like there was no father. Like I carried him, I raised him. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> I, I I remember Obi Wan saying, "No, the force flows through us." Right? Or whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> like uh, now you're now you're talking about midi chlorians and shit. Yeah. Oh are, boy. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I I get it, man. Midi chlorians, that's fine, dude. If you want to bring a science to it, that's cool, man. Um, I just he tried. He tried. <laughs> he did, but he didn't have to make it that. He, so specific yeah, literally down to blood that, down to blood of like literally oh, down to they have a name and, for the yeah, molecule yeah. and the fun 4, part 000. was but it's also kind of fun because i you know watching a new hope with liam and when and when darth vader kills obi-wan and he just you know, disintegrates i loved it my little 10 year old just goes did he just become one with the force and i went wow yeah it was one of those dad moments where i just went I, I literally, literally just sat there. He turned to me. And I just went, and he went, now, okay. Now, how are you gonna, watching the movie? How are you going <laughs> to explain to him that Anakin also gets to become a Force Ghost, even though he murders ten thousand children? Because <laughs> I, I feel like that should have never. I hate that every time. The fact that Anakin gets to come back. I don't care that he did one good deed. He shouldn't get to be stand there at the end like a fucking Force Ghost with the rest of them. Maybe to say hi to Luke, but that's it. But they've shown in canon that he comes back other times. So like he could have got one by, but he should not be in like Space Force Heaven. Come on, I hate, I hate that. I hate that choice. I mean. But... I mean... The hell's that noise? Oh, he's gone. Listen, I, uh, <laughs> there's like a weird. I don't like, know. I, I, I really, I, uh, laundry. I really enjoyed, um, <laughs> I, re I really it's enjoyed Casey, some, uh, writing some of my villains. Is it Casey? Yeah. It's Casey. He I, uh, I wrote this one character. <laughs> I wrote, like, I wrote this character quiet. named Abra. Um, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And, uh, he says this line like I didn't realize this, but I was like, "God damn, dude!" And it's like it's in the prologue, so it's not you know spoiler or anything. But um, you know, he he fucks somebody up, and he's doing it like just toying with him. And um, you know, he tells him, you know, "Hey, go run and, and tell your kinsman, you know, this is this is for Eden, who's somebody to him." He's like, "That's the last of my mercy," and he just fucking ends it. Like you know what I mean? Like that. I was like, "God damn, dude!" Like, that's a <laughs> That's a fucking powerful line. Like, that's the last of my mercy. Like, like, okay, I could appreciate that. And then a couple chapters later, which is a time skip, it doesn't matter, but like it's weird because like how do you how do you make that person um not necessarily good, because that's not what he is, but how do you make that person like relatable? Mm -hmm. If somebody's mm -hmm. saying that to somebody else, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you gotta eat that's some fucking, that's some mean shit. And, um, but I, I just love, I, I feel like, um, <laughs> that, that's the fun part is we're like working backwards then. Yeah. yeah. Because well, I, because believe me, like even Ben, you know, I know Ben's not here, but he was like, dude, that's my favorite character. I was like, Oh, I know. I was like, dude, cause I was writing him and I was like, God damn, man, I love writing this guy. And I'm, well, it's like, uh, uh Zach brought up on the, uh, pizza film school. Mm. He likes breaking characters down mm -hmm. so yeah. you can see how they work and then build them up. You know, I think a lot of people, they didn't like Man of Steel because they were like, oh, it's dark and sad and blah, blah, blah. Superman he, doesn't smile. It's like, yeah, oh, he was making him a person, you know, and yeah. he was breaking him down to his rawest form of just being a human being, which was cool to me. You know, I could connect to him. And then over time, he become this, you know, 
Well, no, I mean, the, it goes, the it goes back the to the idea of, of the of the hero's journey because the whole yeah. point is that you descend mm -hmm. to your lowest point mm -hmm. so that when yeah. you come back, you are now you are now the better version. Mm -hmm. You're the new and improved version of you when you come back home. And then, of course, the idea that it being a circle is that then for the next story, you do it again like like again. and that's right. and that's the whole point exactly. of being a circle is that the story yeah. doesn't circle the, well the, I, I still say like i still say like the 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 most brilliant thing that that they did with man of steel and i and i and i always say this is like the fact that it's like when 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 we get the krypton scene and we get you know little baby clark gets launched out uh, you know, and it's like, all right, now he's going to approach Earth. So, OK, we're going to get the whole like, mm -hmm. you know, as a kid and whatever the fuck. And like, as soon as like that ship is about to hit the Earth, it just splash. And all of a sudden we're present day and Clark's on a boat mm. with a beard and trying to just find Greenhorn. Greenhorn. Yeah. <laughs> Greenhorn. Like, I remember I, I still I, I remember just being in the theater and going. Oh shit! Like yeah. I look at my phone, I'm like, wow, they freaking just skipped. I'm like, good, good. Mm -hmm. I'm like, thank, thank you. We don't need to see, you know, baby lifting a car or you know, or running through a cornfield. We don't need to see all that shit again. I mean, and then when he when they did flashback, it was different. It was different because, mm -hmm. you know, it was like times where it was memories. Yeah, it was memory. Yeah, but it was like Clark realizing certain powers and then holding back as well. And of course, you know, when Jonathan was just saying, stuff like, dude, sorry, man, you, you have to just, you can't do this shit. I mean, like it was like all the flashbacks were like perfect to just, and that's why, like, it took me a little bit when, you know, because I didn't like the tornado Jonathan Kent thing at first. I've admitted that. Yeah, that anytime, took a while to grow. Yeah, but then when I watched and watched and watched, and then you take in the flashbacks, anytime there's a flashback with Jonathan and Clark, you go, anytime you just really emphasize on those, you go, oh, okay. Now I now I love the fucking tornado scene. Well, I get it. And it, it also, yep. and not saying that this is bad and that you have to, but like as a parent, you understand it. Like you get it right away. You're like, yeah. no, I get. Like he is definitely. He is like, I'm not gonna allow my son to to expose himself right now. Like I'm already fucked. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> so he's like, no, I'm not gonna do this. I, I'm not gonna allow my son to. To it's my fault that I'm here. I'm not going to make him have to deal with that exposure because I'm because I failed. You know what I mean? Like followed by follow I mean, the, and preceded by the whole thing where Clark is acting yeah. like a little bitch. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and <laughs> doing the whole you're not. Uh, I don't want to be. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. And, That's and, what I'm saying. Like and I get like I know Sean uh, Sean O'Connell has the problem. You know, not I mean, everybody can have a problem with it. I don't. It's not a bad thing. It's just I know he has a problem because that trope is you're arguing and then they die. Well, I mean, I get that. I understand that. But the whole point is that you're you are seeing somebody that is he's not his father, but he's raised him like he is. And so can I just keep pretending I'm your son? Yeah. God, exactly. you know what I mean? Like those those moments. Again, are, you have to take in those flashbacks. You got to put them all together right. in one long thing. And I think people don't they, they have a hard time doing that. When you take all those flashbacks and you were to actually just break them down, you go, Jesus Christ, you realize like how I mean, how that makes that scene 
you know, significant. The, 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 the fact that when he's older and he says like, you're not my real dad, even though when he said, can I, can you, can I just pretend on being your, Oh God damn it, dude. I mean like the whole, the whole line about, you know, Jonathan telling him as well is it comes down to choice. Right. So in mm -hmm. this version, he has to choose to not go save his dad. And I, I feel like that is the most important thing that, uh, the reason that I liked it because the whole movie was about Clark's choices and you know what makes him a good man and all of that. So removing that and just doing the heart attack or you know whatever natural causes just wouldn't fit in this movie. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I was always like a person like like that said like, well, that's the only thing that he couldn't save him from. Which yeah, it's true. But then at the same time, it's like I like the fact that, like I said, with all the flashbacks and just a scenario where he could have saved him and didn't, that's going to strike a little bit harder and the guilt is going to be way more. You know, it's like I could have saved him. And, you know, you see like his face, like, should I do it? Should I do it? Like, well, when that will happen. And then when he just goes like this, he goes, no. You, and you also got to remember that he doesn't know he could technically fly. True. I would. He, he could yeah. probably move fast. That's he about can move it. fast. But, I mean, he, he doesn't probably know. could kill. He probably could kill him doing that. Like, that's also the thing because you know, I go back to <laughs> the boys I, episode one moment. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but go. But going back he, to um, a that would be two Zack Snyder. You guys haven't uh, listened to it, <laughs> but uh, Mosaic. The, you know, Man of Steel Answers podcast, you know, and another thing to point out is that actually, if you watch the movies, he never has super like he never has a flash super speed. Whenever he moves fast, what's he doing? He's flying. flying. He's not on the ground. Like, mm. like even when he does like that scene in BVS, when he like bursts through the smoke grenade, oh, yeah, yeah. what his, his feet aren't on the ground. His yeah, speed flying. is from yeah. his flying. Yeah, good point. From gravity, yeah. Which again, okay. he's you know he doesn't know he can fly yet. So what? You know what yeah. I mean? He has no idea how to control that power, probably right. Which, given it makes sense, I feel like that that's easily understandable. Like he and Pa Ken doesn't know what the fuck he can do. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. yeah, he's not a he's not a Kryptonian. That's what I think is so. Like when you look at it from those from that point of view and that kind of like like logically why do these things make sense and that's why you know i enjoy again that's why i use man of steel's the logic to to do anything is like well, why do these certain things happen and why do they why should they work and how can they work and how do you ground this to where all of a sudden i could bring in fucking basically a, a character that can basically not giving any spoilers away but can you know utilize the mind and read it and make you think something else or use their heat vision. Like how do you make certain aspects of, of powers, you know, on point or even without kind of giving them, uh, cause Superman is overpowered, like at the end of the day, but yeah. hmm. without using kryptonite, how do you get him to basically be not weak? Cause that's not what it is, but how can you defeat Superman without kryptonite? Oh, that's right make sure that he doesn't know or give him a, a realistic, I guess, feeling of dude, I, I, I gun. yeah, like shit, shit could happen. <laughs> like if I'm exposed, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, that was even a thing they did in the comics between the silver age and post crisis with John Byrne was, you know, it, they famously depowered him. Like, like he can't go into space without mm. like, mm. 
an oxygen mask or yeah, a suit. Yeah. Uh, then the animated series even went so far yeah. to like he actually has to wear a space suit yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> when yeah. he goes into space, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> because the Silver Age had famously one given him way too many powers and two given him powers that were like, were like, well, what the how the hell can you write a story when you could literally do anything anything i mean <laughs> i think it was famous that john byrne when he was drawing him the fact that the costume could get like ripped and torn and and mm. like his tape his, his his cape could get like tattered like that was like what his his costume can be like destroyed and john byrne was like well, yeah it's a costume like <laughs> we can do things that's why it's so cool when you see like the doomsday fight and you're like he is oh yeah oh yeah I think that, that was like uh that's what really drew me to that story too because it's like yeah he, he's like impervious anytime he's like you know getting shot with bullets it's just repelling off of it it's not making a dent in the suit but man you see so you see those drawings in the cover of uh with dan jurgens uh, superman yeah. oh my god and you go oh my god he's first off i remember like friends are going like wait superman doesn't bleed i'm like well yeah i mean i guess if he if he's fighting this yeah i mean everybody i mean there's you know it's just because he's here and the and the sun is like making his skin impervious to like a you know anything like that but i mean like that i remember that striking a chord in like in like in my little brain uh when that came out in my friend's brain like wait superman is bleeding his suit is torn what is happening here and everybody was just like totally just what the fuck we you know like our minds were getting blown away by the whole aspect man you that. had to, you had to be there like you yeah, really you had to. you had to be there back in 92 when that yeah because people i mean you just couldn't contemplate it you're like what death of superman death of superman but uh we got somebody backstage who's like obviously we're doing the superman talk right now and he's like getting anxious right here <gasps> oh great odin's raven Gosh. Nuclear hey. man for the win. Yeah. Oh my god, he brought a nuclear man. He brought shirt. a nuclear man uh, shirt. That's awesome. I love the fact that you wore that. I really <laughs> I will say this though real quick about, about capes and all that getting torn, all that. Um yeah. I was I, I like I was like, man, I, I can't have capes, that'd be weird in my stories. But <laughs> you know what I could have, because I never see this, is like military, you know, uniforms that are like fucking big ass capes, like almost like not trench coats, but military uniforms that that are indestructible and so they look like capes it's like nobody really has that with with swords and live action so i was like you know i'm gonna do that anyways oh, like a, like, uh, like dusters like yeah almost know. but they're military yeah. you know fucking military garb i was like dude that go. makes sense that's what i want anyways yeah, okay. Enosh, what's going on buddy Enosh. welcome so, back man thank you superman talk like you talking know, about and, being and there hat too i, I like was to play, yeah I'm yeah, sorry. what's what's that? You're not wearing a hat. It's I am just, not wearing a hat. It's throwing me off a little bit. This like, this oh. is the new. He's got a different Enosh. angle. He's got yeah. a different angle too. He does have is a different, different lens. That's a different wide. That's a wide lens. I guess so. I guess so. I'm I'm a different person uh, today than I was. Uh, more on that some other time. Uh, but uh, no, I'm good. And we're talking about Superman. And I love that. Exactly. I've been sitting backstage for like 15 minutes going. Oh, no, sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's just like, I was like, oh, Man of Steel, it's my favorite topic. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, you're saying the right things. Yes, you're saying the right things. And then you get into like, you got to get into like 
John Burns reboot, which is like totally my thing, and I love. Well, the, the, and... Enosh, this is how the two of us like bond. Is like when we, when we talk about John Burns. Yes, <laughs> I love John Burns. I love because I, I love everything that you said, Scott, like about what they did, you know, to make Superman more relatable. And I always know that somebody has not read a Superman comic or like known what's gone in the comics for like the last forty years when they talk about just like all the silver age stuff and the overpowering and all that stuff, it's like people who haven't read like a Batman comic, you know, in so long and they, or, or like watched anything Batman. And they're like, it's like them still hanging on to Adam West, you know, it's like, that's Batman, you know, like I get it. Everybody has their favorites and stuff, but, but man, like the, the comics from John Burns reboot all the way through, you know, Jurgens and Ordway and, and, and I mean, and that and, whole and team, Simonson and yeah, the, all of them, yeah. Between all the books, man, all those, all those, the that, triangle that, era. Oh, basically. that team that like weekly, it was like, <laughs> it was like weekly. You went to the comic book shop and you got, you got that week's episode, you know, of this ongoing thing, the never-ending battle that literally never ended, and you know, it was just like, it was awesome, and yeah, I, it, I think it was just an era of of that time that I mean, I think Superman was at his best there for a while and you know and it was just fun to read comics there for a while that it just it was so gravitating but yeah i i agree man like i i love the fact that superman has had to deal with real life situations you know for the last few decades and people are finally starting to see that in some kind of live action you know or whatever comic but i love that i i think it's great and i thought that man of steel showed that so perfectly you guys were talking about the the paw kent scene and and I get that scene. Like I was a traditionalist too that said, you know, like I always thought it was cool, you know, Pa Kent dies of a heart attack, you know, Superman can't save that. But John, you brought up a point that I've been saying for a long time. We don't even know his power set at that point. Mm -hmm. Cause he's supposed to be a teenager. Like he's yeah. supposed to be yeah. this well, young training. Like, right. So it's like, not. so it's like, everybody's like, well, he could have just ran right over there. We don't know that. We had not seen him he use and actually he after three right movies. Through. We yeah. still haven't seen that. Right. Like, exactly. That, yeah. I mean, so like, you know, well, no, just, that, that's why he doesn't the, even race the flash. He flies in the, at the end of the other justice league. So, you know. but it's not even that it's like, that, it should be, it should be prevalent in your mind. Whenever you see him doing his flight scene, like, dude, he's literally he leaping. leaping at first. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, he wasn't, he, he was like, oh, this, oh, I, I can actually maybe fly. Oh, shit. I can maybe do. Oh, wait, no, I'm falling. Yeah. Dude, what? I mean, th this is him fucking at 33. Like, that was him, what, 20, maybe? Right. Or how, whenever, or however. Yeah. 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 Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, dude, he's, he's not going to know how strong he is. Exactly. And, and, which, like I, which like, I always find it's just, you know, if you're, that's why I'm saying, like, Paul Kent, he knew that. Like, I, I feel like he had to have known that. He knew that, listen, I, I'm not going to risk you exposing yourself on something that you may or may not be able to achieve. Right. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I can't do anything. If this was, if hey. you weren't, if you didn't exist, this is what would happen. You know as what I mean? Like, he saved the dog. He saved the dog. That's all that matters, right? Right. I know. Yeah. And that, and that. Yeah. But even then, though, if you look at it from that point, right? If and maybe if it was Ma Kent, okay, maybe it makes it even more to that sentimental. But you know. It, Hey, listen, I don't. Yeah, but when it's a dad, I know. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. What I mean though is saving, like, instead of the like, because at the end of the day, like, I'm not. Oh. Listen, I love oh. my pug, I love my dog, but bro, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it, <laughs> if if it's my life or the dog's life, I mean, I I don't know, man. I feel like I'd be selfish and be like, you know what? 
dude, I love you, Ralphie, but that's a big ass <laughs> fucking tornado. Okay. Right. Right. You know what you I mean? can't stop a tornado. Yeah, Sorry. I know. It's like, dude, I'm fucked. But but Enosh, to your Somewhere point, I know that you and I have over had the rainbow. And Enosh, I know you and I have had disagreements about about this in particular, but I, something you just said about having a Superman who has to you know deal with some stuff. Yes. But I feel like the fact that Superman and Lois exists now as like a weekly television show especially like what's going on this season in season three, I feel like that. Wow. Like on a weekly television show, like what they're allowing him to have to like struggle with and deal with. I, I, what I take that is, is like, Oh wow. This is becoming a little bit more mainstream that we're allowing Superman to have to, you know, deal with, with this yep. kind of stuff. I, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't started watching season three yet, but I'm going to say I, I, con I continue to still really enjoy that show. And please do not hold the fact that it's on the CW. Don't, don't, yeah. don't hold that against it as a show, because like I've said before, other times I've brought the show up, somebody decided that we could actually do a pretty good network TV show on Superman and they're delivering. So you know, I think it's the best show story-wise they've put out since uh, the first season of Arrow, personally. Ooh, oh no, no, this yeah. season, this season, yeah. I I noticed a quality jump in yeah. this season. Yeah. Uh, my I've I've had all kinds of complaints about the show. I mean, most of my complaints, honestly, have been the stupid suit that he wears, because the the suit that they had him in was ridiculous. I mean, in that it's first, you mean in Supergirl or season one? No, season in one. season one of, okay, of I, Superman I and Lo like yeah. I I already kind of like didn't like the Supergirl version with the cape no. and all that stuff. But I would take that suit right now over the nonsense that they've been showing us. Where like literally he goes like this and his whole chest goes. <laughs> like a turtle like you know that that opening yeah. scene man, where he, when he's like doing that yeah when he's doing the thing and he's like coming down with the you know the ice thing that they're doing the homage to you know superman 3 and it's like his chest is way up here and he's just yeah. you know and i mean it was just so ridiculous and it's like i even like the the fleischer suit that they tried to put him in better but it was better but it still was yeah. like well that's not him puffy. Yeah, it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. like walking around like this, and and so and then the what was it last season where it looked like he was wearing a freaking sweater, and I was just yeah, like, and the emblem was like a little small, and it was like yeah, too, it was a little small, too small, super yeah. dirty, and you know, yeah. and it's like yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Superman never cleans his clothes anymore, you know, it's just <laughs> I don't know, man, but you know, and so those those were a lot yeah. of my complaints. Plus, I just I, I I noticed also a jump so far this season in how Lois treats Clark. Yes, because I've been paying attention to that because I know that's been something where like I knew that's been one of your pet peeves. Yeah, like I said, things that haven't bothered me, but like literally, Enosh, I think of you while I watch <laughs> Superman and Lois. Like, well, I was I was happy when when like they they started off the one episode that like actually showed them in bed together, and I was just like, that's cool because like she hasn't acted like she's liked him for two seasons, <laughs> or on Supergirl for that matter, when she looked right at him and said, Clark. The world doesn't need you as long as it has Supergirl. Like, oh, that's Jesus not a, that's Christ. not even a Lois thing, man. That Lo is called emasculating, right, right there, folks. Right, Lois, Lois <laughs> always, Lois should always give Clark a hard time and razz him and call him Smallville and all that stuff. But like, some of the things that they had her saying to him, man, it was just like, 
That's what she calls his junk. Sorry. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, right. Like just it was crushing. It was like she was stabbing the knife in, twisting it around. It was like it was like she had cheated on him with her boss and run off and left all oh, of her boy. kids. Oh and boy. just and just left everybody there alone and didn't know what to do. And you know, and just betrayal. Oh, betrayal. Yeah. Absolute fucking betrayal. Like, and Superman just has to deal with all that. You know, but you know, hey, the thing is, is Superman is is able to rise above. That's and what it is. that's what and it's about. that's what Superman does. And so Superman just like dealt with it for two seasons or ten and a half years, <laughs> and then you know, then Superman just said one day, yeah, you know what, go off with Perry White. He's an old fuck that's gonna probably <laughs> die soon, and uh, he almost lost a leg last year. So oh, good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, then Superman moved on and now season three is nice and he, and he's starting off episodes in bed with Lois. So, I Good. mean, I think the point of this is be a dick because that's what girls like. Well, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> oh, no, speaking of, Hey guys, if you yeah. catch what I'm throwing, down. uh, no, I was going to say, speaking of hardships, uh, yes. I think there's only two of us in this panel that are going to be seeing man is still next week. Right. In theater. Yes. You all suck. You all suck. You all freaking suck. You don't even know how bad yeah. you all freaking suck right now. Yeah, like, we do. like yeah, we I do. was right there, man. I I was gonna be there, and then life fell apart. And yeah, okay, it's seen Justice League and IMAX. Oh, oh no, I'm, that's what, I, that's what that's the big one. Of you guys. That's a big one. I've seen the other two, you know, and I've seen BBS in the art center, the first Snyder con. Mm. Uh, it's going to be cool to see man of steel in that setting with a bunch of fans because it's, a uh, you know, it'd be bad if he, if he surprised you with the IMAX version of it, but anyways, go on. I don't think that's going to, I know. Cause happen, it's, the, but, I know, yeah, but. because it's going to be there, but yeah, yeah. it's going to be uh pretty amazing, but yeah, that, that Sunday is just going to be, oh, like, no, trust oh me, I, I keep on pointing people going, it. you need to understand why this is a big deal. I have only ever seen this movie on this 65 inch screen right here. That's my yeah. TV. What, Same. Man of Steel? Same. Yeah, no. Oh, just you're talking about Zach Steel. Okay. Zach yeah. No, because like I Man saw of Man of Steel. Well, no. I was like, wait, what What did you just say? Like, no, Man no, of no. Steel. What the fuck? I'm talking about Zach Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Going, I've only seen it on like this TV. Yeah. Like, I, you got to understand why I am like, literally, I posted, and Dave, Dave thanks for sharing it on Film Junkie Live, but you know, I, I am going to be vlogging you know this whole thing and as part of the, the squad cast media youtube channel and our patreon and so because there's going to be some stuff that's going to be publicly available but then you know pay to play you know it's you know, like, gonna do it yeah, so yeah. but there but if you saw that first video the, literally like my bag is packed like like it's it's i know sitting. when you said that i was like of course your bag's already packed <laughs> like <laughs> Scott's like already on top of it. Already on top of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I, I, I just one, he's gonna that one's gonna have the intermission, right? I'm assuming. Yes, yeah. it's gonna oh, have yeah. the intermission. Yeah, it's gonna have the intermission. Totally and, gonna have it. And I don't, and that's the problem. It's like I don't want to go to the bathroom. I want to hear the junkie score. I want to hear the junkie score. I yeah. want to hear the sweet. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
It's going to be that's that's what's so like cool about that. It's like we get that intermission that he's been talking about. And he talked about recently, obviously, with the Russo on, on, on Pizza Film School. Yeah. 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 Which was just a great fucking interview. Um, Which, and that's that the thing. So I've cool. seen people. Yeah. I've seen some people give it shit because they didn't. I don't even want to call it an interview. I felt like it was more because I think if you think of it like an interview, people. Well, it wasn't problems. an interview. They're just it was a conversation. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. It, it was a conversation well, between directors, and I really enjoyed which is, that. Which is something that I don't think a lot of people even realize is kind of listen for all the bullshit. As much as I could say that Infinity War was great, obviously it wasn't the best. Endgame was it was all right, whatever. They still did something that nobody really had could do. I mean, look at Josh Wheaton the way he handled the Avengers versus the Russo brothers the way they handled the event. You know what I mean, like. There is a complete difference in these two directors. And so you look at that side and them having to deal with Feige. And I don't know how they are with directors as far as, okay, like if they if they really are directing, listen, they're real directors, bottom line. They're real directors. And you have the opposite side of Zach where Zach got fucked over by a studio. I mean, at the end of the day, if Zach probably had his druthers, he would probably rather have somebody being able to like, he would know if he's not going to get fucked over versus what happened at WB. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. Lucha brothers know they're not going to get fucked over on their film. That's why they were able to release a three hour version. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think and, like, like I what, I, what I gathered when it, when it came to the, when it came to the discussion was like the fact, I mean, when they were talking about that kind of stuff, I mean, and they didn't go into super detail. I was really hoping that they were going to be like, you know, dig into that aspect of it but they did talk about how you know when the russos when they moved forward after you know i obviously uh when it came to winter soldier and arguably that's still the best one you know when it comes to the mcu they talked about how they learned they kept learning when it came to certain things especially with marketing and and working with the studio and everything um and i was kind of hoping that it was they were going to like start kind of digging into some of the stuff at wb but i can understand why they probably didn't they were like hey let's not get into the weeds when it comes to all that um <laughs> but i do like the fact that you know we were seeing two different styles i mean mm-hmm. we have two directors who made two really big avengers movies then you have one director who made the only justice league movie i mean we're not counting the other one but you know and then and then i love the fact that at the beginning of the interview they the first thing that they wanted to emphasize about it was the fact that it's like dude how do your vfx look so fucking just uh you know and it's like yeah you guys had a little trouble with that didn't you you know, it's like, <laughs> you know let's face it like you know that civil war airport scene is a little mm-hmm, eh, right. you know but you see zach's vfx and his action sequences is like they fucking pop. They leap off yes. the goddamn screen so beautifully. And I love the fact that they emphasized that right at the beginning and then talked about Zach's background as a painter and mm-hmm. just uh, that whole thing. And I thought it was beautiful. Oh, and I, was also, I was also very intrigued, though, with the Russo brothers talking about their... Uh, they have an extremely collaborative process that I thought was really interesting to... like. It's like it. Nothing's done until they just say. Like they really felt like they they practiced that. Art is never finished. You just stop working on it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, because well, they, no, there was a, there was a thing that uh, Zach said, and I was like, I fucking absolutely relate to that. When he talked about Chris Terrio, and he has these fucking quotes, and he has these things all fucking just littered around. Like, yes. And I was like, 
if if you could see my table that all this shit is on, I'm like, yes. That's ex- I mean, dude, I fucking write. I will watch anything, and if I hear one fucking line of dialogue that I love, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I'm writing that because it just it's just like inspiration. And I was like, fuck man, that is such a. It's funny that Zach mentioned that. Yeah, it's funny that Zach mentioned that, and and the Roosters kind of understood it as well. Just I mean. It, I, this it, makes no sense that's that's like sticky notes on a moleskin. <laughs> this is what I do. Look at all that. Look at all that. Look at all that. I mean, yeah, I that's, like, that's um, what I've got. Yeah, I have notes for days on my Google Keep right there. But yeah, I saw, also, I um, Dave- a shout out to Steven. Well, real quick, because he's not here. So shout out to Steven about being <laughs> right about not being able to shoot in the volume. Like an asshole. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I know. He tagged you. He tagged you on a Twitter he post, and I, I talked yeah. about it on. Yeah, uh, yeah, he tagged you because he's like, normally I'm not as petty. I know. <laughs> but I mean, but yeah, I mean, he brought up the fact that you're limited when it comes right. to shooting in the volume. Like, as cool as that technology can be, it's like, yeah. But if you have like a big scope and you really want to make like a battle that has hundreds of people involved and you're trying to make it as real as possible even though it's a sci-fi movie you're limited i mean you can't just like you know oh yeah okay we're gonna shoot this way and then we're gonna switch and we're gonna Mm -hmm. be in the same space but we're shooting this way because it's different and it that was noticeable in obi-wan and in loki in certain spots where it's like yeah i mean i think like um you know matt well just look at look at the best yeah, look Ant- at Ant Man. Well. That, that, that a lot of that was shot it. in the volume, and then looking yeah. looking at that on the big screen, I was like, it, it took me out of it a couple of times because I was like, that's really crappy. Like that yeah. that looks horrible. But Matt Reeves utilized it the best because he was like, I'm not going to utilize this to you know in a scenario where it's this. I'm going to utilize this for background. Yeah, of, for Gotham City, and when when you see those shots, you're like, oh my god, beautiful shots. And House and of the and Dragon. Then, and then you find yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, and also that's probably. That's probably partially due to Greg Frazier, the DP as well. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Helped too. Knowing yeah. how to like the worst something. example is Love and Thunder, though. Like it oh. was very, very oh. clear they were standing oh, in, you know, in the midst oh. of. Yeah. I don't think they even tried to hide it. Honestly, they did not. <laughs> it showed that was bad. That made me terrible. But and I was surprised like, to see that the Fablemans also had. Oh yeah, had volume. Yeah. No yeah. shit. But but did he probably utilized it in the same way that Matt Reeves and yeah it's just yeah. like backgrounds yeah. yeah but if you're if you're utilizing it for a, like an action sequence it's a little rough I mean but I know like well no I mean uh, there's really no way to do that because you it's can't do that when small. it's like the when it's a wide shot I mean obviously when when you see the behind the scenes of the chase sequence in the Batman they kind of utilized I guess that when it was like the up close and you have the background. And I know they like did that. You see the behind the scenes. You see like you know Colin Farrell, Penguin, in the and even Pattinson, and there. And you see like how they kind of utilized you know a version of that because you could see it's not green screen, but you could see like the moving background. Okay, that works. But when it's wide, it's just that's where you start losing, and that's where the the technology needs to evolve. And I think, and I, I'm I'm glad that they actually talked about that on part two. Is the fact that it's like, yeah, there's so many things that are evolving that they could still utilize, but if it doesn't work, it doesn't fucking work. I mean, that's the thing. It's just, and Zach tried to, you know, they tried to make it work, didn't work. So now it's like, all right, we got to go back to the old ways, you know, as 
bringing it back to dark side anyways but yeah that so there was something though he said that i'm pretty sure i can't remember it but there's somewhere i was like wait what <laughs> like i'm pretty sure he was talking about rebel moon but um I know that's funny. He wouldn't mention oh, Rebel Moon, but he said the, the movie I'm working on now. Yeah, I know. He, he said weird. he said he was going to meet some stunt ways people right after the interview. Yeah, and I was wondering what what that's for because the mm-hmm. filming of Rebel Moon is done. I mean, the only thing it could be would be additional or reshoots, but but yeah. But we I mean, but but it's also taken into account we don't know when Pizza Film School was that too. That oh yeah, that's true. Good point. I mean, how not a while ago? Yeah, it could have been, but you know, who knows? But I mean, well, that that's also another thing that I I'm really really waiting for, or not waiting for, but just interested. Um, you know, that's like the. <laughs> Because I was thinking about it in my head, you know, hey, if Rebel Moon is in two parts, which we, I guess it's going to be three, but whatever, yeah. that's cool. Is he going to end the first part with the potential baddie arriving or doing something like there? There'll be a, there'll be a cliffhanger. It's got to be a cliffhanger, right? It could. Well, it could be, but you could also do it to where you you have a cliffhanger after he arrives or whatever. And then after the second, the second time is all about, you know, beating him, doing all it's going to be interesting to see how he, um, how he like does the story. Because obviously if it's, if it's really heavily featured of like seven samurai and and all that, and some of us in the know that kind of know the idea of what he wanted to do with, with his star Wars film, you're like, okay, I can, I can see like, there's, there's ways that he can make it and end it with a cliffhanger. Or he can just go. No, I'm gonna dictate you. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna do that uh, yet. So I'm, I'll be curious because I think, I mean, if they're gonna do three films, right? That's that's the whole thing. Yeah, film. Yeah. yeah, three. But like, I wonder why they're not shooting the third one now. Well, I mean, I think they're just kind of. I mean, he shot the the first two parts, and you know, from what I gathered, uh, that you know, he's probably got enough footage that's as long as the Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy. Maybe right. I don't know. I don't know if it's that long, but I mean, we we he even talked about how, you know, they brought up that in the interview where yeah, he never has a cut that's less than four hours. Yeah, there's that. The assembly cut is always like very long, and then they even says like he, you know, and they were like, do you know, you shoot everything, you shoot too much, and he goes, yeah, but I don't feel like I'm shooting too much. Like he always is like yeah. when, when he is shooting, he always feels like this is needed. This is needed. So he's always got a lot of things covered, which is great. You want that. Well, it's, because... just, it's just like a writer. It's always it's always yeah. easier to cut things than yeah. try to add things. So it's always, yeah, absolutely. It's, absolutely. So yeah, over, they... <laughs> overriding is always better because because oh, it, it's like editing, revisioning and revision. It's always better to pare it down. Yeah. Then realize you don't have enough, and you have to right. go back and try to. And he even talked about how, in. like, you you could shoot a whole scene, and then it's like, yeah, the whole scene doesn't exactly work, but this one part in the scene, that's what we need. So we don't need a lot of this other stuff. You don't know mm-hmm. until you're actually like watching it. It's like, do we need to see the character full on walk from this point to that point? No, we could cut that down. Or you know, it's like the scenes. Like, what is what is heavy in this scene? Oh, it's this part right here. We got to emphasize this part. So then you just start sanding it down to just like this is the the this is what we need. 
do we need like little things over here? No, it's not pivotal for this right here. And I thought that was really cool that they emphasized that. Well, it's funny you what? say that like, like no bullshit. Um, I, I could describe it like this, but I really don't because a lot of people take it differently. But I also say not to bring it back to this real quick, but my book, it's also like Apocalypto. Like if y'all have seen that movie, uh, nice. that's what it's that's essentially what it's Apocalypto, but Star Wars, if you can imagine it and Game of Thrones. <laughs> Because rip off. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're you're so engrossed in this certain situation that I mean you don't I mean, but you also as a reader, you know there's other shit happening and that's cool. But you know, with Apocalypto, what I thought was so fucking brilliant is that you're just you know, you're watching this happen and it's the whole time you're just like, Okay, cool. And then at the very end you're like, Oh, okay. So this isn't even <laughs> I mean, technically this is the big deal, but it's not that's a fucking big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've seen these fucking Christian Spaniards fucking break shore. You're like, oh shit, they don't even know what the fuck's about to happen. Dang. You know what I mean? So many inspirations, man. I like it. Dude, but uh, we got somebody joining right now. Uh oh. Whoop. Oh, Ben. <laughs> What's going ben! on, guys? Hey. hey. Right on time, Ben. What's up, Paul? Wasn't it, so, so wasn't ben, it great when they gonna... were talking about Brois? <laughs> Ben, are, are you not going to be in Pasadena this coming weekend? Shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Tell them to shut the fuck up. Yes. Oh, whoa. We got Enoch dropping an F bomb. No, no, no. Uh, ben, that's cold. Ben's, Ben's a special case. Ben's a, that's Ben's cold. a special case. I know. Yeah, I know. I love you. There was no way. I, I, I'm glad that yeah. I didn't. Well, I wanted to be there. Oh, wait, this but... is a br live broadcast, isn't it? <laughs> well, can't edit that out now you know. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. yeah next week there was nef definitely not i would have yeah. i probably would have been putting my ticket up for sale or something yeah oh. next week uh, yeah i know you I got yeah things you got things you got things we know ben i just had to yeah. give you shit like at yeah. the very beginning you know because i love to do things to see yeah <laughs> no it's so, gonna Garza, be have pretty... you have you spoken about your book yet no. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Somebody no. wrote a book? No, I've been, I've been listening. I thought been I heard something about that, but I don't know. I've hey, been kind hey, of out of the I loop. Just, can I just say this though? Like Ben, <laughs> there's a point. Like he he got he got the full thing. So before I broke it up, he got the full yeah. thing. And uh, oh, that's why that's why I didn't want to be here at the beginning because I'm not really I'm, I I don't have a poker face. Yeah, so. yeah, he can't. Yeah, he. He he would probably spoil some things, which yeah. are, he can't. Yeah. But let's just put it this way: there's a there's something that happens um, later on in the in the second part. <laughs> as soon as this fucker got to it and he read it, the motherfucker called me up. He's like, "Bro, are you serious?" Yeah. He's like, "You're serious. This is this is what." And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, that's." I was like, "I mean, it makes sense." He was like, "Yeah, but no, it didn't." I was like, "No, no, no." <laughs> like, it makes sense. All this shit makes sense. And no, it is didn't. it another Bruce moment? Yeah, yeah. No, it's just no, no, it's no, just no, like no. a, it was, a it moment was actually you're like, good. Ooh, yeah, yeah we're gonna talk like, about that. You know, it, 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 in the story and in the context of everything that I've written, <laughs> as far as everything I've shown, it just makes sense. Like it does. It has it, to. It did. It did. It's just and and it, so it was uh, just a lot. I always <laughs> like when an author says, "What I write makes sense." Well, no, no, because it has to. I know. I'm just. It, it, it has to make sense. Like you, like I couldn't. I'm not one to go. I know I've read oh, some books that don't make much sense. So. Well, no, I mean, because I've, <laughs> I've, 
I mean, I've looked at some things and I'm like, why, why would you do that? Like, why right, would you right. make this decision or why, why is this character doing this or why is it whatever? It's, sure. Yeah. To me as somebody that's, that's been involved with this so long, I'm, I'm looking at things like that now. And so I'm like, I try to make sure that I'm not, I'm not just doing shit just to like, ah, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Like, and, and the surprising thing about that is, is as I'm writing my, my second volume, I, there was a part where I was like, I know that they're doing something. I know this, whatever is doing something, but I was like, I really don't know how they're doing it or why they're doing it. And it wasn't until I was like midway in the chapter, I was like, Oh fuck. That's why it's happening. Just clearly just subconsciously. I was like, no, I knew that, but I didn't know it me like personally. And I was like, that means my, my reader is going to be like, Oh shit. They're going to feel that. Oh shit moment. And then, but it also makes sense because it's already been there. So all I'm saying is if I got a call from Ben, being like the moment something happened and he called me, I was like, all right, it worked because, because you got that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a, uh, Oh man, why would you do that? Because I mean, essentially at first it was kind of like that, but I was like, but you also haven't kept reading. So like you gotta, you gotta keep going, but. I don't think you should be talking about this because it's in the second book. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you know, but either way, it's still... <laughs> and and I'm gonna fucking spill the beans. Yeah. There's a I, second just... book. Oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be like a volume oh, five, yeah. five yeah. books. Nice. He's five, got, five he's got it ready to go. He's got yeah. it ready to go, man. He's yeah, he's man. done her shit, man. And he's got a yeah, map. He's got everything. That's awesome. It's just, it it starts yeah. off like Man of Steel, and then it goes to fucking Zack Snyder Justice League Part Two or three. <laughs> Part Two. Uh, Are you gonna sell it to Netflix? Yeah. Oh, 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 there, oh, it is. there it is. Snyder let's, let's see. Will Dave the film junkie uh suffer uh the wrath of the internet over that comment? Uh let's yeah. ask the magic gay ball, shall we? Uh most don't likely ca- don't count on it. You got oh, lucky there, Dave. Okay. Good, good job. Because he didn't, he didn't bring up James Gunn during that. That's fine. Oh, you know what's oh, yeah. funny? Yeah. I have a Funko Pop of one of those soldiers. It is definitely I so. I, You're gonna yeah. get it for the James Gunn thing because it says it's definitely so. so. Ah, shit. Uh, but, <laughs> by the way, Man of Steel Q and A next Friday. Leave your questions in the comment section below for a chance to have them answered during the live stream. Holy shit! This was posted an hour ago. So, okay. so one of you guys have to buy something for me. I'll tell you in the group. <laughs> I would also, can y'all also make sure not to ask any Spider-Man related questions? Yeah, I'll do it just for you, Garza. Yeah. Just for you. Well, uh, James Gunn shows up and is on the panel for some reason. Dude, you know, that would be amazing. That, I would love to see that. Dude, I would love to see. I would love to see the backpedaling and like the trying to flip over their own tongues to try to like figure out a way to like make it that like Zach secretly hated him and that's why he had him on the yeah. panel because he's trying to keep his enemies close. <laughs> It's all ridiculous because it's just yeah. like, you know, I mean, there was always a chance. There was always a chance that that could happen. But James Gunn, of course, is, you know, promoting, promoting. you know, so there, I mean, sure. he's all over the place. They were just in Korea, apparently. I don't know. I mean, who knows? You Who knows? I mean, who knows? They were going to fly like, Henry Cavill in so back at, you know, the um, thing, you know, the Comic-Con. You know? What? <laughs> well, they were going to well, fly Cavill with, across uh, the world Zach, for two hours. What are you going to say? Yeah, what are you going to say, Gargoyle? <laughs> uh, I was gonna say when Zach was talking about BVS, and he was talking Ooh. about the Justice League script and all that. I mean, obviously we know about those, those things, but it's just it's interesting to think of like how 
I mean, realistically, BVS was like the start of it all, which is fucking wild to think of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know until I saw the uh, episode of the Pizza Film School that Justice League wasn't on the table until BVS happened. I thought that was interesting. Well, yeah, because they, they basically told him, hey, we Avengers happened in 2012. Man, it still comes out in 2013. Avengers makes a billion. They're like, hey. Yeah. I know we just I know we were trying to do this whole Man of Steel is gonna be like the Dark Knight and all that shit. But we need a Justice League film. So he was like, well, oh, I mean, damn, dude. All right. You know what's funny too is like I talked about that a long time ago, which was funny because that was not originally the plan at first. It was just like, okay, I mean, no, it's just funny too because I, I, I can't wait till like Zach can actually just sit down and just be like, you know what, let's talk about this whole journey like full on because I mean, obviously he got, you know, Christopher Nolan recommended him for Man of Steel and Christopher Nolan was there too. He turned to, it down. Uh, he turned it down. Yeah. And then, but then when he did have it, it was like the fact that Christopher Nolan was there to just, you know, just to slap the hands of all the the the, the Hollywood, you know, the the Warner Brothers suits to be like, what is he doing? Like, nope, just let him do it. Let let the man cook. Let the man cook. I mean, that's the thing. When it came to BVS, then it was like, all right, we gotta, you know, we have this film, and then of course people were like. You know, the reaction to it and just all the different changes that had to be made. I mean, I know he even he even said in the interview, too, is like well, he regret, you know, stuff talking about, like not compromising <laughs> with certain things. But I mean, obviously, you got to compromise with. with didn't, he, certain didn't, he bring up, didn't he bring up a thing about critics, too, during that? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, Where he, he was talking talk about, about not making not making things for critics specifically. Like, yeah. you know, Russo, yeah. one, one of the Russos, one of the Russos said, "One of the Russos was bringing yeah. that yeah. up." But that's why I kind of felt like they were like, "What he said, uh, no compromise is not even worth it." Yeah, right. Because yeah. It, and I and that relates to BVS and not allowing uh, set visits. You know what I mean? All those all those uh, publicists were or all the the geek sites were all pissed off. So they're like, "Yeah, fuck that movie." I mean, yeah, and it's. I mean, I, just, I, I, I would not be surprised if like he ends up writing a a book about the whole fucking thing one of these days. Just like he's just gonna sit down and just in front of like his you know laptop, just write a book about the whole thing and just you know talk about everything that happened. You know, well, I mean, you we, know we get a sense of it, but just well, to get what's the also funny is that um, I, I, I'm. I want to say, and I, I'm, I literally might be misremembering, so I'm not. I apologize if I am, but I, I'm almost positive that I remember asking Zach about if he could direct a different genre, and he, and if there was a book, and he had said Blood Meridian, right? Blood yeah, Meridian. Yeah, yeah, it, was on, it was on the vodka stream because okay. we mentioned yeah. the western. Because I remember Tim and I got really excited because we're giant Cormac McCarthy fans. Mm. So when he mentioned Blood Meridian, Tim and I were like. Yes. Yeah. So I, I remember. I remember. So I'm pretty sure I was. I asked him that. So it was funny that that when they asked him just what genre would he want, he said western again. So I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, dude, I need that movie. I need that. I movie. feel like that's the next movie that. he would make. Yeah. yeah. I need that movie. I need that. I mean, I mean, that's like I, so great. Oh. I, I feel movie. like that's going to be his next movie after he he breaks away from whatever. You know, he just that's going to be his next. You know, like Nolan did with. Um, you know, inter- inception. Yeah. I think he's gonna do an artsy fartsy movie. Well, that's what the, uh, the last or- photograph, the last photograph. Last I, think photograph. I, don't, I don't know. I, think I, don't, that's- I don't see him. Doing and then what about uh, uh, what's the other one? 
the latitudes horse latitudes. No, 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 horse latitudes is, yeah. yeah that is the same thing that is the same thing. oh yeah that is yeah. horse latitudes right. was the rename is the new name for what uh, the last photograph was sorry. going to be sorry sorry that's what i'm saying i like the fact that he already knew that he wanted to make blood meridian when i asked him and he gets asked again what genre would he like to actually direct that it wasn't a hey what do you want and he said western because yeah. we've already asked him that, and we know the book he wants to like. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I wonder if he's kind of pitched it somewhere to. Oh, hey, look, mm. maybe let's this because I mean that. Why else would he say western? I know why, but I mean that was almost instantly. You're right. Yeah, yep. I mean it was quick. He was like western. Yeah, he knew exactly yep. what he wanted to do next, and you know, I mean, and that's what's great. It's like, yeah, okay, so he's been tackling this stuff and i mean maybe netflix will give that to him too because i like the fact that when they were talking about studios and and things like bringing things to the table he said that netflix has not been the barrier that he's had before you know mm -hmm. when it came to pitching yep. ideas and it's just like good I, that you know it's glad we're glad that he's, he's ha he has this awesome relationship um where he there the studio is just going wait a minute what the fuck are you doing man what is this you know they're just going what you want to do all right go ahead go ahead man go ahead do it and i do like the fact too that you know when it comes to when we were talking about new technology when they were talking about the volume and stuff but they were talking about streaming and the fact that they were just kind of going like you know, I mean, they, he even said, like, you know, there's no way that, like, you know, 13 year olds were not watching Army of the Dead on their phone <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. It's like, yeah, they probably peeked in on it like, oh, what's this zombie movie that's all crazy? And, you know, and, you know, utilizing that space, it's like, yeah, I'm, you know, they filmmakers make movies for the theater experience, sure. But at the same time, it's like you have to adapt to the fact that somebody's going to watch it on their on their fucking phone with their goddamn pants around their ankles. And the, you know, they're going to get those red marks on their knees when you're, you know, because they're looking at their goddamn phone. Um, you know, it's just, that's just where we live in now. You know, it's just where we live in now. It's and all. I can't walk place. afterwards because they cut off the circulation. You get like the, the, the you know, the Dude. pins and needles feeling. Yeah. Oh, we, we've yeah, all been yeah. in that situation oh. where like, we're done. We've been done, but we're still there because we're watching something. You know, it's like, you know I've like... been told we're done, but, <laughs> but, but I just keep watching. Okay. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what you got to you, you know what? what when, you you, gotta when, do. when you when you when you when you you know, you're done doing your thing and then, you know, but you're still watching a video or scrolling through some stuff. That's just what happens. It's just what yes. happens. Yeah, Scott, can you can you just be the one to ask him about Blood Meridian and be like, hey, Zach, I'm just quick question. You mentioned something about Blood Meridian one time. Oh, you mentioned dude. Westerns on the pizza thing. When are you directing Blood Meridian? Just ask him that. See oh, you know, you know, you you know me, Garza. Like I'm yeah. I'm I am just so sitting on go with like yeah. The problem I run into, like those questions, Garza, is that I ask the questions that no one else gives a shit about. But you know what? I don't care because it's the shit I want to know about. But, but hey, dude, that's still not a Spider-Man question. Like, that's at least directly related to him. Like, dude, what's your next movie? Yeah, but even at the same time, it's like, hey, I want to know what, what his favorite Spider-Man is. But at no, the no, same no. time, it's like, you're, yeah. But, you're but in that about, setting, you're, this you're, could be more of a personal setting. A, that's a question in a post Zack Snyder Personal. Justice League world, yeah. okay? Personally, yeah. Very true, very true, very that, true. That question does not exist. I don't ask him about Blood Meridian if 
Zack Snyder's Justice League is a possibility. You know what I mean? Like that's that's just not that's not possible because I'm thinking of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Now that we've gotten it, I can be like, hey, Blood Meridian. I, <laughs> I mean, makes- when I remember when I was reading Blood Meridian, and I posted it on Vero, and I mean, he just he went out of his way to like comment underneath it. Great book. I'm like, yeah, thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I think it yeah. is too. It's Cormac McCarthy, you know. Oh man, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for that opportunity. You know, that's something Dave and I've been talking about is like just trying to be like, what's gonna you know next weekend? It's like because we don't even know the schedule. Yeah, so it's like the movies, the days, right? We just know the well, days, and we know, know that time. Jackson Justice League is at one o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, they because they had to rent out the, the IMAX theater. theater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but when it comes to the other, well, is there the a, other there's not assigned seating, right? So it's just well, there's not assigned seating. It's just you know where you go first come first serve. Yeah, yeah, but I mean it's like welcome it, to it's, the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean it's it's fine. It's whatever. But yeah, we don't know. Yeah, but. I mean, I think what's going to be fun, I think that first night when we get the cocktail hour, I mean, he's going to he's going to roam through. He's going to be out there. And, you know, I don't know, like how many people are going to, you know, obviously there's going to be like at least over what, 200 people probably the first night. Two, I, I, mean, well, I mean, literally 214, the, 214 is how many uh, art center seats. Yeah. So there's going to be about 214 people. So that's going to be interesting. I don't know how much mingling is going to do or if it. You know, because apparently, I mean, I remember last time I didn't go all three nights, but first night he was just mingling with people. But, you know, it wasn't as there wasn't a ton of people like there's going to be like this time Um, when it came to BBS night. He didn't really mingle that much. I mean, he like um, was on stage talking about it before we watched the movie. And then, of course, there's a Q&A afterwards. And then we all waited in line to, you know, get the shit signed and all the stuff like that. So but it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Like, but I mean, it's just going to be a good time no matter what. And, you know, we're talking about even like I know some people has even asked me, like, you know, when it comes to just. I know. I mean, not to take away from the event, but I mean, at the same time, there are people that are like, hey, are you guys going to like go somewhere where we can meet? And that we're talking about that right now, too. We'll we'll work out those details where like people who actually want to just hang out with, you know, the crew that's going to be here, you know, that's going to be there. We're, we're talking about uh, a certain location that could be pretty fun. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, because we're—I mean, we're—I mean, for you, you're driving up. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm literally flying from one end of the country to, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna be everybody's other. Uber driver, pretty much, <laughs> which I'm—I'm I'm okay with. Yeah, I, I, I won't drink that much. Yeah, I—I I appreciate the fact that you're coming to pick me up at the time that I'm going to be arriving. I really do. Yeah, you and Steven are. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, but you know. It's okay. Coffee is a thing. Coffee yeah. is a thing. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's gonna. I don't be, even want uh, another time. Um, um, I'll, I'll go and tell you, I, I'm getting into LAX. I'm scheduled to get in LAX half past midnight yeah. local time. Shit. Not too bad. Oh, yeah. Not too bad. It'll be, like, it'll be like eight o'clock for us. So you'll be fine. Eight o'clock for us. <laughs> that's true. For, like, me, for me and Scott. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's after I've been on an airplane for like six hours. You yeah. Know? That's a trip. That's a trip. Man, dude, it's in a but, six uh, hour flight. Yeah, yeah from the right? East Coast to the West. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I got I got to go because I'm I have to do a connecting flight because I, I I'm flying out of Birmingham. I have 
I only have a 55 minute layover in Atlanta. So I'm so hoping I don't get fucked in Atlanta <laughs> because I got to make sure I can make oh. that, that I can make it to my plane. Cause then I got a red eye from Atlanta to LAX. The the ATL airport is a fucking mess. Oh, yeah, it is a nightmare. Oh, so it's LAX. LAX is a mess too. I'm not looking forward to it, but you know, <laughs> what can you do? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know when Stevens coming in. Is he coming in same almost around the same time? I can't remember. Well, I, he hasn't. Remember. He hasn't verified because uh, yeah, he we hasn't. Were, when we first got our tickets, we had talked about that. Yeah, I think we're looking at the the same. Around the same time. Around so. the same times, but well, yeah. Steven sounds like a bitch, and I don't care because he's not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, all you I tell know him, is Garza. I, all I know is that for me, and I, and um, I got to say this. I, I, I we've made this joke. I feel like, and I also got to talk about it on uh, Lisa's "I Love That Movie" podcast when I got to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. But you know, I made the joke that you know the real Snyder cut was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> But that's almost what this event kind of gets to be is exactly what it all is. these people who for the last five freaking years, I, 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 when I talk to like family and friends here, I say they're my Internet friends yeah. because I've literally never met them in person. But like I know them yeah. and, and and this event, I mean, yes, it's going to be cool to see the movies. But remember, the the movies are only going to be like in the like the late afternoon, evening time. Like we have days. We're like we're going to yeah. like we're going to be chilling. We're, we're going to be chilling and, and stuff. And yeah. so for me, I'm looking forward to the fact that like I get to meet Dave in person. I get to meet Stephen in person and Joey and all these other people that you know. We got freaking nine guys living in a house like. We got nine of us in a house. Like that's just <laughs> not it, all the days, thankfully. But hey, not all the days, thankfully. But <laughs> but it's going to be that sense of community of, hey, we've been talking for five freaking years. Can yeah. you believe we're actually like in person now? Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's funny too because like, you know, not not to obviously I am who I am, but like if you were to meet me in person, this I am. Like there's no there's no like. All of a sudden, you're like, we're all oh, pretty much like. I don't that. think yeah. it's a switch that makes you look at people different. Because I remember when Steve came over, I thought, I thought I was gonna see him in, in different, but it was just Steven. It's like okay. Well, yeah, it was like, no, it was like no, last no, like, year. It was like last year when I finally met Tim. Like we've literally been podcasting for seven years at that point, and you know we finally meet up in person, and it was just like, yeah, this is Tim. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's yeah, like me was... and Ray. We live yeah. like literally ten minutes from each other, and I can't get that yeah, guy to come over here for nothing. I mean, I used, I used to, I, I used to. I mean, I know his wife. I mean, I've known his wife longer, and I've known it. His wife tried to get me and Ray together back in the day because we were both DC fans and didn't even know each other. And that guy still won't give me the time of day. So it, <laughs> it's much like some other people in my life who are not giving me the time of day, but it's okay. Because it, it, it's funny though, because like Amanda, <laughs> Stephen's wife, Amanda. I love Dave's to, reaction. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. You're, kill, um, you're killing me. And I, thank you're you. Killing me. You're uh, welcome. Amanda, Amanda came here to Austin. Saying and, it uh, all, not saying a thing. She was, she was like talking about something. Like we were, she was, we were watching this, the kind of the thing that she was here for in Austin. And um, like as we're, like we're just watching it. And keep in mind that 
again, I'm looking for inspiration no matter what. I don't give a shit what it is. And and these people were saying something. So I started like writing it down. I started like typing it in my, my notes section. I was like, oh, that's a badass fucking line. And and after a couple of these things are done, she was kind of like, well, you know, she was trying to explain a little bit about it. I was like, oh, dude, I don't I mean, I don't I, there's no like it's fine. Like, I don't I don't think you, you don't have to sell me on this. Like, I don't it's it's OK. It's nothing wrong with it. She's like, oh, well, just a lot of people on whatever. I was like, dude, you could have told me we we're going to this fucking sex club that I have to be initiated with some random person and I have to wear a mask and I have to say this code <laughs> word. And, and I would have been like, eyes wide shut. <laughs> I know. I'd have been like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not trying to. I already knew what I was getting into. It's not like I had to basically pretend that I was some, you know, that I wasn't me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've never shown in any of these years that I've been on either here or even on our live broadcast when we would do our podcast that I had ever this fucking insecure or prude type of, oh my God, you said what? You did what? I'm offended? Like, dude, I don't give a fuck. You know what <laughs> I mean? And so, like, that'd be the same thing if we met in person. Like, you you wouldn't be able to, like, offend me by talking. I don't know. It just It's a weird thing. You get what I mean? Does that make sense? No, no, it does make sense. No, the only difference be... is that now Dave doesn't have the computer screen between drunk Scott and him. Like that's Ooh, that's the only thing. That, oh, yeah. yeah, and we get fucked up. That's what's <laughs> gonna happen. I'm gonna see drunk Scott in person, motherfucker. Yeah, but, some uh, herbs too. He's gonna he's gonna yell back to this guy. Uh, but we got somebody from the land down under showing up. Oh, Damien. Oh man, I was hoping it was I'm Steven too. It's Damien. Yeah, it's Damien. What's up? Hey guys, how's it going? It's going pretty good, sir. How you hey. doing? Why? Why the, yeah, glasses, the guys? Why the guys with glasses are at the bottom? What the fuck was? What are you talking about? about? <laughs> I'm up, you know. You know. Yeah, <laughs> top. Dave puts himself at top. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not my fault. Wait, hold on, <laughs> Ben. What, are you trying to say that Dave doesn't count? I know, right? Because I'm Dave hosting. is a human being. Dave is a human being that is that that deserves yeah. dignity and respect. Unlike what some people will give you, if you spend your whole life just loving them and treating them right, but no, they won't give you that respect. And Dave knows what that's like. Dave has fought that fight, and we stand here today with Dave. No what matter who leads to Dave for their about boss. Something totally different. Uh, all I know is, I know if I was fucking Dave. You better Whoa. give me some more loving. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I would, man. Wow. We, we, we would be sharing a bed, uh, Garza. Bro, we'd be having a good time. I'd be the right? little spoon, obviously. I know. <laughs> uh, it just reminds <laughs> me of Dave Chappelle. He's like, he's like, man, barbecues. I love you. I love you too, dog. Let's get married. <laughs> yeah. Yuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking Chappelle, man. I love oh, it. Oh man. No, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be, you know, I I already have people that were like messaging saying, like, oh man, can't wait to meet and you know, and stuff like that. It's gonna be it, it is a surreal thing because I will say, like, like when I went to the first one, and when you actually, you know, people are like, Oh my god, hey, it's you, and I'm like, Yeah, what? You know, you don't even know. Um, Scott, just be ready for that. Even Steven, where it's just like, oh no, when it's happened to me at my Walmart, where, yeah, where, I'm just like, it'll be a little different though. When everybody, pretty much everybody in the building knows who you are, though, that's what's interesting. You oh know? yeah, big dick energy, huh? 
Pretty yeah. much. You have, you have, to, walk, you have <laughs> to walk into the, to that with that shit. He literally said, when everybody in the building. <laughs> this is the motherfucker that's going to be in the same building with Zack Snyder. We'll just put it that way. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, but people like know who you are because of this whole group, because it, it is interesting because it is a fandom that we're all a part of. So we're, you know, they pretty much have been like, Hey, you know, and it, it's a, it's just, it was a weird thing back then. It's going to be a weird thing even now, but you know, and I'm it's just been like, a thing for so long that you've gone from people hating you to liking you, to hating you, to liking you. But that's the you thing too. There's going to be people that hate me that are there too. That's right. what's so great. You know, it's great. Yeah. That's where I miss the most. I wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> that's really the only reason why i'd want to that's go. the only reason why i wanted to go <laughs> just, oh yeah i mean just so i could sit back and just yeah just an opportunity hey, to slap here i am man. I'm, I'm already i'm already worried about what i might just blurt out if i see uh -oh. some people that i've i know that don't like me and i don't really like no them. dave that's so, what I'm, like, I'm there for I'm yeah there i know i know you're gonna you're gonna be with a spray bottle and be like and i'm like what shit sorry my arm Suddenly, my arm is going to go up and go. No, not 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 today, Satan. Not today. Like I, also, I'm a, you know, I'm a. I feel like I'm a funny person. I could, I could talk shit and laugh. You know, like, well, that's the thing. I was like, I'm not going to be. I wouldn't be like, you know, like. No, no, no. I would say something smartass, like if anything, you know, because, you know, what I do. Literally, my reaction will probably be, and you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is that's good. That's good. That's good. Now it, you know, it, it's gonna I, be. You if know I what? recognized who you were five fucking years from now, <laughs> <laughs> I got bigger issues, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, my name's John. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and start that way, because I don't know yeah. who the fuck you're talking about. No, but it, you know, it, it's not. You know, it's not gonna be a big deal. There's not gonna be. I mean, I know like there's been people that are like oh man are you gonna wa have to watch your back i know saggy's said some stuff too like oh i wouldn't want to go there it's like it's not gonna be that bad everybody behind the keyboard they're it's different you shit, know yeah. yeah but if they're gonna be in person they're gonna not even you know and and it's not about that and i keep on emphasizing it's not about that it's all about this whole event it's about afsp it's about the right. the the hero's journey, the full circle journey, that's all what it's about. It's not about, you know, and I and I get pissed off. I got pissed off on Film Chunky Live. Yeah, you did. Yeah, on Woo. Thursday. I was like, I was like, I was telling people, I was like, fuck you for trying to even scoop this event. Yep. Stop it. Okay. It's like, it's not that. And I still <laughs> hold that. I, I straight out was like, fuck uh, you. I was like, fuck you for trying to scoop this event. It's not, there's no announcements. I mean, there's going to be some cool surprises, probably. We don't know who's going to be on the panels, sure. but And it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be great. But the fact that there's these scoopers that are just still trying to fucking scoop this event when it's not that. It's not that. It's a celebration of what of this whole thing, you know? And I just, ugh. And then the day after, this just in, Zack Snyder announces Justice League 2 and 3 on Netflix. Dave the film junkie was wrong. Oh man. Hey. Back to you, Dave. Yeah. Well, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what happened? I didn't think that was gonna happen. Yeah. No. That. That's what it's all about. I mean, but it's all about that. It's all about right. the journey. It's all about AFSP. It's all about right. celebrating uh this fandom, and that's what Zach wants to do. And you know, 
and well, that's and Dave, why anybody who would give you it. a hard time, man, like anybody who would who yeah, I, I've seen the the you know statements and stuff, you know, and it's it, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, look, any first of all, anybody who shows up doing that kind of stuff at an event like this. You're right, probably like, going down you, really quick. Yeah, you're you fucking know, crazy. Uh, yeah, you you, like, you show know, up like you show up like, oh, it's Dave the film junkie. Let's get him. Yeah, yeah, you, that's about as far as you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's, there's not thing called the law. You can't just fucking attack somebody. Uh, right. No, no. You know, that's, like, why, that's why I was like, that's ridiculous. If like when people are like, oh yeah, you, are you gonna are you worried about them? I'm like, no. It's no, what are they gonna do? They're gonna bomb anything. the entire fucking place like, because no I'm one's there. gonna do anything. It's nobody's gonna you pay all that money to get in there just to yeah. get arrested. That's you what know? I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, it's not like I had to pay 15 bucks just to go there. No, yeah. you had to put money down. Like, sorry. Right. Oh mm -hmm. no! Like, I actually over spring break, I was talking to my dad, and I literally sat there with the pen and paper, and I figured out how much I'm spending. It's funny that you were talking to your dad about that, but not, not the wife. That's interesting. <laughs> As um, a single person, I'm going to ask the question. Does your wife know? Yes. That's how much no. Does she know how much you're spending? Yeah, does she know exactly? She I knows. I meant to ask the question. Does she know how much you spent? You know That's what, it. Scott? I'm with you. I don't, I don't tell my wife. How much I spend. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to disagree with all of you. <laughs> but agree with all of you at the same time because I will tell you this. Uh -oh. <laughs> Make sure that your wife is okay with your spending, Scott. Hey, that's because you're a man of why, God. Because that's why. Even if she says she is and she's buying her own things, she may try to come back later and say that she was never into that yeah. stuff. And that was, oh. that was you know, hey, guess what? And and then run and off with their boss, kid, and that best, would suck for you. The best trick kid, is to buy something in advance at all. The best trick is to buy something in advance and just do whatever it is. Your, a, we no, no, Dave is in. Dave is in. Don't have to worry about fucking. What is happening? Talk about it. Yeah, everybody's talking about the same time. Something that is part of me making sure that I am getting something for my wife while I am there. Yeah. I have, I literally have something that I mean, like, even has her name gave, on it. Like when she gives fact. you her Funko Pop list that says, like, here, buy this stuff. And then you're like, okay. And then it's like, I hate collectibles. <laughs> oh, man. No, no. This is just something because I did. A full Don't feel like an adult. I invited, I invited her on this Fuck. trip. That an old that, saggy guy. That invitation was made and she made the decision not to go on this trip with me but she said but i need you to do this and i went gotcha yes, yes ma'am and um the item in question was shipped directly to dave <laughs> because it's like well might as well order it and like it's like dave don't forget it but it better be in the fucking car just saying that <laughs> <laughs> oops yeah mama film junkie stephanie yeah. remind him <laughs> Yeah. Remind him every day. Oh, put God. it in the car. I'll be there. But uh, but no, it was no. I've been you know. This isn't like the dark side statue, which she still doesn't know about. Um, <laughs> Tell you, gonna come back to bite shot. you. Like, like that, she's she must like she must really love you. The fact that she's like, what is that? that she hasn't seen it. She hasn't I know. That's it. my whole point. That <laughs> she's not. Uh, she has never been like. She's seen it. She's hiding anything. You know what I mean? Like she's th she doesn't. It. You don't have to do anything. It's just the fact that she has never once been like, "I wonder if he's hiding anything from me." You know what I mean? 
Like that to me in my head, not saying that that's Don't a get bad me started thing. on that Man. topic. People hide stuff all the time. Yeah. What they is lie. They're about? living a different life sometimes, sometimes for 10 and a half months. Hey, could be. <laughs> that oh. sounds very specific. <laughs> And, and then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, they're found out like Scott standing there in the hallway with his dark side out and his wife coming in and seeing it for the first time. Yeah. And the next thing you know, everything's like, no, shambles. That's, that's not it. Where, I mean, everything's no, no, no. falling apart. Is, uh, you give up your YouTube channel. And what do you do next? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't know. But I, I really feel like the dark side was related to a ballot. Uh, uh, what you don't call your it's going on it's almost here. like it's therapeutic <laughs> i don't know i know hey uh, damien's like what did i what did i just come into right now damien now, we're, talking, we're talking about dicks and dark side anyways but anyways damien how you doing by the way yeah <laughs> Yeah, not bad. I reckon Dark Side's got a massive dick. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he's a god, right? He's a, a few god. Well, he does want he does want to fuck over the multiverse, so you know it just it's got to happen. Or maybe it's or yeah. maybe it's not, and that's why he needs to do all this crazy shit, and he needs to find the anti live too, you know, because he's got he's got a you know micro he's got a micro maybe i don't know that's a good question that's why he's got that big old scepter hey. thing you know. <laughs> he's, got, he's got grill so yeah. true okay. obviously he could work it just saying <laughs> although on 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 that note I yes think garza think... please tell us how dark side can work it please I would like to, i'd like to hear more I subscribe to your the, newsletter he uses the old ways <laughs> are you saying he readies his armada thank you i was going there thank you enosh you beat me to it i appreciate it you know it's funny i just got sent a a, a tweet where somebody actually asked and i'm wondering if this will be considered for the man of steel q a somebody actually asked it's time zach Tell us who was in the empty pod on the scout ship. You think that's going to be? I mean, obviously, does there was anyone no even care about that right now? I know it's like, like yeah, but it's I mean, never I happening. I know, I know. What he's never going to happen, but doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's never. Happening. I don't think he's ever going to tell he people. Never, yeah, he is never going to tell us. You know why? Yeah, I agree. There are some because he doesn't that people know. Never tell because he doesn't have an answer. <laughs> he can make it up. Not a, he's going to make right it up on the spot. Fucking yeah. Fucking Batman was in there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, nah, she wasn't fucking Batman. Yeah. <laughs> are we talking about dark uh, side again? That is my answer. <laughs> 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 uh, no, but I, I just wonder. If, oh, uh, I just like wonder I said, if I'm telling you, he's never going to answer that question because he does. He may have some kind of answer to it, but. In the scheme of the story that he has told, Man of Steel, BVS, you know, Justice League, there's never been any other hint towards it. There's never been any kind of clue or anything like that, which means either, regardless if he was saving it for later, it didn't matter. He still would have had at least some other kind of hint or maybe something else. Yeah. He's just not saying it because he doesn't want to tell it because maybe he doesn't, he might think it's Supergirl, but who cares? doesn't matter. Yeah. 
I mean, he might, he might go, you know, it's, you know, it's going to be funny. I could almost like think like, oh yeah, you know, I know everybody like thinks like, oh, it's Kara and like, yeah, it's a good idea. And, you know, and Carl's going to be showing up in a movie. That's cool. You know, I could see her like, <laughs> like yeah, cool, you know, or something like that. Because <laughs> you're living in a dream world. I mean, you're living yeah, in a fucking I mean, dream world. It's like, it's like, I love it when he talks about things and he's like trying to just be like, I'm not going to fully say it. And then all of a sudden he'll reference like the movies that are being made now. And he'd be like, I mean, you know, the last when he was here last, he brought up like he was proud of all the people that he cast in these roles. And he's all in Ezra's got the movie, you know, Flash movie coming out and things that are happening there is all that's cool. It's going to be something cool to see and blah, blah, blah. So I could just see him like answering something like, because everybody's suspecting Kara was in there and he'll probably just bring that up and be like, and that's cool. And Hey, well, she's going to be uh, right over there. You know, it's just going to be, I like, mean, she's, uh, she's going to face Zod. So maybe that's who was in the pot the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, he could say it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I said, if, if there was, if there was a true, true, like, no, this is who was in there. Yeah, I feel like just as just in general, we would at least have seen some hint once in one of the three movies, and we didn't. We did nothing. I think it was just one of those things where it's just like you you come up with your and I love it when filmmakers do this. It's like the end of Inception when when Christopher Nolan's like you determine whether that the top fell no, down or not. I don't think that's what he did. I think he truly wanted to have something with that. But then guess oh, what? He uh, was like, no, no, no. He was like, no, that's that could have been cool. Oh, okay. And yeah. we're going to deal with because this I'm is talking a about now, trilogy. though. But, no, but no, maybe this now he just wants you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a Superman saying. trilogy. So I yeah. can I can have that and go, okay, that's Kara later on in the second movie and we can introduce her or something like that. All of a sudden now I'm bringing Batman and I got to do all this shit with Lex Luthor. I can't do that little like little bitty hint anymore because guess what? It doesn't. That has no plot relevance to Justice League. I got to get the Justice League going. I can't have Kara fucking bringing in the Justice. At this League. point, it would. At this point, it would kind of be like Martian Manhunter. How you know that got turned into what it was, right? Because that was not the plan from the beginning, right? Correct. Yeah. You get what I mean? So that's why I feel like, no, 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 that that empty pod was meant to serve a purpose if all he was doing was a trilogy of a Superman films. Because that would make sense. So, yeah, that does make sense because he was like laying some groundwork when it came Mm -hmm. to that. But obviously it's like, okay, it went a different direction. So it's like, all right, that's not going to be anything. So so maybe he will be like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'd be cool if you're like, yeah, originally it was it was going to be this maybe. And, you know, it was going to be. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we, you know, somebody's mentioning in the, the prequel comic, you know, was not a hint. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just like one of those things where it's just. Yeah. I mean, if someone's going to ask that, hopefully. Well, he right. does. But, but also screen. logically, who could it have been? If, it, if it's not Kara, who could it have been that would have been that important to notice and to focus on that open pod? Yeah. Power Girl. Crypto. Power Girl. <laughs> Crypto. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know what? I mean, well, to the be dog honest, would find a way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, if you got a bitch that's, like, not wanting to leave, <laughs> and they'll find a way out. I mean that that bitch will leave you in a second. Like literally the front door like gets a little crack and like she's like right out the door fucking her boss and you don't know what's going on and it's like I didn't even know the dog had a job. Like I didn't know that. The, the the bitch had a job the whole time. 
didn't even know it. And next thing you know, they're in a totally different kennel, completely. Yeah. You know, I feel like nuclear man. Maybe it was nuclear man. Like yeah. it could have been nuclear man <laughs> going nuclear. There you go. There, there you go. go. Exclusive. Oh. I feel like the uh, the metaphor of the dog is not being used properly here. Um, I feel like the dog kind of uh, just no, no, saying but, the bitch behavior that I've seen. Okay, yeah. just my observations. Sorry. And man, that's life. You know? Some of it. Um, Dave, hey, I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go. You gotta go. I gotta. Me I, too. I, uh, yeah. Um, Liam has a soccer tournament tomorrow, so I have a game at nine fifteen in the morning. I gotta be at. Yeah. Right. Hey, so you gotta I go. Got for you. That's what she said. <laughs> Anderson, right. did you show you a question? Yeah, it's, just, it's something I meant to bring up earlier when we were talking about uh, Broas. Uh, so obviously Zach is pretty pressed on the whole bat nut scenario. I guess that's what we'll call it. Oh, the um, bat nut. Yeah. Yeah, bat nut scenario. So. He's said he would do an adaptation of Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. He'd be interested in that. Do you think he would stick to the script or he would stick to it, but maybe implement his own things? And then if he did that, would it be interesting to implement that? So then you have Superman getting sent in to neutralize not only, you know, somebody who's a threat possibly, but also the father of his love's son. Hmm. <laughs> David. Not saying that the story needs that, but hmm. I wonder if he would try to implement that. I'm just No, I honestly think if he I, I honestly think if he did the Dark Knight Returns movie, I really do see him because he's talked way to too much about it. Like uh he's saying his he would want to make a fate. I mean, I imagine Faithful. a Dark Knight Returns movie like Watchmen, exactly. where like you That's watch Watchmen and you're mm-hmm. basically just but even there. but but even then though the only reason why he changed Watchmen because it made sense yeah. like the Dark Knight Return yeah yeah that the way that story is told makes sense you know what I mean the Squid and and Watchmen yeah, this, as much yeah. as everybody loves it just didn't work as far as right what needed to be in a in a physical medium would you agree Scott that the Dark Knight uh, I, Returns. I would agree uh, yeah, only yeah. except for the fact that I did love how the HBO show the HBO show they did it well. work. They did it well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but I feel like Dark Knight Returns, like you said, it's like all <clears throat> Dark Knight Returns is it's like I like Jay Oliva's animated movie. Mm-hmm. It shows that the book as it exists works. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's perfect, honestly. So so I, I I would say Anderson, to answer your question, I would think if he did Dark Knight Returns, I like I, said, I I personally my speculation is that it would be a Watchmen scenario where you'd be watching a movie that goes, I'm literally watching the book come to life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only the only the only downside about all that is the fact that it's like people would be like, you already kind of did it, dude. You know, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like with yeah. BBS, it was already like so much. I mean, down to just like the mech suit. It's like, how do you capitalize on how great that suit it, looked on Ben? That's you know? what I was going to bring up because I feel like that would make it different. You know, it would add something different to it. You know, yeah. but, well, because it, even because even the suit, the way that Frank Miller, well, the 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 way the suit that Frank Miller drew is not like the BVS suit 
invokes the Frank Miller suit, but it's still not a page to screen adaptation. Like you could redesign the mech suit to make it look more like the one that Miller drew than True. what you got in BVS. Well, so, so you have you could you could probably make you know obviously clearly Robin and maybe even um, what's his name. Uh, Green Arrow. Green Arrow? Oliver. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say Oliver. Oliver uh, yeah. Without more, the in wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. You can make Oliver more of a prominent <laughs> character and possibly the mutants more prominent to differentiate BBS and this adaptation. But yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see. I would prefer him to make a Dark Knight Returns adaptation because I know it would be like Watchmen. And the perfect thing would be with obviously Clooney. As the fucking don't stop you know. it with the I know. I know, I know, you don't like God it, but I'm just saying. I just think it'd be badass because it's like no. that would that would because you don't get <laughs> how do you get another Batman that's old, right? Like, okay, but you also need another Superman, and it's like all these. You need somebody cats. who's gonna be who needs. You need a, a bulky dude. Clooney is not a bulky dude. He's not going to fucking gain like 30. Oh, he's not a bulky dude right now in life? You're right. He's not a fucking bulky dude. Neither was goddamn Ben Affleck. Fucking 15 yeah, years he ago, he was a he's bulky dude. He's always been a big Just dude. Get... You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, okay? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. No, the, that's what I told her. You don't know what Just the fuck Chris... you're talking about. And then she still no, was like, no, I... No, no, no. I, I, would, I would gladly have a Josh Brolin Batman yes. before I have a George Clooney in yeah. that shit, you know? Because Just Josh Christian Bio back. No, no. Christian Bale knows how to bulk up. He's 50 years old later this year. You get, you yeah. get Christian Bale. I know. Uh, I don't even like Christian Bale. Christian Bale. I mean, no, I'd, I'd also not be. I'd, I'd also be okay with just some, some, just yeah. whatever. Who, whoever. I know, I know. I know. I know. You're just talking shit, but I yeah. was just like. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, yeah. There's, there's somebody, you know, just get somebody who's like, you know, older and who's, you know. But at the same time, f you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I really do need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Scott, but thanks yes. for answering my question. No problem. <laughs> so, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, where a podcast can be found. We just dropped our latest episode of the Batman scene by scene. He got greedy. And so, check that out as we discuss the <laughs> morgue scene with Commissioner Savage's body. And, of course, maybe Dave. This Sunday on Film Junkie, Uh, we will have Batman the Fanimated Stream, where we will be discussing the final episode of the original run of the series of Batgirl Returns. There we go. All right. Thanks, Scott. See you guys later. I'll see you you soon, actually, which is crazy. Anybody else got to go? I know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Casey, you got to go, too. Yeah. Sorry I didn't uh, crunch it down to your aspect. (laughs) I was like, like, ah, we all have our backgrounds. It's all looking. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I know, I know. Yeah, usually I, I was working with that for a little bit at one point. So somebody like, somebody said that they uh, that Casey's background reminded him of a high school photo. Shoot. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> in my head though, I was kind of like, I mean, yes, but it still looks good though. So it's not, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, all right, Casey. Well, con- congrats on your uh, book release, Garza, and yeah, you guys that. have fun next week. I'm jealous because you guys get to meet. 
not because of you know whatever is happening there but yeah you guys have fun i'm looking forward to the live stream as well which yeah. please do it dave oh yeah definitely gonna be doing live streams and there's gonna be all kinds and of please include dark that dick something yeah <laughs> you know I'll try to fit it in there. Maybe after the uh, cocktail hour, if I have a couple of hours, I'll be like, no, stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you got to say about that, Zach? I mean, he likes the human body. He likes the body. So, it's true. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Cheers, guys. All right. Bye. Take care, sir. We haven't even talked about the flash even like a little bit, like when it comes to this week, because oh. of all the stuff that's, you know, when it comes to that and the fact that there was like a, a last minute test screening when it came to the flash. That makes no sense to me. That doesn't make any sense because. No. Did, yeah. unless, unless they have like an alternate ending, like in another lockdown version of the film and they were like panicking last minute. But, you know, but, I, yeah, yeah, what didn't make sense to me is like you're, you're literally going to be screening at CinemaCon next week. What yeah. the hell kind of changes can you make from what you already have? But maybe they were just trying to gauge. And apparently it was still positive. It still got a positive response from what I gathered, from what I just like read. It was like, oh, yeah, but people are still loving the movie. Okay, cool. But I just was. it was just a little weird that why this last minute um, you know, test screening when the ultimate test screening is going to be at CinemaCon when, you know, we're going to get reactions from people that are there. Lucky. Yeah. Maybe it's some type of extended cut or something that they've showed to people that they're planning on yeah. releasing down the track. Maybe. I think it's just the tweaked ending. I think that's what it is. That's what, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Because originally it was going to be like, they were going to have a, uh, a full on Cavill cameo, but I think that got, you know, pretty removed. I'm not saying he got fully removed of the movie, but he that that because apparently he you know when he shot the Black Adam one he also shot one for the Flash as well, but that was before you know this whole new thing and you know Garza we haven't really talked about the Flash too much with you and the fact that you know with James Gunn I mean I know we've maybe maybe have a little bit but I don't know but I'm like how are you feeling about any I mean I I think you've even not really expressed too much excitement for. What's in the future, right? I mean, when I think of of <clears throat> what he's probably planning on doing with the Justice League and all this shit that he's doing with his story, like I get it just because of the things that I've done. And it's 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 interesting that he's gonna be including a lot of these characters that you don't you're not normally used to associating with Justice League. Um, the thing that sucks though is that I mean, well, it doesn't suck. It's just you don't really know about it. It's just that he's he's doing these obscure things, which is cool, like the authority and all these other, you know, obscure type DC characters, um, you know, like Fire. I think he's doing a, was it Firestorm? I'm pretty sure that's what it is, right? Is it Firestorm? I don't know if he's mentioned that. Okay, well, I have a feeling he's probably going to do that just because, I mean, that might as well. If he's going to do yeah. the authority, he might as well bring them in too. Because yeah. they're DC and stuff, um, but it's like he's he's going such a different route that you can't compare it to whatever Zach was doing, which is that makes sense. That's what you should do. Um, it, it's just like with okay with the Superman legacy that he's he's about to to put out. You know, are we going to spend half the movie seeing Clark growing up in, in Smallville? Yeah. 
No, yeah. they said it's not an origin movie. So. Right, exactly. So, okay, so then are we going to see him day one or are we going to see him day, day, you know, 365? We're going to see him a year in his Superman. I think well, how, so. You know what I mean? But then how is the, what's the world going to be like in that? Because if everyone's yeah. just going to be okay with an alien being on our planet, that's cool. That's fine. I'm not saying that they need to react differently, but how does that, okay, how is that going to relate to this whole justice league being in the world then because if nobody gives a shit about superman being there and i and i mean that in the sense of not being scared about it or or whatever how do you explain wonder woman and dark side and new gods and all that shit how does religion come out about with all this shit you know what i mean like there's deeper thematics that you have to consider unless you're treating it like it's nothing which then also means that it's not going to have that deeper level of connection with oh okay so this superman um i guess has more he he can act like superman sure and it's a james gunn superman so sure people are going to go see it but is it really good or is it just like oh whatever it's a superman story you know what i mean i can't help feeling like there are shades of um what was it called superman returns was it superman returns yeah mm. where he was already there and there's no backdrop right. story and it's it's like well, he just appears out of nowhere and there's no emotional connection to the character because he doesn't have to do an origin story, but it kind of feels like that. And it's like that that movie was just rubbish. Right. And, I, and that's what I feel like kind yeah. of, and I'm not saying James is going to do that, but at the same time, yeah. I, I've, I could relate to, to man of steel. I can relate to that Superman because of the things that happened in that film. If you're not going to show me that orange story, and you're going to make this Superman exist in this world. Okay, well, then are you going to show me that this world is reactive to this Superman? Or is this world just going to accept them like it's nothing? Like, no, nah, I, I think there's going to be a little bit of that. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping for that. I mean, that, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying yeah. I don't know how it's going to be because, I mean, you can't. If he's been writing and he's been focusing on it like he says he has. And. Listen, everybody can talk shit that they want about him. Peacemaker for whatever it fucking was. Peacemaker is also a character that nobody fucking knew about until he brought him into the fucking limelight. Okay, so the fact that anybody could be like, oh, I know who Peacemaker is specifically because of what James did. I mean, just in general, that says something about him, right? I mean, he, he did something with the character. Fuck it. He knows what Zach did with Man of Steel. So he's either going to not do that same approach, which, okay, cool. I'm not saying everybody has to do that same approach, but you, you also do have to realize that if you're going to be bringing in characters like Frankenstein, I don't think in live action, but you know, the, there are some of those, uh, those characters in there, or you're going to be bringing in some of these really crazy obscure characters that you need to make them more grounded than just fucking fantastical because it's not going to make sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's yeah. just the way I feel. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be. I mean, I'm I'm rooting for it because I root for it. Whatever, you know. Um, I always hate it when like when when people go like nothing's ever going to beat this version that I love, and I'm like, okay, cool. But I always root for the next filmmaker to be like, you know, when when Matt Reeves was like going to do new Batman and Robert Pattinson, I went okay. Make me love him better than I do uh, the other Batman. 
and it didn't quite get there. Like I'm like, all right, right now I'm thinking, eh, Pattinson yeah. probably third, probably third on my list when it comes to cinematic Batman. You know, <laughs> right? Like for as much shit as it was like building up to it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. I yeah, wasn't like. I, mean, oh I, I still love the movie, but I was like, you know, but I, at the same time, I was like, all right, but it, you know, and I know we were all blown away by the first teaser, and uh, but at the same time, I was just like, okay, but I, I as much as I like really like this is different it's unique but you know i i was and i always root for the filmmaker to be like make me love your movie more than the rest mm. didn't quite happen but it was close it was it's like the batman is definitely when it comes to batman movies it's it's in my top five 100 percent right. uh maybe even top three i don't know but i haven't really thought about it but at the same time i'm like i'm always rooting for the next filmmaker to do better to do more you know to do whatever and you know and it's going to be difficult it's going to be difficult but i just you know when i when i see tweets where people are like there's no way that's never gonna no one's ever gonna beat this i'm like all right well now you just establish your bias you're right. never gonna, you're never gonna let go of that bias and now you're just gonna be like the people that we were pushing back against when it came to zach trying to do new you know new things with Superman and Batman and everybody was holding on to the nostalgia of Christopher Reeve. And I mean, it's just like you realize that you are now the people that are holding on to nostalgia because, you know, and you're not, you're going to shit on anything that comes out that's new. And I, I don't like that. I want to see something fresh and new and I want it to impress me and to win me over. Is it going to happen? No, most likely not. But I, I'm, I still want them to try of thing you know yeah that, you know but it's subjective as ray and that and is also that's also why i i really truly believe that zach's probably not going to come back to this kind of thing because oh he's so that's, happy that's, right that's, now yeah because here's the thing like the fact that i mean dude i can create a character that's literally batman because guess yeah. what alan moore did that with watchmen okay yeah. so the fact that he did that with watchmen and made a character completely different than Batman, but still was okay. Still parts of it. You can do that with new characters. And so the fact that you could do that and Zach has the reputation and everything that he has, why would he want to go back to trying to make a Batman character that people are going to just be mad about anyways, because well, okay. I can make my own character like a Batman character. You could see aspects of it, but guess what? I'm going to use my own whatever. I would have so much more fun and I, and I do versus trying to fit my characters into that paradigm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and, and the same thing, like going to the flash trailer, I mean, we all saw it and everybody was just going like, what do they do to bad flick? It's like, it's a different, it's, it's still bad flick, but it's a different person who is making this. Yeah, it's like a different director. Like, I'm, yeah, it's a different director. And even Ben Affleck was like, you know, praised like what happens in the flash. Sure. Like, you know, like when people were talking about like some of the VFX, you know, there's a lot of things you got to like take into account with all that. But, you know, I don't know. It's just so many different things. Um, well, listen, I'll just say this. Yeah, if you if you wanted to see what a, a film would look like if it was directed by Zach and not directed by Zach, you watch three hundred and then three hundred Rise of an Empire. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! Because oh my that, god, yeah, there is a difference. Fucking choking shit. A vast, a vast difference. Yeah. And, it, and it's no disrespect to that director, but that's what happens when a director that isn't Zack Snyder tries to 
tries to emulate Zach. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, yeah, unfortunately, that's gonna that's what it's gonna look like because they're not Zack Snyder. Um, and so I can appreciate a director taking on another character that Zach has worked with, and not it's not gonna look like a Zack Snyder film. So I'm I'm expecting that. Like I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh no, we're not. Yeah, I'm not expecting that either. When it comes to uh, Muschietti, I know he has his own directing style, and you know, even watching the trailers, I'm like, yeah, if Zach directed this, it would not look like certain, you know, certain shots would not look like how they're looking. There would be a, you know, the, you know, there's just certain things where I'm just going like, yeah, I could see why. You know, when people just totally just stay on the side of like, that's not how Zach would do it. It's like, yeah, OK, I understand that. But I also read comic books where mm -hmm. that's illustrated by different illustrators that are just not, you know, that are not drawing it the same way. So I'm, I'm OK with seeing somebody else cooking the fucking, you know, product. And I want to see what that looks like, you know, and I'm, I don't know. It's just fandom. I'm also not, I'm also not going in expecting a Zack Snyder film. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not either. Yeah. I'm looking at it that there's going to be Snyderverse elements in there. That's about it. And and the fact that, you know, when Zack was on here last, he brought up the he brought up that. He thought like, "Whoa, you know, that's pretty cool." And I I wish I would have asked him like right away like when he would mention that I'm like, "Did you talk to Andy Muschietti? Did you have a sit down with him? Like, what what was the communication when it came to all that?" And maybe I will next weekend and I'll be like, "Hey, like when it came to the Flash, obviously they're using, you know, characters you created. Zod is, you know, they're going to reenact the whole zero hour fucking scenario. Did you talk to him and what, you know, what was the discussion like? I, I wouldn't like ask that like publicly. I'd be like, you know, personally, if it, like we had a one on one, like, hey, did you talk? I mean, in the fact that his vfx guys are working on the flash as well you know vfx supervisors that created the flash effects in Zack snyder justice league are working on the flash you know that who worked on the flash so kind of just want to know like what communication did he have like you know when it came to all that so i don't know we'll I'm almost see. positive that i said that last time and you gave me shit for it but i'm not whatever what? i give you about different no i thought it was different. black adam wasn't it black adam that you no, asked it wasn't about? fucking black adam i'm almost <laughs> fucking positive that i was like hey you should have asked him this you're like no whatever loser <laughs> i was like okay well, i don't know about that <laughs> Bro, I'm just, listen there's evidence let's put it that way okay and <laughs> you the fact that i Gaza doesn't I'm making, get mate. the fact that i'm making <laughs> rare get. appearances should tell you something that if i remember it guess what no, i'm just kidding i don't know I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's like the I rare appearances of certain people that, <laughs> yeah. like, they that just don't show up anymore. Yeah, in our lives that just, like, one day just disappear out of our lives, <laughs> never to be seen again, don't even come about? back and get their stuff. It's really Ooh. weird, but they leave their children. It's weird. Oh. Like, you know, like, <laughs> not good. when when, when ah, the stepkids, ah, like, are with you, like, that's kind of weird, right? But, like, it just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. Hey, bro, you're not the, oh, you're not the stepdad. You're the dad that stepped up, right? In in, in this theor theoretical situation, yeah. uh, in this dark side dick situation, yes, this is what yes, we're about. yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I get yes. it. I hear you. I hear you, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, Thank you for I don't know about day. the whole the whole flash thing and and um, you know Zach and and what he's planning on doing. I 
like I said, the fact that he's able to, to create his own world and his own characters, his own backstory, his own history, his own, I mean, just as somebody that's done that as well, dude, there's so much that I can go, Hey, you know what though? I do like this and I want that in my story, but I don't have to adhere to that because it's not that character. You know what I mean? Like, just because I'm writing a Batman version character doesn't mean that he has to basically be an orphan. You know what I mean? Or yeah. he has to watch his parent or that he doesn't, he has a fucking, you're just watching him and you're going to go, he kind of seems like Batman. Maybe he's Rorschach. I don't, maybe he's the comedian. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> like you're just, it, he gets the freedom. And so the fact that he's able to do that with, I don't know how many characters, I mean, that's so liberating. I can just tell you right now, like, why would he want to go back to, oh, I got to go basically continue this world that I already had to change and all this shit. And I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, that's just me saying it, but. Yeah. I'm curious if uh, Andy Muschietti is going to want to do Justice League after this, or if he's going to want to do a smaller scale scale film, you know, within the DCU. Yeah. Because I've seen people saying, like, they want him to do uh, Brave and the Bold. Yeah. And, I mean, he's been through a lot with The Flash. He might want to break. Take a break. (laughs) Well, I mean, right now, I mean, uh, he's, you know, he's producing the It prequel series. So, yeah, he is. He is taking a break from that. And he's going back to, you know, what put him on the map, which was the It series. So, he is heavily involved in the the it prequel series so at least i mean that's this is what i was told i mean that's i i had a conversation with somebody going like you know when it came to the whole you know uh test screening that happened apparently this week it was like that doesn't even make sense like nobody like nobody really is working on this movie right now it's locked it's completely locked like it's been locked for a year yeah you know and it's like andy's been andy's off doing the it series and everybody else is just kind of doing their thing. I think the only thing that might be still being tweaked is maybe, yeah, they're editing some things, maybe some score stuff, but that's about it. But Andy's not even like he's yeah. off trying to uh, get this, you know, this, this uh, welcome to dairy prequel it series going off like right now. So for, I don't know. It's all very strange. The the test screening confused me just because they've seemed so confident about this film, you know, from the Super Bowl commercial to announcing that they're screening it. Uh, it just kind of says like we're confident about this film. It's an event film, you know, which DC hasn't really had in a long time. So I've been excited about it just because of their confidence in it. And then you got this curveball of like, oh, we're doing a test screening the week before we screen it. Just kind of, I don't know, really confused. Was that actually official news? Is it, or, or is it a rumor that we're discussing here about the test screening? Seems like it was really test, test screened. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dave might have a better insight on that than me. Which one was it? The sorry, the test screening. Yeah. Um, are you talking about like things that came out from it? Well, if it really happened, no, no, this latest one. Like, oh. is it, did it actually happen, or is it just? Is it just well, that's that's, that's, that's so weird. Stuff. I mean, that I, I just question it because I'm like, what? I mean, if 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 they, you know, if you're testing something and then you get feedback, what can you change in a week? 
before CinemaCon because right. it's going yeah. at CinemaCon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only thing, the only thing you gotcha. can do is you can just cut it. That's it. You can't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Maybe there. I, mean, I think the biggest thing was like they were just maybe <laughs> testing out the ending because obviously the ending was that got tweaked a little bit because you know there was the whole thing about Henry Cavill that was going to be part of it because at one point he was still going to be Superman, but now that's not the case anymore. Maybe whatever they you know, and I didn't read exactly what the ending was when it came to this thing, I, I, I try to avoid it. And um, so maybe it was just like, Hey, let's see how the ending tests, you know, with this. And maybe they just needed that. And I don't know, maybe that was it because obviously, yeah, like I said, they're not going to change anything from now to next week. So it's Warner brothers. <laughs> what can you do? Exactly. I mean, just and keep in mind Expect that there's still an Aquaman sequel that's supposed to oh, come dude, out that, that uh, thing's gonna fall and that thing's dead uh, in the water pardon the yeah. pun i'm just saying like that movie like it's just sad that i mean we're five years after the first aquaman came out made a billion dollars it yeah. wowed the vfx wowed us it was like how did they make aquaman a billion dollar my franchise? family was dancing in my living room having a great time and happy yeah. Yeah, but five no. years later, now it's just like five years yeah. later. We're five years later. Aquaman two is gonna <laughs> suck. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's like, what is this movie gonna be now? I'm yeah, like, one I'm less rooting dancer. for it, but 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 at the same time, I'm like, I hope it's gonna be something. But it's oh, the well, fact no, that they delayed even, it over a year. It's not even that. It's it's yeah. the fact that five years later, there's no continuity that's going to happen nope. from nope. it. You know what I mean? Like exactly five years ago, you could have said. Oh well, I mean it, it it was following quote unquote Justice League. You know what I mean? Yeah. And okay, fine, but now it's like it's not it's not following anything. It's not doing anything. Well, James Gunn literally it. skipped over it in his little yeah. announcement. Dude, I know. I, I, I emphasize that big time where he goes, Then we have Aquaman. Then we go into and it's yeah, just, just like, Whoa, he just did not even he <laughs> praised all the other movies and just skipped right over Aquaman because yeah. It it's 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 literally like pardon the pun it's dead in the fucking water it really is it I think really it's been is. screwed with too much because they yeah. they've you know done reshoots they put Ben Affleck in it and I'm sure they took him out and then there was Michael else. Keaton that was supposed to be the Bruce oh Wayne yeah I forgot point. all that yeah yeah, yeah which that was <laughs> yeah the Amber Heard situation <laughs> I mean there's oh, just so many things where it's just like oh man this movie what is a just train wreck crazy. mate. Yeah, it really is. Train wreck. That's unbelievable. God. Well, we talked about it a little a little while ago. I mean, even with the Flash, right? What if this movie makes a billion dollars? Yeah, they can't follow it up with anything. I they can't fucking do anything with it. But no, but the but the thing is, uh, Damon is the fact that it's like, but it's such like a crazy multiverse movie that, yeah, sure, you can't like you're not gonna we're not gonna have more like Keaton or possibly not even more Sasha Kai's Supergirl or more Ezra. But at the same time, I'm just kind of going like, well, it's such a multiverse, like one hit kind of movie when it comes to that. Maybe it'll be okay. You know, I, I cause I've heard that question before. It's like, what if it's a big hit, you know, and they're not going to like move forward with it. But I'm like, yeah, but I mean, it might be a big hit to the fact that it does. I mean, the flash has been known to reboot things. I mean, look at the new 52 into rebirth. It was like that was the whole flash thing. Yeah. And, and and I thought they did a good job with the opening of Rebirth and it was strictly a flash story. And I thought it was a 
there was like I remember there was like a part in there when it came to Barry and Wally, and there was like something in there. I was like, whoa, this is really good. Like what's happening when it comes to these characters, like these Flash characters that were happening in the story. And I'm like, yeah, the Flash always has that capability of just like doing that. And I think they're just kind of utilizing that for this. I don't know. It's just so up in the air because, you know, we're not going to find out for another month and a half, I guess you could say. But I think it still might be something special because it's going to be a, a nostalgia factory with the Keaton stuff. And then it's also going to show new shit and then nostalgia for us who loves the Snyder shit. I don't know. It's going to be nostalgia all over the place. And then, I don't know. Um, isn't the, the new Superman film, <sighs> isn't it starting filming in January? Is that what James said? I don't know. It was like rumored, but it James Gunn hasn't said anything yet. I know I saw that too. I saw like okay. somebody posting that, but who knows? I when it, but it, I wasn't sure. And the only reason why I said that is because regardless of, of if it's true or not, let's just say they have a January, February shoot date because he obviously is posting the, the script and all that. He has it down and all that. He's the one in charge. The, the flash can make a billion dollars. I don't think James is going to be like, oh, I got to retool this entire script no. now because, you no. know what I mean? So I feel like at the end of the day, James is getting his movie going and he doesn't give a fuck about The Flash. I mean, he does, but it's yeah. not his deal. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I mean, I, I think like what what's good about having James Gunn um, when it comes to all this is the fact that he's going to be he's going to be hyping this thing up and you know, and that's what he has been doing debunking shit and being on Twitter. I mean, not, I mean, not everything, you know, Dude, he, like, the fact that anybody wants to come out and try to say anything about DC right now, I, exactly. I'm like, you got balls. Cause bro is exactly. like, Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I love that. I love that. I hate it when he picks well, fights when it comes to haters. Well, there's, but, but there's a thing to that though, because that yeah. means that if the person willingly knows that that is what james is doing the fact that they are coming out and saying something about it that also should be precedent that should also yeah, be like true, true okay because obviously they know he's coming out and saying stuff so yeah. but whatever yeah but but at the same time i'm like i'm looking forward to like after he's done with guardians he's going to be full-on 100 on superman legacy so we're going to start seeing more teases and I think like he has to do like his due diligence if he's gonna be like on Twitter and being on social media, he needs to like like you know tease like tease like part of like tease the cape of the Superman costume and do what Zach. I mean, remember when Zach was like teasing shit? Like he showed who the fuck is like. There's an echo going on bad right now. <laughs> Anyone? More? You anybody hear that? Yeah, I, hear, I, hear yeah, that. I can hear it. Let's see. Go down on the horn. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, it's Damien. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, really? Know There's nothing why, going why? on. And it talk, 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 talk. Oh, that's Australian. Weird. It's that Australian continent. That's why. Yeah. No, I think something we're good in Australia, now. something in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. No, I think we're good now. I think we're good now. Maybe yeah. I just needed to mute you for a, a brief second. And maybe it's StreamYard. Oh, could have been StreamYard. Because you have your earbuds in. So that didn't even make yeah, sense. Yeah, I do have my earbuds in and there's no sound here. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I think it might have been a StreamYard thing. Oh, it's funny because it was getting it was getting worse and worse. But I was yeah. like, I guess I'm not gonna so, say anything because. one, yeah, I know. That's why I stopped. And then once I <laughs> muted Damien and then put him back on, it cleared it up. So I think it was a StreamYard thing, for for your feed. Fucking Australia. 
Fucking Australia. God damn it. Where the stream goes around the other way. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? That's right. Yeah, I know, right? Gravity is all different down there, man. Right. You don't even utilize the whole fucking island. It's like a land down under. So it's a land down under. But, uh, you know, I don't even know what I was saying. But, you know, I wanted to get Enosh, like when it comes to Superman legacy, like and what you've been seeing and, you know, being a Superman fan, how are you feeling about all this stuff? You know, my my biggest concern, I, I think for me and Superman has to look like a man, you know, makes sense. Right. But the problem is, is like all these AI pictures and uh, like fan art and all this stuff, you know, putting, you know, all these actors heads on bodies and they and they all just look like supermodels, like with a Superman shirt on. And I'm just that I'm a little worried about who they get to play Superman, because I I honestly don't. No, I mean, and after you see, I, I don't want to just like harbor like, oh, just Henry Cavill is the greatest. But like you look at Henry and like the dude was ripped and he's stacked and he's just, you know, oozing that. And I, I don't know. I don't know who can who can just come in and do that. Well, um, and the but, fact that also keep in mind that the Witcher looked like Superman. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. That's, yeah. a, that's right. a crazy thing to think of. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so my thing is, is I just, I'm, I'm a little concerned about that. I'm, I'm also concerned with maybe how the script and the tone is of the whole thing, because I don't want to, as a Superman fan, I don't want to see all the, the great things that have been pushed forward in the last few years. Uh, you know, we we were talking even about like the John Byrne, you know, remake and stuff where, where it was like it took Superman seriously and he wasn't overpowered and he had to overcome things and it wasn't just super easy for him. And so I'm I'm really hoping that they don't try to go backwards to like a Super Friends Christopher Reeve version where we're going to put all this needless comedy in or whatever. I, I sh- I guess you can have a lighter tone, which I'm fine with, but I'm just a little worried about that. Um, but I mean, then again, I think that James can write something that's that's serious, and we could get something really great. So I'm I'm really kind of trying to stay neutral on on the movie right now because there's so much that we don't know. Mm-hmm. But you know, as a Superman fan, I hope it's going to be great. I hope yeah. it's going to be awesome. I mean, you know, like there's people, I don't understand people who hate on something just because a certain person is attached to it or whatever, you know, like it just, it, it's stop with that, you know? And, well, and also it's not, you're not a fan of the character. You're whatever. I don't know what you are, but you're not a fan of the character. Right. It just, <laughs> if that's the case. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and so I just, I'm, I'm trying to remain neutral. I don't understand why, why people are just hating on it just to hate on it. You know, look, we could be here in 2025 and, you know, in a completely different place in our lives where we've gotten over all the hurt and everything of Henry Cavill going away and all these other people going away. And maybe we've rebuilt something, you know, in the next two years of our lives and we come into, uh, Superman legacy and we could be here reporting and talking about how 
great it is. And it's like a great representation of Superman. And maybe it brings all the Superman fans together, all the different generations and everything, gather and sing Kumbaya and, you know, and it's great. Or we could be sitting here in 2025 and saying, gosh, James Gunn completely doesn't get it. And like, we'll, we'll all be pissed off. And so, you know, like, I, I don't know until I start to see a little bit more. I don't think I've, I, I don't think I know enough or seen enough to really know and like make that decision. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's good. I really do. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he even talked about having notes, you know, taking notes from people and he's, you know, yeah. getting Tom King, which some people were like, oh, don't give it to him. <laughs> uh, you know, and there's a lot of things when it comes to his trusted uh, people that and I, you know, I think that's good. I think that's good that he's just not like he just wrote a script and went, you know what? This is fantastic. <laughs> no, he actually reached out to people and like, hey, read yeah. this. Give me notes. Do not hold back. Which yeah. is good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing that he's doing that. When I was when I heard that before he actually reported that, because like I, I remember someone told me that, oh yeah, he's 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 uh getting notes from people. I'm like, well, good. That's what you should do. It's like he has a lot of pressure on him right now because you know, Superman is one of the hardest fucking people to, you know, characters to write for because it's fucking Superman, right. you know, and they, you know, when, when it came to Superman Returns, they thought they had it because they were like, oh, let's just continue from the Donner Superman and, and try to do it. And for the most part, it's like Easy. you had you had some pieces there, but yeah, it yep. didn't fucking well, all work. I don't, I don't even I don't even think it's just that, too. You got to yeah. you also got to remember, like. I mean, unfortunately, he had some shit come up that was fucked up about it. You know, like now, granted, he hasn't fucked up since. But, yeah. you know, there is a stigma about James Gunn and what he was at least saying and all that stuff. And so if you take that, like imagine and I'm not saying this would ever happen, but imagine Zack Snyder having a, a past of whatever, yeah, having too, something right. bad for him to have to then come up with okay, I need to, you know, do a Superman film. There'd probably be, everybody would be watching it with scrutiny. And the fact that James has been doing what he's been doing since then, I think that was in 2018, actually, uh, when he when that shit came out, that you go, all right, like I get that he fucked up and that he did, he's, he said some stupid shit. I get it, man. Hey, but you know, at the end of the day, we all grew up without the internet. Guess what? If we fucking got caught saying the shit that we probably said in our teenage years, I promise you, we would all be fucked. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying in general. Okay. I, we're all adults here. We know that we could fucking talk shit however we want, but guess what? We didn't write it down. It just wasn't on the fucking internet at that point in time. And yes, he was older, but it's not like any of his tweets were fucking getting thousands and thousands of likes. They were like, fucking one likes and two likes it doesn't matter ever since then nothing's ever come out about him and his anything that has to do with any of the jokes he was making so then i gotta say well guess what then man i listen do you fucked up cool owned it all right shit happened shit hasn't happened since then all right i'm not gonna hold that against you dude like i'm not a, i'm the people that want to hold any of that shit against somebody that's five that came out five years ago. That was like fucking 15 years ago. Like, come on, dude. Like you, you must not really like, I, I apologize about you being fucking perfect that you never made a mistake in your life. So you obviously always, always never forgiving people. 
You know what I mean? Like it's, it's those kind of things that I'm like, well, let's just see what he does. Like, dude, it, it could be a piece of shit film. I don't know. I'm not going to sit there and talk shit about it right now. I don't know. I have no idea what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. He's already established that the fact that it's like, hey, it's not going to be the it same tone. Yeah, it can't be Guardians of the Galaxy. I know. One, like thing, uh, one thing I'm kind of worried about is he's notorious for uh, not echo me. No, it's no, that, that echo thing again. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Then now come it's back. Australian. Yeah. Come back. All right. We're good. I don't know why that's happening with your feet. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Why? Why is that happening with? With that, that's weird, man. That's so oh, weird. oh, one sec, one sec. Let me try something to see. One oh, sec, one sec. He figured it out. He figured it out. What about now? You're good. You're good. Oh, what, there we go. what was that? What did what, what, you do? Fucking hell. I've got an ice <laughs> machine down here that makes ice, but it, it's like a really low tone sound. I'm like, there's no With way the USB plug. Oh, wow. No, it's that's... like a, it's like a, it's like an ice box. Like, it makes ice in like 20 minutes. And so it was on. But I oh, yeah. I've got one of those. That's weird because it would seem like it was making the noise when we were talking. That's so weird. Shit. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Okay. No, but uh, okay. <laughs> with James Gunn, he's notorious for like using soundtracks for his films that are like radio songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and, and Man of Steel, that. obviously Hans Zimmer's theme is just iconic. Yeah. So yeah, but even if you've got the like the perfect, perfect casting, the perfect suit, if you don't have the right music, it still won't completely sell for me. Yeah, but I, I think he's he can't do that with Superman. You can't yeah. play those I, kind of tracks, Superman. Yeah, I, I don't I, think I think he did that specifically for the Guardian movies, and I think because and that's Suicide the last, Squad. Yeah, but yeah. those movies are kind of fit in the same. But, but even the same even genre. Air Cut would have that kind of. Yeah, exactly. Well, those like he intentionally made those movies kind of look feel similar. Aircut had Stephen Price soundtrack. Well, no, no, I I get that it did, but it also it it felt it didn't feel out of place. Let's put it that way. You can't have you can't can't have a soundtrack to Superman. You just can't. There's no. no. There's no so track. He, he made it abundantly no, clear that no. it won't be anything like his yeah. anything that he's done before, or at least not another Guardians movie. And that's what I'm getting at. We don't really have anything we can compare it to. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a first thing for him completely, which is a good thing. I feel like that's yeah, yeah. That we're either going to see it created in a different light, which means all right, that's cool. I'm not expecting him to bring in. I'm not expecting him to bring in John Williams. And I'm not expecting him to have a, a fucking Hans Zimmer score. I am expecting him to to have an original score because you can't mm-hmm. just drop fucking rock songs in a Superman movie. No. That doesn't work. You can't do that. Yeah. You can do that in the authority because guess what? I don't know who the fuck the authority are. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that works. Superman, you can't do that. The the original, the original like Superman character you can't do that with. i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna but, do a needle drop you better be a good needle drop you know yeah but yeah that's, but, that's um, what i was gonna say because they did it they did it even superman 78 and you know and in what? um uh, uh, well no no zach did a needle drop zach had a needle drop one you know i mean it but was, as long it was, as there's uh, not like a whole soundtrack of needle drops, you know. Right, yeah, no, exactly. Zach, yeah. Zach put an audio slave. I mean, th- yeah. and that 
But guess well, what? That, that, was a that new song. song does stand out between every like everything else. You're like, well, it does stand. I like it. It, it wasn't, but you know what? Fun fact: it wasn't Audio Slave. It was actually just Chris Cornell. And fun oh, fact it? again, oh, okay. yeah, it was just Chris Cornell. And then Chris oh. Cornell also did a song for the Avengers movie too. And I'm like, fucking Chris Cornell. That's how badass he is. I can't remember the the Avengers. Chris Cornell song, but I fucking totally remember the uh, Man of Steel Chris Cornell song mm. because it was right. it's just it's so there. much better. Just saying, well, I'm not. But saying. also because it it does stand out from everything else. You're just like, oh, yeah, you know, it hits, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't be able to get away with needle drops, with Superman. Like, you have to have a theme with Superman. There's no yeah. doubt about it. You cannot. And, and it can't be the Williams theme. It can't yeah. be the Williams no. theme. Well, no. no. It can't be the Williams thing, and it cannot be the, the Hans Zimmer theme. Sorry. No. You just can't. It so won't. that means you can't have a, a, a no. fucking needle drop because guess what? That's not a theme. No. So. I mean, I mean, it, it, well, I mean, look at it like all the different like, uh, you know, shows. I mean, I'm, I'm sure even Superman and Lois has a different theme, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, they yeah. I'm sure they do. I, I, I can't remember what it is right now, but I remember like, you know, Superman, the animated series had a different theme. Uh, Lois and Clark had a different theme. You know, it's like you have Smallville had a different Smallville theme. Smallville had its own thing. Yeah. You know, it's like you have you know, the, the whole thing where they were trying to capture nostalgia with Henry Cavill was fucking ridic ridiculous and they tried twice already even with the black adam thing was like the fact of um you heard a hint of the williams theme during that cameo and it's like okay cool but then there were so many people that put the will uh, to put the hot and zimmer score down and when he yeah, shows up and it's so fucking perfect you know when you when 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 that was put into that scene scene when you see a shadow and then he just appears and you hear dun -dun, dun -dun. it was like ah see that's that's that missed opportunity yeah and I mean like that's the thing it's like uh, it's just and so obviously there's yeah there's got to be a whole new theme and I'm sure they realize that and obviously like uh, today there's been mention of like costume designer and production designer apparently that was announced for this thing um gun is going to be using the per uh to costume designer that he used for guardians and suicide squad so it makes sense and uh you know when it comes to the costume i'm just like man that's that's man that reveal is gonna blow up the fucking internet and there's gonna be the like rules. War. there's gonna be war war <laughs> My God. You think he's, he's gonna show off the uh, the underwear first or what? I don't know, man. A big I, bulge. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's how he should it. reveal it. That's how he should do it. Just show bulge, just Superman bulge. Yeah. Why not? Superman's balls.com. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> fucking look at. I'm gonna look up that domain now. It's where his legacy is, right? That's his legacy, right that's there. His legacy. Yeah, but this is red. His legacy. Yeah. <laughs> The tail of Long John I say, Superman. I was gonna say <laughs> Superman across the chest and then legacy down here. Like fucking just straight up. Loaded that, that's his that truth, justice, and legacy. Legacy. Motherfucker. Yes, and then he drops an M ever. And, are we know. all thinking? Are we all thinking undies? Do you think it's gonna happen? Yeah, I, I, think, think, so. gonna I think he's gonna do yeah. it. Yeah, so. oh, has to. Has to. I don't. It's so hard to top on Harry. I don't want them, but I think he's gonna do it. I want them because it will be drastically different from what we had last time, mm. and I just want something different. 
I don't want to because that, the comparisons are going to be made, and the minute that you introduce the trunks, it, it's just going to be okay. This is completely different. There's still going to be those uh, those people that are going to be like, well, the trunk the, without the trunks looks better, or the previous one was better. It doesn't matter. I just want something different. Well, and I, I think also you, so you look at it. You look at it from this point, like the lesser of two evils, right? He can go with the trunks or he can go without the trunks, right? To be more controversial, you go without the trunks. Well, guess what? They already did that. I think going without the trunks is gonna be like it's gonna be too close to the, no, no, I, uh, to I the get previous that. design. And that's what I'm saying. So he could he's sitting there saying, Well, they already, I mean, we just had a Superman that didn't have trunks, and that right. was still controversial. Right. So all I mean, I I only really have this option of I gotta go with the trunks. Well, how do I do that? Okay, fine. But I mean, I feel like I got to go that just because I couldn't, he couldn't get away with not going with the trunks because of Superman, unless he brought in the collar, which is Superman 52 type thing. But even then it's still kind of like, okay, you're going to, now you're going to give me a Wonder Woman type relationship. Who knows? I mean, you want to change it dramatically. Guess what? You, you go that route where it's like, oh, he doesn't have Lois Lane. He has Wonder Woman. That's completely different than what, Man of Steel has been and what Superman has been in the 70s. You get what I mean? Like, right. Well, that also him, was controversial. You I know what him, I mean? Um, I think it was Batman, Batman. I want him to do a Batman Begins that the first, um, uh, they introduced the trunks and then he goes, he goes, he has to change the suit for whatever reason. And that one is without the trunks. Like, they, there's an evolution to it, I guess. Right. But well, I, yeah. I, and it'd be nice if I he, like, if he gets it and that's his suit and then, or maybe like he has it when he's younger or something, maybe it's the blanket he's put in, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, he gets it remade. Yeah. And then he gets it remade and it, they don't have, they don't have trunks. So literally they have trunks and no trunks in the same fucking film. I wanted to bring this up on the, because you guys were talking about that earlier. The reason why his suit doesn't get ripped is because the skin, Superman's skin, uh, anything that's close to his skin doesn't get hurt, doesn't get damaged. That's why his suit doesn't get damaged by bullets or anything mm. else. It has yeah, to be like a, a Aquaman trident. Yeah. yeah. But that, at the same that, time, it's also, it's also kind of cool when it does have. I don't know. I, I, I've always been a it fan is. of like when, when superheroes get their suits like fucked up because, you know, obviously that's their protective, whatever the hell. Obviously, with Superman, it's different. It's like he just wears it to just, that's just him, but mm -hmm. it's not going to make any difference because of, yeah. But I know what you're saying, but at the same time, it's just like there's sometimes, um, you know, I think we were just kind of bringing up the fact that, you know, it was groundbreaking when when the death of Superman oh, yeah. came out. And and all of a sudden we're like, you know, and I remember I, I remember like a kid in my class when we were like talking about it and seeing that cover like Superman doesn't bleed. Well, you know, it's like when you see the cover and he's his suits ripped and he's bleeding. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, just but that's just it though too. It also took fucking what eighty years for that shit to happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was a long. I'm, 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 okay, I'm, well, I'm doing a Scott. I'm doing a Scott. More like fifty. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm doing a Scott. Well, whatever, dude. I'm not good <laughs> yeah. at math, but you know what I mean, though. It, it's still that was a long time, right? And so, okay, mm -hmm. well, if you're gonna give us a Superman story and he's gonna have trunks, give us a reason why he has them. I don't give a fuck if he has them. Tell me why he has them. I don't fucking give a shit. If you give me a real legit reason, cool. I'll I'll go with it, dude. I don't care. See that's like, dude. 
like, you know I what I mean? What, I think that's what, if Gunn brings him back, he's going to have to explain why. Yeah, because there's no, like, it, I get why they're there as far yeah. as what they were there originally for. Uh-huh. As of right now, it makes no fucking sense. There's no reason why that should should be there. What do you oh, give me a reason? Why why not? Why they don't make any sense? Well, because that's not how. That's not how I get what you were going for with the whole wrestler bodybuilder. You know, yeah, gladiator. No, no, I get that. But I'm trying to understand why they like if that was the their culture, like the 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 Kryptonian culture in the 1900s. No, 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 no. no, I'm saying, I'm saying because the thing is that we we have the suit because uh, Saxon explained he explained the why. Uh, the S means uh, hope, uh, and the suit doesn't uh, is right. wore as uh, under armor, yes. and that's why he wore. I get, I yeah. get that, but what I'm saying is why, why is it that not having, uh, why having the the on the rules will make a difference, or why he has to explain? No, that's that's my whole point, right? Zach explained it. That guess what? That's their under armor. Why would they be wearing underwear over their under armor? Doesn't make sense, right? I get that. So I was like, okay, it makes sense why he doesn't have fucking trunks so give me so, that give me that reason i don't give me a reason why he has him over his trunk i don't care why just give me a reason because so, in, in 1978 i don't know it's just like feels so trivial because it's like why does uh captain america has a star on his chest this when there's 52 well, yeah, stars shouldn't he have like the whole flag on his chest the stars aren't underwear yeah, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, I'm just being no, I know, facetious I know. about this. But I the thing, the, the truth, the, how many stars are on the flag? All right, fifty. One. So why aren't there fifty stars on the on, on his chest? You see what I'm saying? Why is there only one? Can oh, you you're absolutely right. Only one? Are you no, only no, representing one part. state? Hey, are why are there thirteen red red stripes and why are there thirteen white there stripes? That's what I'm saying. Like all <laughs> hey, this stuff is not explained. He just showed up with a suit. Hey, and nobody I asked the question. I, understand. I completely agree with you. I am completely agree 100% with what you're saying. All I'm saying is, guess what? Bro, that, that look was designed not based off the American flag. I'm not talking about a Captain America. I'm talking about Superman. Right. Captain America doesn't wear fucking underwear, does he? Over his fucking I, pants. I'm talking about a specific... I know, I know what we're talking about. Same thing with okay. Batman. Why the fuck would Batman wear that? Well, guess what, dude? They were made literally in 38 and 39 when they were basing it off fucking of cool for that, that was wearing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense now See, in 2023. That's perfectly said. Like the evolution of the bat suit. Right. Hasn't has never been explained. Every single time it hasn't been explained why it looks different from the previous iteration. You know what right. I mean? Like, like so we got what? we got him with trunks in the 70s. Yeah. Got him with trunks without trunks in the mid two thousands. The purple and yellow lining. Hey, so bro, give me something. I don't know. Give me some different. Man. Hey, give me pants. Fuck, if you're gonna make them red, fucking make them red pants or something. Well, Fuck, had, I don't know. He had pants in the last one. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh, no, no. I'm more excited. Like, all about red. Hmm. Has he ever had red pants? I'm like, more... isn't that uh, one of those no. the split ones? Right when there was two of them, blue and red. Red and purple. Am I am I making that shit up? What? I think you are. I think it's a purple. It's Didn't they split it? And there was like two. There was one. There was a blue one, and there was a red one. Superman. You know, Ooh, back me up D, on D, yeah. DJN made a good point. <laughs> was that right? He made a yeah. good point. If the, if if guns get Superman's red. undies, then all the heroes will. Yeah, that means Batman will have the undies back. Well, I know. No, no, 
It could be. I'm more excited. The only difference would be is that the fact that he's Kryptonian and they were giving it to him. That's the only deal. That's the only thing that you can get away with in saying, oh, well, he's that's the yeah, only that's reason. what I was gonna bring They were sacred the, outward underwear. Like, it would have to right. be a Kryptonian thing to yeah. justify it. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was actually gonna say. I yeah. was holding back on that. I gotta pee. But but uh, but again, I mean didn't they have red like there was a red suit? And then there was a blue suit in the yeah they the split it, they, the white, yeah right? uh, yeah the, the so, I, there's been a couple of stories like that but they uh, they split really? they split him yeah. into two yeah and he had a red suit and a blue suit and right. and then and then in the what in the 90s they split him again but he was energy and there was a <laughs> oh that lightning one, one yeah blue. yeah I got I got those figures up there uh-huh. that's the only thing I could think oh, like yeah. if you, you, could, you could do that. Where you don't have trunks, you have pants. I mean, it's going to look weird, right? It's, of course it is, because we're not used to it. But so would fucking trunks look weird. So it's like, well, if we're going to look weird, might as well fucking go all out. I mean... July 1963. I, mean, I don't know. There I mean, but Superman like... 162, oh, where they had the red suit. Okay. Yeah. So, there you go. July 1963. So, yeah. So, that's when we saw I mean, it. Yeah, that's, that's 30 years later. You know what I mean? So I, I, want, I want him to give us something that make us go like, "What the fuck is that?" Right, and he could, and he it, and even upset that means, us. That, that means no trunks, and that means not no trunks. That means that trunks. means Tim Burton. Ben, right, Superman. that's exactly Ooh. what I was just. Thinking. I was just going to say just that. Nicholas Cage when you say that. <laughs> yeah. he better not have a <laughs> cape, and he better not fly, and I better not see that S on anywhere. <laughs> what is the name of that producer who was uh... John Peters? Now Peter is that no job. <laughs> the fact that you knew what he was talking about, like I'm, yeah. dude. I was a big giant spider, and I don't want him to fly. <laughs> like what the fuck? It's Superman. I mean, yeah, he I mean, better not fly. I'm more excited. I'm more excited to see the evolution of um, uh, Robert Patterson's bat suit because in the second yes. Batman, yes, I hope it, sh- it yeah. should be unless it picks up straight after, but it should be maybe a couple of years after. He's beyond second year as the Batman. There's got to be some technologically, technologically, like technical evolution to his suit. Especially yeah, the cowl. Like. And a better cowl, yes. Yeah, a better cowl. That cowl's hard. Nah. See, I actually like the cowl. I can't stay. I like the cowl. You know what's worse than the cowl, though? Dark Side's dick? Yeah, that that too. But you know what? Terrible. What I had to say actually comes in just like that because it's just like Batman going 100 miles per hour the wrong way. Yeah. That is what your significant other could do to you, oh, just like boy. in the Batman. But no, he's, he's barreling through stuff. He's chasing stuff that he shouldn't even be chasing because it's not right Real. for him to do this. That's Go and, and, and put everybody in peril and danger and then blow up an entire semi and then fly through it like he's a hero only to land there. It's a badass scene. While people though. die <laughs> and he should be like accessory at least to vehicular manslaughter because yeah. the- he destroyed the whole family hey. tried to bring everybody down. Yeah. But you know, no, hey, it's, it's, a, it's a great scene. In, in, in the words of Zack Snyder, those guys were fine. Those guys, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's about, uh, we were talking about the Batman, not BBS. Oh uh, yeah, but I'm just saying. Well, metaphorically, I mean, you know, yeah, you know. I'm just saying yeah. those guys are fine. Yeah. You know, you're right though. I love how like right after that he meets up with Gordon. Like all that didn't just happen. Right. 
Just gonna yeah. interrogate the penguin. That's it. Yeah. Let's, well, and the penguin flips his car like over and over and over and over, and lands yeah. upside down. Oh no, yeah. I that... was, I was, we were in like a fender bender, man. Where like it was slamming his, like I was bloody. I was falling out of the car and everything. And they just show penguin like neck, like you said, like he's just standing there, like, oh, I'll answer your questions, like whatever. No. Well, he was in a Maserati. Okay, let's <laughs> let's put it that way. He was in a Maz. All right. They have different kind. They have ten seat belts. And fucking ten airbags. So again, again, yeah. again, again, again. It's just like it, again going back to that quote. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was supposed to be. Uh, you know, I, as much as we're saying like, oh yeah, Matt Reeves was like grounding Batman. It's like no, Christopher Nolan grounded Batman in yeah. reality. Uh, Reeves was like, let's bring in reality into Batman's world, kind of yeah. thing. And like it's still there's still a lot of fantastical shit that happens. Oh, yeah. in that movie. That yeah. flight scene where he crashes on that. Oh overpass. yeah, that would that you're dead. Brick wall. You're fucking dead. You're done. You're yeah, done. Yeah, he didn't break but, a rib, a bone, or anything. Yeah, exactly. Or something. Or... But yeah, you know what? He, do you know why he didn't break a bone Venom. though? Why? Because he's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Exactly. I mean, that's it. It's a good reason. It really is a good reason. But uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Gunn I mean, can stand, can stand right next to bombs going off and you know. <laughs> Just yeah. fly across the room. I still yeah. don't get why this whole fucking city is flooded and you're pushing everybody into a fucking confine. And <laughs> so Batman can save him. So we're gonna the have a big fight scene above everybody. Let's go into this confined building where we could all drown in it. People are dumb, dude. That's the thing. They're People dumb. are dumb. They'll leave their family. They'll do stupid oh. stuff. Yeah. Oh, so there we I go. Know I don't know that from personal appearance, but I'm I'm vicariously. I didn't either. I didn't either. I didn't Somebody told me, little birdie, turned out to be a complete whore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking yeah. about men, or you, oh, you know, like, or... I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. This this segment's brought to you by the letter C. <laughs> you oh, next no. Tuesday. We're gonna see you next Tuesday, folks. No. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> Show me your hand again, Enosh. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just what, yeah. Uh, looking, <laughs> I don't have two more hands. Yeah, on the end. I was looking for jewelry. Anyways, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh. Oh, anyways, uh, it's probably a good way to end this stream right now. I think we're we were gonna three hours and forty five. It's minutes. probably gonna be used as evidence against me. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, I'd like to point out Exhibit No, 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 no. After this fucking at three hours forty five minutes, Honor, this is a Exhibit Z. <laughs> this is where he makes reference once again to possible real life things that were yeah. happening, but were coded in messages, but we decoded them. And so this is, this is doesn't matter F. that she completely left. This is exhibit F where they uh, gratuitously talk about dark side dick. Yes. But they're also talking about. I'm just kidding. C. Yes. <laughs> C is for cookie. That's Did we talk about me. Jonathan Majors? Oh, we didn't really talk about that. No. <laughs> okay. yeah, listen, well, bro, let's hey, jump into that. Gonna drop, a little bit of controversy. Get dropped, though, That's by your fucking. I mean, uh, we could talk. I mean, the, the, hey, just the, real quick, though, if you're going to get dropped, because I don't know what the fuck. Listen, the fact that he got 
in trouble for whatever the fuck he did. Cool. We don't know what happened. Sure. Exactly. The fact that they decided, hey, no, but I'm going to show you my text messages. And the woman is saying, hey, I'm sorry that, that whatever happened, I, I, whatever. I forgot what she said. It did not make it look good. So I was no, like, it didn't. Oh, no. that made it actually worse. Yeah. Okay, fine. Sure. I still don't know what happened, though, right? Yeah. I don't know what happened. Okay. Hasn't he done it to multiple people? I thought I read something the other day where yeah, yeah, multiple people have come out. Yeah, there. This isn't the first time. Cool. This is the first time it's got public. But then for the fact that the his fucking representation is like, nah, bro, we're we're out. Yeah, we that's a bad look. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I went, oh shit, that shit's bad. The yeah. fact that he hasn't even gone to court yet, and they decided, no, we're gonna drop you, dude. And he got dropped from projects too. Yeah, yeah. That's like, well, that the is, thing about the project is because they don't want to wait for things to yeah, kind can't. of to blow yeah. over or it to resolve sense. itself. Yeah, so it makes and, sense and for they, them to cut well, ties. No, no. But I even said like, let's wait till the trial before. And I think that's what Marvel's doing. They're like, hey, Marvel is definitely the playing the long game because what, they though? lost with with uh, with James Gunn. They they yeah. kind of pulled the trigger on that real quick and then had to recant yeah. it. <laughs> well, guess, what? guess what? You remember yeah. who out of all this, this is the biggest thing that I've thought of, and I'm like, oh, it's been fucking crickets over there. Uh Michael B. Jordan was one coming out saying him and 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 what's his name were going to be like fucking whatever the they're gonna be all these movies, right? They're gonna be making all these movies and shit. That was this yeah. plan. Dude, Michael B. Jordan has kept the he has shut the fuck up about all mm-hmm. this. He didn't say shit about it. Which to me, I feel like if Michael B. Jordan came out and was like, "No, I I stand behind Jonathan." Bro, Major. no, 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 no. Well, I, I, I can't. I, that's his money, man. Like if somebody says, <laughs> "Hey, what I'm uh, saying, you know, is well, Garza said this," and I like, fuck Garza. I don't want. I don't want my money to be hurt. Right. By your I know. Decision. He said this that they're going to be. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't. I don't. Chino, that we're going to be the Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Right, right. That's right. What they said I can't remember. Oh yeah, that's right. They did say that. Yeah. 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 I was like, fuck. That's a massive statement to make. Good yeah. luck with that. But um, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. But he has worked. Um, he has worked so hard to maintain some so, uh, level of uh, 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 of uh, steady uh, a steady career. So he's not going to allow mayors come in just like fucking blow. You know. Oh, I get. Oh no. Out. I completely understand why Michael B. Jordan is being quiet. What I'm yeah. saying, though, is that before all this shit, Michael B. Jordan was like, no, this guy, me and him, we're going to be making all these fucking movies. And That's all of a sudden, that shit came out, and he was like, yep, quiet. Hey, bro, I'm out. he's done. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, and you better believe that, that he knows. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he knows everything about it. I mean, he probably oh, knew yeah. it right away, you know? And it's like... Yeah, it's a it's an iffy situation because, you know, I mean, who knows what's going to happen when it comes to all this. And now we got multiple victims coming out and it's like it just keeps on getting worse and worse and worse. And now it's like, OK, all right. But I'm still going. All right. Hey, you know, it's it's innocent until proven guilty. Right. right. You know, and sadly, nowadays, it seems like it's guilty until proven innocent, which sucks. I hate that that we live in that world now when it comes to social media, at least. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, yeah. like, we'll see what happens. And if you, he ends up getting remember. tried and guilty, fuck him. Listen, yeah. though, you know, it, at the end of the day, right? Like, um, I, listen, man, I, I've I've been in relationships. I'm not in one right now, but I've been in relationships, and right. just 
if uh, regardless of whatever came out of this, if you're putting yourself in that situation, regardless of whatever, like, listen, man, I've been in arguments. I've been in fights. I have never, ever in my life been in a situation where cops were called because I was involved with something violent, regardless if it was me or them. You know what I mean? Like, so at the end of the day, you don't don't date a lot of Latinas, do you? Or black women? (laughs) I mean, no, I don't. Yeah, I know. Um, which is yeah. a good thing, which is case in no, point. No, the, the, I love ooh. Caucasian and redheads. That guy in calls uh, just, just because I was breaking up. Well, right. No, no. <laughs> and, that, and that's my point, though, right? But you've also never had it to where on your record that the woman was fucking bruised or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, right, she, right. There's, there's all these marks on them or something. I'm not saying that that's the case with Jonathan Majors. I'm just saying that I've never been in that situation because I've never allowed it to get to that point. You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, you have to know that as a man, regardless, dude, you you cannot do that because it's just it's not gonna happen. You're never gonna be defended. Like, dude, I was defending myself. I don't care if if she was attack if she was attacking you. Cool, dude. You have fucking marks. She shouldn't have marks. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just you, the way you're, I you're, you're reminding me of a Bill Bird joke that he said. He goes like, "When yeah, you never hit a woman." He goes. There's no reason to hit a woman. He goes, sure there is. You just don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. plenty of reasons to do there's it. There's plenty of reasons. To I know, exactly. Like, 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 I can, I, that I joke get always, it. Like, it's hilarious because it's just like, yeah, it's like I could think of a know? few reasons, but I, absolutely. <laughs> I'll pass on this one. This one's too easy. <laughs> too easy. And, and there's there still are didn't do it. Like, but listen, you just exactly. do it. That's the that, thing. That's that's the, the, and that's the whole, whole point, right? Like, yeah. I'm not saying that they don't deserve it or any of that shit. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying yeah. that, guess what? I know that that's not a good look. That's not something you should do. And I'm not a fucking major, major, like, star or anything. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not trying to do that. So if I was under the, the scrutiny of being a f- famous fucking movie star, dude, I'm not even attempting to fucking create that kind of a situation. I don't give a shit what it is. You get what I mean? Like, Listen, there, there are some females that they feel that they wasted their time when the, some, when stuff is, is falling apart. And they are, not all of them, some of them are tend to act erratic. And, and that includes calling the cops, acting violent, and even make up shit about you. So couple, couple that with having your boyfriend being a superstar it's even harder for that person to let go or or see that this man is growing beyond whatever it is that you thought that you have with that that individual so i i do not know if any of those like if those things are true then he's a piece of shit but if they're not true i think we should give him enough time for uh, for time to pass to see for the truth to come out because it always does the same thing happened with Ezra. I think the same thing is going to happen with him. The truth is going to come out, but we just don't know what that truth is. Mm-hmm. We, you don't, we don't know if it really happened or it didn't happen. But I know, which, but which I, I know. From, from like, because every day is something new. Like today, there was something from, um, what's the name of that uh, website, that clickbaity website that they put um, uh, on? No, no, no. I'm sorry. We got this covered. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, no. We got discovered. Uh, it's <laughs> another one that they were showing that women. Oh, one news, whatever the fuck. I don't no, know. no. That they were throwing up. They were back at the party, you know, drinking and like one of them said that their arms were fucking broken or some shit like that, and they were like arms? throwing shots oh, with the same wow. arm. I'm like, okay, so I'm I do not want to dismiss what they said, but at the same time, like, okay, on the video, you doesn't you, you doesn't look good on your on your part. So the truth is that we don't know what's really going on. But right. so, at the same time, it's like you said earlier, like when you <laughs> when your management team, when you're <laughs> when everybody's dropping you, it's not a fucking good look at all. It's not a good look. And you know, at the end of the day, I also try to to I try not to give a fuck because it's like, dude, I don't know. I don't, I don't know this shit. I'm not there. That's not me. It's not my mm-hmm. life. I have, I have no fucking at all weight in it. Period. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, no, nothing I say is going to change the verdict, change the outcome, change anything. So it's like, well, why would I give a fuck? I don't care. It's not me. It's not my life. I'm not that. I'm not that person. Cool. Whatever. You know what I mean? You're not that person. To somebody says that you, you are otherwise. Oh, you're absolutely right. Nobody would ever say that about me, so I'm okay with it. Mm. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I could get it. I get that because yeah. you know you're right. You're not until somebody tries to say it. But exactly. I, I've never been in that kind of situation where somebody could even be like, "No, that's happened." Mm-hmm. Like, you out of your fucking mind. Yeah, like I said, you haven't dated a lot of black or Latina women. I know. Well, yeah. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, I will say I had, a, you know, I one girlfriend one time where I had to actually hold her down on the ground because she wanted to kick somebody else's ass. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Exactly I, what you're saying, one slice of tire. One time I had to like, I had to literally go like, stop, stop. Like, whoa. Ah. Yeah. Now, yeah. one, I, I broke up with a girl and she was stalking me. And I was walking with my kids back to my house and I saw her slicing my tires and throwing a brick oh, through my back window. Dude, and this is back oh, in the 40s, shit, bro. Well, <laughs> I will say this I'll go back even further. Because when I was in sixth grade, I dated Joanna Aguilar and I came up to her and my friend Laura. In the library, and there, the, the, Laura had glasses, and back then, you know, girls would like they share their glasses back and forth, and so, but their faces, for some reason, like were, they were like talking, like really quiet, and I came up and I pushed their heads together, and like their faces smushed together. And Joanna got really pissed and she chased me up three flights of stairs in the school until she got to the top and beat the living crap out of me because I would not fight her back. And then I, I was like huddled down like this and I just kind of went like this and it pushed her back and she had the glasses on and they flipped up over her head and then she got even more pissed and came after me. And we didn't get in trouble because I was supposed to be the master of ceremonies for like the sixth grade graduation or something like that, that (laughs) night. And so my principal like in sixth grade looked at me and and said, well, dang it, we can't, we can't suspend Enosh. So you all have to work in the office for the next week during lunch. And yes, but she kicked my butt. So I think they start pretty young. Of course. <laughs> what happens? Oh, man. We could talk about that. But she was beautiful. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> She's so pretty. She's so, so pretty. pretty. So pretty. But you know, the pretty ones, sometimes they come and they go. They just split. And then you don't know where they're at. But sometimes you know where they're at. Ugh. 
Right? <laughs> Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Sometimes right. you do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we can go down a pretty big rabbit hole if we, yeah, we can <laughs> right here, but I think yes. it's a good, play. uh, you know, I always like, Hey, we're going to end it before. Now we talked about Jonathan majors. Let's just wait and see what happens with the, uh, hearing. Facts. And hey, after at that, the end of the day, dude, I'm not going to watch anything that involves fucking Kane. Cause I don't give a shit about, yeah, there you go. Marvel. MCU, so I'm cool. Yeah. yeah so there yeah, you go. Fuck Marvel. They say all the way. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly. I'm only joking. There's enough for everyone. <laughs> but that's going to be interesting to see if, like, if if it does if it does come out that he is guilty, it's like, all right. So now you got to Kang's got to reform his face, and we just got to pretend. Well, the good thing is, is not many people saw Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah. you know, it fun. wasn't the best introduction to Kang, but so I think they can get away with, you know, something. <laughs> there you go. That, 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 that's Jonathan Mayer right now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if, if it doesn't happen, they could just replace him with somebody. He was only in one movie that did not get watched. I mean, like, it, you know, it didn't flop, but it didn't, you know, it underperformed. Yeah. So I think there's that level of it at least, and, you know, so we'll what did that movie make? Oh, uh, I'm not sure, but it I think it made at least a half a bill, right? Yeah. I'll say I know it was in the four hundred million range. Yeah. Four hundred novel movie. It wasn't it, it they was were definitely hoping it was gonna make like close to a billion. They probably were, you know, banking on the fact that it was like, all right, we got the new big baddie that's gonna be established right here. I don't know. That movie, it's like, man, I love Paul Rudd. I think that guy is just a fucking national treasure of a of a dude. That's a dude that will never get accused of anything for sure. No. Uh, but yeah, I think they're going to lean heavily on Dr. Doom. That's why they introduced in the whole uh, Fantastic Four family. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Like if they, yeah, see, so that's another thing too. Is like, what if, 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 if the whole major thing goes shit goes to shit do they just go you know what fuck the whole king thing we're not going to do that anymore yeah we're going to go dr doom we're going to just fucking mm -hmm. you know let's just bring in the dr doom thing mm -hmm. instead and rearrange anything and not but at the same time it's like well just recast and you know because i'm kind of curious to see what they do with kang i don't know but i don't know we'll see but so many things, but anyways, all right, let's end this right now. We're four hours in. It's about time. So I appreciate everybody who, uh, who's joined. Of course, uh, Scott, Casey, they were here too. Travis also. And, uh, thank you to the panel. Uh, of course we'll go around the horn. Garza, thank you for coming on, talking about your book and, uh, yeah. Love it to meet you guys. Yeah. Go ahead, Garza. Oh yeah. No, if you, um, if you want to see or not see, but read about, um, you know, basically a book, Game of Thrones with lightsabers. It's what I wrote, Blood for Blood. You know, that's really all I could, how I could say it. I could just pitch it that way and just go, yeah, it's just because it is, it is Game of Thrones in the sense that there's all these houses and there's there's these political stuff happening, and I just I just love the fact that I I can uh, dive into this world and not have to deal with preconceived notions of bullshit that's all um but yeah check it out it's on amazon if you want to see it blood for blood i appreciate you having me on yeah no problem always man you always got an invite anderson 
Yeah, um, I'm at Anderson Miller on Vero and then Ion Stone Podcast on all the other social medias. So, uh, Garza, I'm getting your book Monday and then I'll put a review, let you know what I think. I mean, I appreciate that. Excited to read it. I get if I could just get Ben to uh, actually, I know, I gotta do a review too. Technically, I read the first book, he has, he has. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm just fucking, I love him. You you gave him trusted notes, right? No. Yeah, he. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> I got like every. Like I said he called me at a certain every chapter. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Every that's chapter, good. I, I can. And it was fucking infuriating because like I would read a whole chapter and then he would call me back like, "Oh, dude, I changed the whole fucking chapter." <laughs> Here you go. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, wasted so. that time. Yeah, so uh, no, not really. It wasn't that bad, but no, no it wasn't. I'm it sure, wasn't. I'm sure. No, that's part of the process, though. You got to trust mm-hmm. somebody to, you know, look at it. You well, let's put it this way, though. I did give it to him last year. I gave him a hard time because, uh, like, there are some things that I like. I saw, you know, when you take inspiration for certain aspects for certain things, and me as being uh, uh, an objective reader, I'm like, dude, that sounds too close to this thing here. Change it. So mm-hmm. I always like that. Garza always like understood that, and like he made adjustments. Because, he took the not, note. not because I'm a better writer, because I'm, I'm I was just well, reading. No, it. Like, I think people are gonna be perceive it this way. Well, and he also was. He got it. He got the manuscript at a point where I wrote that in there because that's what I was going for. But I hadn't and gone changed. in and changed it yeah. to go. All right, this is what I want to say in this situation. If that makes yeah. sense. No, but like, it's a it's a good book. It's a good book. <clears throat> and I'm not saying yeah, that because my friend. Yeah, yeah. Not it's not amateur. Let's put it that way. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> one thing, if I was like, if I, you know, I, I'm not going to say that I could, I could, I'm like a great writer or anything, but it's not a shitty. I don't write like a shitty person. Like I was a senior editor for for a website for four yeah. years. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I was, I, I know how to write. I feel like you would know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, uh, right. So yeah, right, so you, can find, so you can find me every Thursday at 10 o'clock. <laughs> you, <sister. laughs> you can catch me on uh, every Thursday at uh, 10 o'clock. You since then there's time on the real RNQ live. That's pretty much it. And social media acting a fool. I like it. Demo. Yeah, for all the DC stuff, go to dccomicsnews.com or follow us on dccomicsnews.com on Twitter. And Gaza, I'm gonna I looked at your book before. I'm gonna buy your book, man. Hey man, I appreciate that. Man. Have a read. Yeah. All right. All right. And last with this like, real quick though, Whoa. it's it's gonna turn into DC stuff too. Like my shit is, but whatever. Go on, Enosh. There cool. you go. Yeah. And I'm crazy Enosh where everything must go. That's got to go. That's got to go. That's got to go. We got to clear Dark all this dick. stuff out before wait, she wait. comes back. So come oh, on. Boy. Come on down where I've got this here uh, Millennium Falcon. And I'll even throw in an Ezra Miller pop. Come on. Let, you can't beat that. The, come uh, on. the most inflatable uh, thing. Come yeah, get the Poindexter yeah. Lounge while it's still around. All right. No. Uh, hey, no, Enosh, Poindexter Lounge. <laughs> the didn't you quit? I did. He didn't quit. He, tired. he took a break. I am on hiatus. Okay, you uh, took a sabbatical. I am taking a sabbatical. That's a great way to to put it. Yes. Okay, and, that works. Uh, yep. And so, stay tuned. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank Quick you. A lot, lot might be changing. Yeah. 
lot might be a lot of branding might have to be changed. I don't That's know. Good. Just, That's good. Yeah. It's rewarding when you see your changes can getting um the attention that you want. <laughs> Not really the attention that I wanted there, Ben. Uh but you know, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, like heartbreak and and you know, destruction oh, everywhere is not really how you want to rebrand, oh. but but hey, out of the ashes. Out of the ashes. Out of chaos, right? Big bang right. theory. Yes. Mm. Yes. Out of the there ashes. It is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you to the panel thank you to everybody who watched thank you to scott thank you to kc thank you to travis and thank you to uh garza anderson ben damo and mr enosh for joining tonight always a lot of fun we will talk to you guys later